Okay. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Genuine Convos podcast. Today, I have the guests that I've always wanted to have on my show, Mustafa Ali and Muhammad Ali. Not the boxer, but, you know, <laughs> he, he's as wise as the boxer, if not, if not more. Anyways, bro, I know Mustafa for a long time, but I, when did I meet you first? Uh, so, like, yo, we've, like, known each other for, like, since, I'd say, beginning of grade 10, but... Um, like I knew of you a lot. I yeah, just never you know, like, I'm, to I'm you. gonna tell you the story about how I met Mustafa, like in chem class. Like, Go ahead. you guys knew about like I I knew about uh, you guys too. But in grade ten, I think you guys had the same uh, gym class uh, and at the same time as uh, as me, right? And I then like I knew so, yeah. about Mustafa, and like I'm pretty sure I knew about you too. But then like I didn't really like know I wasn't like close to you guys, right? And then yeah. grade twelve came around, and then like I was in chem class. Remember and then, bro. Like I used to, ha- we used to hate each other basically. Yes, yo, I remember and, that. Yo, me and Sumi were, we were nemesis. Like, yeah. you know, like I did not, li- and it's not, yo, the kid. Like, it's not like you ever, like you never did anything wrong or you know harmful. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the beef was like instigated by other people. people like, oh, dude, Sumi's 100%. big. Sumi's strong. You know, like yeah. you have to hate him just because you know, like it's people. Like I feel they like just started a fire than, for nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yo, you know what, yo? I, to, to be honest, I really think that that like the beef that was between us wasn't like you know like oh like i don't like something it wasn't even guy. a beef but like i yeah, didn't it was like it i was didn't like, hate you guys honest, at all like you know? yeah like, like like it was more of like this like rivalry that people like kind yeah. of fired up oh, and yeah. to be honest like i have to admit like like at the time i actually like looked up to you like you know like i did because yeah, like yeah. you like you were the first <laughs> you, in, individual in like our grade that actually like lifted and like started uh-huh, like uh-huh. taking it seriously yeah yeah, yeah. The results were absolutely fantastic, right? So, <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, it was. And then you guys just like took over, you know? Like, like, no, dude, you when were like. Grade 11 came, oh my god, man, I was hearing stories about you guys like all over the school. You're like, yo, oh, bro, yeah. have you seen Mustafa's shoulders? Oh yo, my can I, can god. I, honest, honest They're like though. nutting over you, bro. Like, <laughs> like, bro, Mustafa. <laughs> yo, now, okay, now that like, uh, now that like I'm, I'm like well past that, I can confidently say yeah. I was just fat. I yo, was not much. Looking back at it, like even thinking about it, when I saw you in the hallways, you were way more like, kind of chubbier. Yeah, dude. Yo, yeah. I finessed these kids. I made these kids think I was a jack. Yeah, I was not. Like, even yo, even there was like fat on your face. I used to remember dude. that. It used to be more yeah, more chubbier. Yeah, yo, in simple terms, right? It was it was a fa- it was a bulk gone wrong. You know dude, I mean? like I got dude, like like you know when you start like when you when you're bulking and like you're so obsessed with like chasing numbers like bench press, squat, deadlift that you no longer care about how you look. Yeah, I was literally in that phase where I did not care how much mass or how much fat I put on, how oh, much okay. water weight I carried. I kind of like a strong man. Exactly, that's all I cared about. And dude, but even then, if you if you were to take it from like a strong man perspective, I was still pushing trash numbers. I was I weighed two twenty five, uh-huh. a full fat chunk. Two twenty five. I was benching only two twenty five. Holy fuck! It that's was, like I was disturbing. Uh, almost, I weigh one sixty. So that's like how much more than me? Forty. Plus twenty five, so sixty five pounds more. Yes, oh my yo, god, like, bro! It's, it's to put it even more in like perspective for me, right? Uh, like honestly, as like a kid, I've always been like a you know like a hard gainer, but I never like use that term because it, it sounds like a bit like desperate, right? But, yeah, yeah. But like I, I I couldn't like gain weight to like save my life. So essentially, uh, I was fifteen years old and I was uh, uh, um, a shocking uh, heavy of one hundred fifteen pounds, right? <laughs> This was me playing soccer and like uh-huh. I, I never like 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 touched a weight in my life. Yeah, and then I go on this like crazy bulk. And by the way, it was a very clean bulk. Like people think that like we're like, eating cake, like pizza, it was, right? It, it was, was like pasta, healthy pasta. Like, yeah, like, whole it, it, pasta. Was, it was rice. It was, it was uh, uh, salmon, right? It chicken. was uh, yeah, exactly. And like it, it reached a point where at night we were so like serious about it that we used to uh, cook pasta, but just uh, pasta that's boiled in water. Yeah. 
and nothing else on top of it. Like right? no salt, just, no nothing. Just pure bland pasta. Yeah. At like 10, 11 o'clock at night, and um, it was a healthy bulk. Like it was a clean, but the it was, was it was the quality. Was it was the it was quantity, right? It, it was intense. Like we would go into like a two thousand five. Yeah, 2. I heard K, some crazy uh, stories, circles, right? Yeah. Like we used to eat like four thousand to five thousand calories yeah. a day, like a, a constant. So I went within like two months, right? Which yeah. Is, which is actually not healthy at all. I went from from a measly one hundred fifteen pounds. And I breached 155 pounds in two months. Holy <laughs> That's not healthy, right? Like it, Bro, it's I funny. remember seeing you guys on the treadmill in YMC, just running around and stuff. Yeah. But you guys weren't like huge or anything. One month passed by and I saw you in school. I was like, what the fuck yeah. happened, bro? Yeah, like, like, I literally thought you took steroids. I literally yeah, thought. I remember this one time you asked me in the, in the, in the what was the cafeteria? You're like, yo, I heard you guys are like, you telling, telling people that you took steroids. I was like, bro, honestly, bro, I think you did. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you guys, bro. It was. Yo, I, yo, but like, thing is, like, don't, like, if, if, if you know someone who gained that much weight. Yeah. But in, in a. In a short amount of time. In a, for, like, just strictly muscle gain in that amount of time. That's probably steroids. 100% took steroids. There is no way you can gain what in Muhammad's case forty five pounds of pure yeah. muscle in two. That's never going to happen. That yeah, will happen exactly. in your lifetime, let alone in two months. Like, it wouldn't even happen so, if you were on steroids. Right? Like if someone gained like twenty pounds of like muscle in like yeah. two three months, yeah, then they're they're, they're juicing. 100%. Yo, but if like if you if, if I were to give you an estimate of what my body composition was like, yeah, I was probably around 27 percent body, body fat. I was dying. Like the, the doctor, dude, like <laughs> liver funny, problem. I remember. I had, I had shot like liver enzymes. They were like through the roof. Uh, well, so wait, yeah, what, what does that mean? Like shot uh, liver enzymes? Like, like, like um, liver enzymes were through the roof. Like, our, like it increased or decreased? Increased because it increased. Yeah, because our body oh. was consuming so much protein. The, like liver enzymes that break down the protein, they, they were they just and shot like, through the roof. On top of that, right? Like, um, you know, it's because like what happens is that when you take a protein, uh, it goes through like your Excess liver and it, it also kinda. goes through your yeah. kidneys, right? And it has yeah. to filter that, that protein out. So essentially, uh, whenever your your kidney filters out protein, it, uh-huh. really, it creates uric acid, yeah. which is, uh, it shows up in your piss, byproduct, right? yeah. And uh, uh, the urea levels in like our kidneys were like insane, ab- like beyond the roots. Because like we would take like 180 pounds of no, like we protein. More. No, 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 no. We no taking... Like like without the, the, the powder, by the way, without yeah. the powder, right? Oh, so before fuck. the powder, we were ordering like, 180 grams of protein, and then, uh-huh. and then you take our, it, like 230, take right? 230 grams, of protein. and like uh, 600 carbs, like uh, like fun. grams of carbs a day, right? Uh-huh. And like 60 grams of fat a day. It yeah. was it was like a very intense bulk. Like, it's it's a bulk that you would Yo, that you would go on. Our piss smell like gasoline. And like, yeah, like, yo, like, yo, <laughs> I, yo, like, yo, that's so bad. Oh, yeah, to, put it, to put it into perspective, I, I don't uh, want to be like extra graphic. Uh, 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 like, it's okay, bro. Right? Go as, as deep as but you want. Like, yo, like, uh, even like, bro, like, like my poop, right? It was, it was, it was, uh, it was, it wasn't like the normal, like, brown color that like, you like, you see, like, like, it was like a, a dark, a, a like, weird yellow. And oh, I swear, shit. I'm like, I'm like, why is it yellow, right? And I found out that, that there are two things that, that, that make your poop actually brown, like dark. Number one, it's blood. It's it's dead red blood cells, right? Which yeah. is like iron, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And number two is actually your um, uh, it's this uh, liquid produced by your gallbladder, which is bile, right? Bile. Yeah, bile. So bile creates uh, it, it breaks down fat, things. basically. Yeah, exactly, and it makes it like darker, right? Yeah. And I found out that essentially uh, my kid, my liver was struggling to produce enough mm. um, bile uh-huh. for the protein that I was eating, right, and like the fats that I was taking in. So, uh, like. The food it, it travels through. My oh, so it wasn't quickly. digested. It wasn't fully digested. Yeah, and it comes out, it's like yellow. And then once I, I I like brought down the protein and I I I, I like I, I hopped off the powder for a bit. Yeah. It started getting like back to normal again, but uh-huh. it was like the weirdest thing ever. I'm like, why is my stuff like yellow for like the longest like time? And I'm telling you, it's, it's it's not healthy. It's like I don't know what we were thinking, right? It's like there must have been a uh, 
underlying motivation for you guys to do it, right? One hundred percent. What right? was the motivation? If I'll you don't, if you don't mind, I would like to know. For like that bulk, right? Yeah. To be honest, personally, for me, number one is uh, like uh, I, I saw like someone like you, right? You like our age, like you made like like I remember you see clean you used to have rice and chicken every yeah, day for yeah. uh, like lunch right and like i mean growing up as a kid i used to like i, I was a very admired kid, right kinda, yeah so like my um like family friends and like relatives and parents would would always like con- like comment about my like how skinny yeah, you are skinny, yeah right? like you're saying like eat more eat more and like i'm like bro like i've never lifted in the gym right i've tried like basketball i tried soccer i, I love them right but uh-huh. i mean like I, I want to be bigger. Like I want to be. Like I want to walk into him and be like, "Yo, like he's he's, he's big, fucking he's buff, huge." Right? Like exactly. look at you guys now, bro. And like you know, what? I look like, up to you guys now. I'm like, yo, damn. I'm like, damn, bro. And like, like, by the way, I believe what makes the gym so addicting to most people is the fact that with soccer and like basketball and like other sports, you have to put in hours, but change doesn't show up until like uh, like months later, right? In the gym, right? It's like you 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 touch almost the instantly. First day, yeah. you have a crazy pump. And you're like, wow, like if I can get my body to, 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 look, to like look like this without a pump, then I'm set, right? And it's like in two weeks, you, you've gained like five, ten pounds of, of like, you know, like muscle and fat combined. Yeah. But like, you're like, wow, like this is, this is a Change is insane. It's like, it's like I'm going to be honest right? though. I, I don't have the same view as him. What do you mean? For, so again, he said the gym is addicting. I don't, I don't find the At the gym, time, at the time. You know, but even like, even at the time, I feel, okay, so I started training. I'm going to be honest. And I think majority of us can admit to this. Mm-hmm everyone starts training for that you know to get that mutual attraction back from you know females oh yeah man it's always the starting motivation like like when i first started i'm not gonna lie i I probably started to impress a girl of course man me too trust me yeah i'm not gonna lie so that was like 50 percent for for me as well i feel like once you when you when you're a month in two months in like you start asking yourself like real questions like I'm, I'm going through all this like because working out is not fun by any means it's it, it not painful, fun at all man it is a chore it is like i, I would much rather sit at home watch yeah. watch a show eat pizza mm-hmm. than, than yeah than, than eat clean and train that's, that's why there's 100%. more couch potatoes than gymnasts right exactly. so then coming back to the addicting thing before actually no before i get to that so you know a month or two months in you're like you keep like i started asking myself am i really doing this to impress a female like am i am i physically am i physically hurting myself and painting myself you know as a result to get bigger to impress a female like it's the i, I think the concept is so stupid so like that's why anyone who starts training it's initially for for attraction reasons then i feel like it shifts to like a personal reason so maybe for me it was because uh when i was younger i thought i was jacked i thought i was strong but i was actually skinny and others you know hinted at it discreetly right and i and i, I didn't get that till later so you it's know, like that thing that lings in your head like you uh-huh. know, when i was younger i, I kind of made a fool out of myself people thought i was i thought i was big but People they, said they otherwise. Knew I wasn't, right? uh-huh. so, and it's it's another weird thing with people where like you know they always want you, you want you want someone else to be you know something, but they never do something themselves. Yeah, it's true. Everybody's was, a fucking pussy, bro. Exactly. They're just you know the commenting on other fucking people. It's so accurate because again, that's another thing you ask: Why am I doing this for a female when she's not doing this for me? Right? Yeah. It's so Why? Stupid 100%. Like it's, and all that pain makes you like asks that question like begs that question when you're like going through that pain like like you said is it really fucking worth it just for a chick and then you have to like find it a deeper motivation if not you won't stay on that journey exactly and like yo yeah, yeah and then back on the addiction thing yeah just uh just tagging along what you said mm-hmm. the reason i'm not addicted to the gym and the reason i i loathe the gym and i hate the gym and i is because it is uh 
anyone who's trained for long enough knows that the gym is it's, painful. It is painful. It becomes a chore. Tiresome, kind of boring, like, kind of. And then it's it's you have to mold it around your schedule. Mm-hmm. Like if I have work 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. or 7 a.m., when do I go to the gym? Now I have to yeah. change it from the morning, where I, which I typically go in where my body's comfortable and it's adjusted to. Now I have to change it to 8 p.m. at night. That shit messes with you like it drains you mentally it, it, it becomes uh it becomes more of a chore than it, it becomes a hobby mm-hmm. initially because you see the numbers going up oh i'm I, i'm getting stronger by and 10, you're seeing pounds. like your muscles increasing exactly and stuff. but what happens when you plateau what happens when i when when you're only gaining a pound a year two pounds five pounds of muscle a year like it then it stops dude, the feel, motivation stops i feel bad for people who have reached that level where they've plateaued to the point where they're, they're only getting five or you know, two to five pounds. Yeah. Because dude, it is one of the most draining things and it is not addicting. It is, I only do it because I've, the way I see it is I've done it this far. I put my body through all this pain. I might as well finish the race. Yeah. Type yeah. Of thing, you know, by the way, yeah, like I, I want to like add on that, by the way, I yeah. actually agree with like 90% of like, what you said. And the reason being, by the way, is because I think that any guy who starts lifting, like, I mean, by like the very nature of like human beings, right? Like you want to attract the, the opposite gender, right? Like, I'd say that 50% of it, at least, it was, like, to impress girls, right? Of and course, I man. Get girls. I'm not judging you at and all. Like, I yeah, did the exactly, same thing. Yeah, like, 100%, There's nothing right? wrong with that. And the thing is that, like, as you said, it's, like, you're in the gym, right? And it's, as I said, by the way, it was only addicting for, like, the first, like, two, three weeks tops. And why? Because, like, we used to go, like, six days at least in a week. And then sometimes, like, we're, like, doing nothing. I'm, I'm like, you know what, bro? Let's go to the gym again. Hit, like, another workout, another pull day, right? So, like, seven days, no rest. Mm-hmm. But... Right, like it wasn't really like so much an addiction. Like, oh, I love the gym. I love the pain. No, it wasn't that. Right, it was kind of and like your head. Like, I love, like I'm. I the think that this slash, is getting me somewhere. So yeah. I love it. Like, like I like think a destination, that, that yeah. this is increasing my chance of getting a girl. So yeah, I love it. But yeah, if you don't love it, it's it's it's, it's an illusion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So about like a one month in, it dawns on you, right? You're putting all this work in for a girl that probably isn't even like probably give probably doesn't yeah, even give exactly, a shit. Exactly right. And on top of that, what, what what verifies that that hypothesis is that, I mean, she ends up going for like the skinny guy. You know what I mean? Like, so, so, Man, so you were you were going so in, in the wrong direction completely, right? And then you the worst thing ever is when you put like a year into it, only to that, find out, and that then only to find out the, the chick doesn't really give a shit. That was never. Goes, <laughs> she goes for the little weasel in the corner. Like that because he has a BMW. Exactly, yeah, yeah, because he has a fucking BMW. You know, you know yeah, I, I, I've yeah. actually questioned. Like, dude, think about that. So I'm out here, you know, doing grinding some crazy my ass things in the gym, uh-huh. right? And and you know, yeah, people notice. People, mm-hmm. oh, he's in good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the chick that I'm interested in doesn't give a shit. Goes for the complete opposite, dude. That shit blows exactly. my mind. Exactly. Like to be honest, right? Uh, I've been lifting for now, like what two years on and off, right? Like so, I I, I go for like a uh, like one year stint, and if then I I I stop. If you were to add up all the time he's been going, we probably like a year solid. Like yeah, like I'd say, I'd say a year and a half, solid. A year and a half total, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, because like we've been like, like a year of just training nonstop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh like, oh my god. So man. like, by the way, like I can now confidently say that I hate the gym. I hate it. I loathe it to death. Right? Um, like I today I was doing leg day, right? And uh, like the pain, it's not. It's insane, man. Yeah, like it's you know, like like insane. I'm under squat and like there's nothing pleasurable about this at all. Like I, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, yo, I want to get like I want to like I'm sorry to say, but, like I want to like it's like. Bash me in, in that mirror over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. you know, like, can I can I can I add on to what you're saying? Yeah, right yeah. And he just said that he hates the gym, right? Likewise, I do too. And I feel like everyone who trains at that level hates it. Yeah. And if you like, the, if you enjoy the gym, you are training like a pussy, because you should not like the gym. Like the gym should be a place where 
all the anger you have, you go to any grow. Up, uh-huh. like anxiety, you go there and you hammer out. Like you should be in pain. Like you should walk out the gym limping. And and sorry to you know steal it again, but you have to train so hard to the point where you like. Personally, this is what I think. That you can have your own yeah. people can have their own opinions, but I think you have to train so hard and so rigorously to the point where you hate the gym. The gym should not be an enjoyable place. You should hate it. And if you're and if you love the gym, you're doing something wrong. And you need to, you need to start training harder and yeah. more intense to the point where you don't like the gym. And yeah. honestly, I think it's also like based on people's like motivation, right? For example, girls don't go to the gym to like build huge fucking muscles most of the time, while like most guys, I I think it's beneficial for most guys to start going to the gym because it builds character most of all except for all the bullshit all the muscle all the like you know bullshit things we tell ourselves i think it builds character bro the, because of the gym i am the way i am today also a lot of other things but a gym is yes. a huge factor exactly a and huge factor like by the way like um more more important than than just building muscles like the gym one very important thing that teaches you right is that it teaches you like discipline hard right? work yeah so like so 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 it it, it teaches you this it, it drills in your head this notion that even if if, if uh, that there are some things in life that you have to do even if you don't like so like for example sometimes you might have to get up like for, for, okay for example if um if an economy crash comes and happens right and jobs are lost and people are like uh, it could happen uh, like at uh, any time unemployed right you might have to pick up a job that you hate to put food on like on, on like, the table for like your family right and you have to like wake up at six, come home at like eight, and you hate the job, but you have to do it. So that discipline, I think that the gym is one of the best um, like environments to build this discipline yeah. in a less extreme and less detrimental and um, without like uh, hurting anybody. Yeah, I'm exactly. Sure, yeah, right? like there's some people go into like gangs and stuff, which is exactly, I guess a yes. negative way. So of yeah, like that character. You know, another thing that the gym does that's great is that. Well, there's two things I want to mention real quick. First of all, the gym takes up it soaks up so much time of your day uh the gym and it's you know it's like the miscellaneous stuff that's associated Mm -hmm. with it it soaks up so much time of your day to the point where it it inhibits you from doing potentially bad things potentially harmful things you have no energy left to like do other shit you have no more energy to go you know maybe maybe okay i know i have a a lot of friends who 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 were into drugs and all that stuff they joined the gym and it changed the way they the life Uh it changed their lifestyle it changed the way they eat and vi you know like via the way they eat being changed they change the way they, mm-hmm. they do drugs and stuff. they don't do them anymore right they or they minimize the amount they yeah do. yeah they minimize the people they hang out with that do drugs right because it's it's like you join a niche and when you join a niche the stuff you used to do is gone and the, the second thing is that if you can do if you can like i, I always whenever i'm do i'm scared or i'm nervous or i'm or, or i'm anxious for a certain event that's coming up i always tell myself mustafa you've benched so much weight you benched heavy weight you almost you died squatted heavy yeah weight. you almost, almost died, died on dude. deadlifts yeah so if you can do that, if you can put yourself in a situation of self-harm, then anything else is stupid. Like, like what's a math test? What's a midterm to a 225 bench? What's a, what's nothing, a, bro. what's a job interview to a 350? Remember I was talking about the train when you were for the, for the job interview for winners. Yeah. I was like, bro, you can do so many things in the gym that, that are, that are hard. So much more harder. So difficult. And you're going to be nervous for a petty job interview. Like That's I true. knew you had it. Like, That's true. because like, like, you know, like because of the gym, I feel like you become mentally and physically more capable toward other things. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. So it's definitely true that us men, we need to, we need to go into some uh, safe place where we can exercise our masculinity. And the gym 100%. is... Dude, especially now in this soft ass. Place. Yeah, oh man. So fucking true, man. So true. Pussies yeah. swarming everywhere. Yes, exactly. Especially in this world. That's so that's true, man. That's true, exactly. Because like, to be honest, like, um, 
like you know um i'm like i kind of want to like um digress but i'm not sure if like it's time go ahead to, man go ahead digress right because like speaking of like masculinity right i feel like we live in like an uh, ultra like liberal society nowadays right and where it's like uh like it's 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 reached a point where for the first time in history like masculinity is actually like looked down upon it's, it's like frowned upon toxic right? masculinity yeah, and, i fucking hate that and, term. And, like, yeah i really really don't like that term why because because i mean uh like you know what true like, masculinity like looks like. Depriving a man of his like masculinity is like forcing uh, a woman to to not be feminine. You know what I mean? Right. And like, like I'm sorry to say, but that like on a on a very biological level, that is asking someone wrong. to not be who they are. Yeah, that's right? absolutely wrong. So bro. like the thing is that um, like the gym is a place where you can, as you said, like exercise. You, you, like, masculinity. Sense, um, exactly right. And um, uh, like uh, you know what I mean? Like um. In a sense, it kind of like changes you from a boy to a man. To a man, exactly. And like, like because of this like new kind of tabooed perspective on like being masculine, we do have a lot more uh, responsibility, effeminate kind of. yeah. and emasculate uh, men who aren't like living up to the to, standards you know, that say standards quote that a man should live up. To. Yeah, you know, and like I, I don't mean to like be like like you know like uh, um, create uh, like, like uh, create any like a controversy, but this is a fact because it like. Is. I mean, if you look all the way back to like a thousand, two thousand years ago, right? Like a man had his duties, and you know, like a man had to be a man for yeah, the sake man. of his family and his wife and his, you know, children, his kids right? And stuff, yeah. Yeah. And so, so like, I, like if your kids don't have uh, a, a father figure, figure to look up to, look to. up to, right? Then how are they gonna know what being what masculine to, is? Yeah, right. You know, dude, and I, I can like. I can relate to that because I have a. I'm not gonna say that my father's the most masculine man ever because he's not. And that's probably one of the reasons that I like, you know, I was so kind of inclined and kind of attracted to the gym, you know, and like all the alpha males, let's say, quote unquote, like yes. Elliot Hulse and stuff. And I love mentors. I love like learning from people. That's probably why. Yeah. Like it's it's they say, like, if the apple doesn't fall from the tree, evolution stops. Right. Yes. So if you're not different from your father, if you don't like, OK, for a lack of a better word, let's say if you don't hate your father, then you're not like basically becoming the, the best version of yourself. Yes. Yes. Like the apple know, has to fall from the tree for evolution to go on. Exactly, yeah. Because otherwise, you just you just have carbon copies. Of yeah, each other exactly. And no like development, right? Exactly. Like yeah, and like yeah, I'm, I just have yeah. one yeah, point, you, right? You, you it's right. just that, as you said, right? If you look at your father and you take the good things from your father and the bad things you change and you improve on those, then then theoretically speaking, right? Mm -hmm. um, each perpetual generation of children after that will be better than the prior. Will be better than the prior. Why? Because because your kid takes. What you took mm -hmm. well and they make it better minus your bad parts yeah and so on so, and, and that that that's reads a, uh, a more a study yeah. that's more conducive to, to, to stability let's say a great generation yeah exactly yes right? and we need that man we and need we fucking that. need we, that we're, we're, in, we're in dire need of that we're, right now 100%. we're in a crisis right now yes. worldwide and I want to mention like about sorry about that no that's okay man totally okay and I want I wanted to you know pitch in on the topic about you know masculinity and stuff dude if you see what's going if you if you see what's going on nowadays in like the world and stuff it's almost as if uh you know we have forsaken our manhood like it's it's like i feel like nowadays it's always like the it's always the uh the fight against masculinity that the fight against masculinity that's advertised but masculinity is never advertised itself 
Like you always see videos about people, you know, addressing toxic masculinity, but you never see you, uh, a real you, man. You never huh. see anything that shows good signs of masculinity. Or right? you never even see like evidence, like mass evidence of toxic masculinity. There's there's men who are confused, but that doesn't mean they're toxic. There's women who are confused. That doesn't mean that doesn't they're, mean they're toxic femininity, right? right? Like, if you say that now, it's gonna fucking it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, yeah. There's gonna be a storm in the internet. It's gonna piss exactly. them off, right? So, and you know, I'm like, I feel like if you look at the direction the world is going in, it's mm-hmm. getting harder. It's no longer easier to yeah. be successful. It's no longer easier to, uh, to to have a family. It's no longer yeah. easier to find a job. Shit is getting hard. Like we have so many kids going to university, so many kids getting degrees that that the value of a degree is diluted. Okay, so. Uh, like in my case as a man I like if I if I you know forsake or you know abolish my masculinity what else do I have right right that distinguishes me from anyone else what other characteristics of my masculinity do I have that separates me that separates me from anyone else exactly I I find it so you know so unfair yeah and so hypocritical that we get accused of of, being men but you know but 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 in the case where a woman is being too womany nothing happens to them right exactly and it's 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 a bit interesting right because like oftentimes like the women that do um uh have like a tendency to to call out someone for toxic Mm -hmm. like being like yeah he's a toxic a a toxic masculine they're all like you'll find that that these are the the girls or like the women that end up um looking for a man that is more masculine in the end you know what i mean it's so it's like it's it's, like it's like a paradox it's like they they don't want to see it in someone but when they go looking for for a man, someone yeah. they, they they want eventually want to have yeah, sex exactly. with that man exactly right, right, right? because because in the, uh, like when when it comes down to it it's based on biology right so like masculinity yeah, man. in its very nature is testosterone and if you don't have testosterone like you're not a man you know what I mean? exactly like, technically man exactly. you're not a like, fucking cause, man like, cuz if, if you think about it like t- testosterone it has effects on your physical physicality right uh-huh. it has all, but it, a lot but, of mental stuff too characteristics exactly, but it, it also has effects on your mental uh like health and like disposition in the sense that if someone has low testosterone you'll find that physically speaking they're they fatigued will, more, they'll, more. they'll atrophy in terms of their muscle they will have uh heart problems right their bone density decrease that's it, it just decreases, physical right? physically speaking mentally speaking they're fatigued right they're not as they're, focused they're not as, as, as a... focused they're uh emotionally unstable right so it's like so fucking true man. so it's like they're kind of confused as to like what they are chemical masculinity right and so like it's equally as important as like estrogen is to women which is their, yeah like, right their femininity right so yeah it's i think it's uh it's an important concept, <laughs> go ahead man do you guys talk about masculinity right now and there's some yeah. shit that's pissing me off go ahead please have you guys heard about that uh like uh but like, by the way, this is a platform where we get to piss off people, you know? Okay. Where well, we get to get out anger. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so fuck this. If they don't subscribe to me, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm not trying to make money off of this. I'm just trying to get my ideas, your ideas out to the world. Because your, your fucking ideas are also important. Because you guys are also important. I appreciate it's not that, just man. the famous Thank people you. that are fucking important. You, you guys are yes, important I too. I appreciate that so much, bro. Yeah, so go ahead, bro. Dude, tagging along from what, what you guys have been talking about, about, about you know, supposed toxic masculinity. Yeah. You know the shit that pisses me off the most? Go ahead. I saw a recent video of a woman. Uh, she was, she was, you know, talking some bullshit yeah, about yeah, yeah. how men should sit on a, tr- on a bus or a train. Okay. Yeah. She said that we sit too wide. I would like to talk to this Oh, woman. like, what is it called again? Uh, uh, manspreading? Manspreading. Manspreading. Spreading, yeah. So fucking stupid. It pissed me off. Because first of all, woman, do you have a penis? Yeah, do you have balls? Do, do you have, have two fucking two balls? Circular <laughs> objects uh-huh. in a scrotum. 
that you can potentially destroy and squish when you sit with your legs together. <laughs> exactly. It makes no fucking sense, bro. And yo, I watched the video and she thinks that she's some intelligent... You're so stupid. <laughs> like, I oh, yeah, yo, man. Any, any man here who has tried to sit with their legs closed knows how painful it is for your yeah. body. It hurts. And it like, doesn't even I'm, look like a man. And before you talk to me about my the way I'm sitting, bitch... Like, how about you talk to the females and, uh, and the bitches that have their bags right? on the seat next to them? Yeah. How about we address that shit before you... T- man, I'm sorry I'm pissed, dude. No, no, no. Go but, ahead, man. Please. Cause, yo, Go cause, ahead. Because I don't drive yet, right? So yeah. I take the train a lot, bus a lot, right? Yeah. And, dude, I always see this one bitch taking up two seats with her bag. Not even that. Sometimes she's so fat that she can't fucking but, sit dude, properly. That's, that's a different case, though. Like, uh-huh. I'm talking, yo, but like, I'm, there's like, you know, a petite girl, small, you know, skinny. I'm not like and shitting on fat her, people, you she know? She has the audacity. So, so, you're, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask her, is the bag too heavy for your lap, bitch? Like, can you not right? put the bag on your lap? And then, they, and then they have the audacity to say, oh, uh, close your legs. No, take your bag off first. Then maybe I'll think about closing my legs. Exactly. Fuck. But it's so stupid, man. Nowadays, but, everybody's against each other, you know? And you know what's crazy you know? is that man-spreading... Is you know supposedly toxic masculinity, so me sitting, so <laughs> I'm sitting toxic, in a comfortable yeah. state is now affecting your, your yeah you know, the, your your, your, your you mental state basically. Get out of my face! Yeah, what, what do you think is the root cause of this kind of antagonization Division? of like, masculinity? Do you think like like what what do you think that there is um, a social movement like I don't know like like fourth wave feminism for example or like I don't know anything. What do you think is the cause or mm-hmm. or what what various things do you think is the cause of this new? Um, Concept being, uh-huh. being like propagated that that there's something called known as toxic masculinity. Where do you think it comes from, dude? Probably. Oh man, mainly because females want power in their hands. Females want to be males. I don't know why. So yes, okay, yes, yeah. I thought. I don't so know as well, right? why so, they want to be so men, by the way, males. Like, like by the way, when I say that I have a problem with fourth wave feminism, I'm by the way, I am in no means saying that I believe that men are spirit to women. In mm-hmm. fact, I believe that men. And uh, women are, are equal, equal, right? But they're but they're different. Cool. But they're Dude, different. And in some exactly. cases, I honestly believe to, to any woman who thinks I'm a sexist, I am not. And if you think I am, screw you. Yeah, but, exactly. Go, but, <laughs> go ahead, and you know, bro. in some cases, preach, I, motherfucker. In some go. cases, I believe that a woman is more valuable than a man. In exactly, some cases, hundred yes. yes, percent. So yeah, hell yeah. Yes. Upper hand exactly. Too. By the way, there are scenarios, by the way, where a woman is superior to a man. Make no mistake out of it. There are yeah, scenarios bro. where a woman is far superior to a man and there are scenarios where a man is far superior to a woman yeah it makes sense right and, and, and the thing is that I believe that the man and woman are actually equal by their very nature fundamentally speaking right however um, there's certain they differences were, they were made for, for, for different roles in life you know what I mean and by the way, there's a huge problem with fourth wave feminism, right? What's a, what's fourth wave feminism, fourth by the feminism, way? It's so first time about first wave. So 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 first, right? First wave starts with 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 things like equality, uh, equality, and like. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, You're uh, talking about like modern feminism, so like, yeah. basically. So so for, so like first and second wave are like more to do with with voting, right? Okay. Um, uh, uh, um, being able to enter the workforce. Okay. And then having equal pay in the workforce and not um, prejudice based on gender. Yeah. Fourth wave though is more modern feminism, right? So I don't know. Where like, they just want to be yeah. exactly males. So like, uh, there's like movements like free the nipple. Remember that one? Oh yeah, free yeah, nipple, yeah. Right, things like that, right? So essentially, it's uh, like I'm not saying that that this is the 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 uh, crux of the movement. I'm just saying that that there is a tendency for this to, to come up a lot, where they say, uh, yeah, like I mean, uh, if a man can do that, why can't a, a woman do that, right? It's actually very interesting because number one, before I go on with feminism, by the way, I want to. Uh, go back to its very roots. So before first wave feminism, right? So in case people don't know that are listening to this, by the way, feminism in its very fundamental uh, essence. essence is uh, um, 
is a response to classical liberalism. So it's, it's not a response to any other um, uh, ideology in life, but classical liberalism, which was actually founded by the main um, uh, th th thinkers were John Locke, uh, he's known as the father of, of, like, of yeah, liberalism. liberalism yeah. And you have J.S. Mill, John Stuart Mill. Uh, John Locke, he essentially, uh, he came up with the ideas of a social contract and mm -hmm. that uh, the people have individual rights, which are like inalienable, right? And mm -hmm. like um, instinctual, basically. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a, the freedom to do what someone wants so uh -huh. long as there's no harm, which is known as, as the harm principle, right? And then you also have John Stuart Mill. Yeah. Who also, he contributed to the uh, social contract concept. And you have two other individuals. You have... Um, uh, Joe, uh, what's his name? Um, Char, uh, the founder of, of of capitalism, Smith, Smith, right? You have yeah, Smith, who was the founder. Is it, was it John Smith? Capitalism? John Smith, I John think. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, and you have the the fourth one is M M um, Montesquieu. Okay, Montesquieu yeah. Montesquieu was uh -huh. the one who suggested the separation of powers. Uh -huh. So you'd have a separate judicial branch and an executive branch and a legislative branch, which would not be um, yeah. combined. So that- But wait, how the fuck do you remember these details? I just- uh, Like, I just, I just, from, do, do you remember this from socials or social some, or what? Some from social and some from my own reading. Yeah, by the way, do you guys have photographic memory or what? I, uh, I wish, I wish I did. You know, like it would it would save me a ton of time. Like in, in like university, man, I just like, I flip over a page and- uh -huh. I'd, Like photo, photographic, I think I do, but I'm, it's only in the sense- Partial? Like, uh, I think- for me, photographic memory in the sense that, you know, if I read, a, if I read a page, like, uh, if I read a biology textbook page or something like that, yeah. uh, I remember a lot of what's on it. Like I can, I can, I can recall it yeah. like on a test and like that, but you know, like over the course of like six months to a year, I forget it, but I'm saying like within like a month, I can remember it just from, just by reading it. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And so, like for me, I guess I do have a, you know, in a test, like when I try to like recall, um, a, uh, a, 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 like a detail. I usually do it with trying to with like trying to conjure up the image of the page that I read it on, right? And I try to because I know where I saw it on the page, so I, I try to like conjure up the words that were on that page. Almost recreate. So like an in image a way, it is like eidetic memory, page, but yeah. Yeah. it's some people don't even believe that it's actually real at all. So like, yeah, I know like there's that. But fuck I, uh, them, man. You know, they, I, they I don't yo, them. yo, anyone who who has a photographic memory knows what I mean. Like exactly, you can literally depict. Like it's like. It's like, uh, have you ever done those tests where like images pop up and yeah, you, and then the, when the test is you done, have to you remember, have to remember yeah. the images. It is just like that. It's like people when you when you stop looking at text as words and start looking at it as images. Yeah, that's what it means. The page literally pops up in your head when you think about it enough. Yeah, you can literally recreate. It's like your mind is recreating the page, recreating the words, and then it's like a final image that just is you know completely. So basically, exactly. you can capture an image very quickly while well, like a normal yes, person takes exactly. a while to yes. capture the it's image. almost like a camera like a snapshot right exactly. like that you yeah. can just recall uh -huh. so like yeah i just wanted to <clears throat> continue talking about what yeah yeah we were please go about, ahead right yeah. and we're talking about uh so these four people are the founders of the ideology and liberalism what it is yeah. that liberalism is it boils down to, to one thing as i said is that you, you can do anything so long as, as it you don't hurt anyone right yeah now number one there there is uh there's two problems with this i believe are fundamental number one is that uh classical liberalism was in its very roots uh not meant for all people it was never meant to serve all of humanity Everybody, it was actually yeah. meant to serve and i'm not trying to be uh to point fingers at any um uh, caucasian uh western individuals here but it's it was meant to serve the white man's flavors this is a fact uh -huh. in fact it was only meant to serve the white man's flavors and not even the white woman so all the rights that that, that they were speaking to were actually limited to the Men. white man Essentially, so what in some happened, way, it is hypocritical for a liberal 
to like you know to for for him to for to all of a sudden assume uh uh an equality between gender role now exactly because when the entire political spectrum is based on when, when sorry when that entire political idea yeah is based on and is originally based on superiority toward the male exactly so so like it was essentially meant to serve the the um the desires of the, man, the european the white, man. white colonial man right uh, I so mean, wasn't everything back then? You fucking had slaves from Africa. Basically, yes, I know, but, right? I know, but the issue is this, is that liberalism is now used as... Uh, oh, okay, it's yeah, modern. So, yeah. So, yeah, so it's right? our culture so right now. It's That's modern, right? But the thing is, they need to look at it at its very roots. So feminism arises in like the 18th century, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 17th century, 18th century. And it essentially, it's a response to classical liberalism. And the reason being is because women felt like, like all the guys are getting all these rights and, and we're not getting anything, right? First, it was about rights. However, there's there even with that, there's still another fundamental problem, and, and you know what that is, right? The whole um, uh, narrative of feminism is that men are treated more superior than women, right? And women are are treated unjustly. Yeah. And the very roots and birth of this of this movement. What is one problem with with, with like feminism, right? It's that it does not take into account the female oppression of men. That's number one, right? Is that it, it only focuses on the male oppression of women, but it does not it does not focus or give any attention to the female oppression of women, which of is a men. fact. And this happens before this happens uh, even today, right? In all ages, yeah. Yes, and number two, this is a very important thing. If you look at the birth of feminism, at the time of its birth in the 18th centuries and and nineteenth centuries and twentieth centuries, mm-hmm. did um, who had more rights? The male, basically. The the white female or the black man? Black male. Who had more rights at that time? In the in the 18th century. Mm-hmm. So slavery is, is rampant. Oh, okay. There are no the, rights whatsoever. There is segregation, right? Yeah. Mass segregation. This is this is ingrained in the uh-huh. in the this is interwoven in, in in the social fabric of society. Mm-hmm. Who has more rights, the white female, or the black male? I'm guessing the female. The white female. Yeah. Right? Specifically the white female. The white female has superior rights mm-hmm. to the black male. Yeah. That already dismantles the narrative of that time that women were being treated unjustly and men were being treated superior. Number number three, it does not... Uh, this feminism that never extended to all females. Black females were not included in... Black and Asian females were not included in this in feminism this movement. movement. Uh-huh. Exactly. So... So, I mean, women were able to vote, but black w- men and women weren't even allowed to vote at all or and even sit in buses with the white people or even, you know, share like restaurants, like bathrooms yeah. at all to, to, to begin with. Right. So the narrative is, is already very flawed. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is that it's built on a very one dimensional and very shaky um, grounds, basically yeah, like a very, um, uh, um, you know, like misconstrued kind of warped interpretation of the societal um, structure at the time. At the time, so, yeah. yeah. So there are problems with it to begin with. Back then, though, I do understand that that the, some women wanted to have equal pay, which I do believe that women should not be uh, um, prejudiced for pay based on her gender at all, and I believe that men and women are equal. However, modern day feminism is simply a shit show. It's a basically, shit show, you know I mean, like, I'm yeah, say, like, it's it's a shit show. There's no and, way around it, yeah. And it's really just trying to target men, and at this point, I feel like it's trying to subjugate men. Yo, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to mention it in the sports because that's uh, and the, you know the physical portion because mm-hmm. that's where I'm more, I guess passionate about 
whatever. And also, you're more, ed- more educated about. Okay. I've there's uh, I've seen a lot of videos of women talking about uh. You know, like the like their lack, like you know how they're not allowed to participate in ma- male sports. They're mm-hmm. not allowed to participate in male competitions. Okay. Male events, and it's like no, by all means participate. You're gonna fucking get destroyed. But don't complain when you get destroyed. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't care. I don't care if a girl plays in my soccer match against yeah, me. Of course. I don't man. care if I don't care if a girl wants to try to outlift me. Try. I'm sorry. By all means, I'm proud of you if you do. But don't man, complain. I love your fucking masculinity, man. It's so like. Don't it's so contagious. About, about yeah, like do, don't complain once I destroy you. Yeah. Because like biologically, you're not fucking a, a, a woman from a musculoskeletal standpoint will never attain the level of of an average woman will never attain the the, the level of an average man on the musculoskeletal. No way, man. No way. View. Never. So it's like, and, and and it's it's hilarious how then we get we get faulted for that again. It's it's kind of like you know they're saying that, oh, you have more power than me. So basically, that's why you were. You are basically inferior. And like you, they're kind of shitting exactly. on you because you have more, exactly. more power. And and then and then they refer to that as what toxic masculinity, masculinity. right? It's basically that the fact that they can't handle the fact that we are different. And it's like in its, its essence, and, and, and instead of attacking it, embrace it. Yeah, right. Because Why not? Like I said, you have a lot more value, more than me, more than every male in a lot of situations, but we do too. Like in a, like in certain situations, that. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like for example. It's only the females in the world that can that can create a whole new life. Can we fucking do that? No, no. not even close. So it's like, dude, the value of the female is already so high. Right? It's like... And you, I, you're dude, basically God. You're dude, creating, exactly, dude, you're yeah. creating a new life. Dude, and there is definitely 100%. There are things that we need to work on as men. Because mm-hmm. oh, women oh, yeah. are getting treated unfairly in some things. 100%, I'm with you there. Some things, yeah. There are definitely some things that we have to address, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's... Like you, like you can't fault us for biological and, phys- and physical things for being man, and and, and 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 then you can't you can't claim that there's lack of participation when that is only due to the lack of competition present when you are present in the competition. The the competitiveness level just drops when it's a man against the like yeah it really does. And I want to speak on another thing, uh, and this is this has been happening a lot. I've been seeing a lot of like articles and newspapers about mm-hmm. it. The uh, the wage gap in female to male sports. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that women should get paid less than men in, in any corporate job, in any medical job, in any uh, scientific science job, in any uh, maybe engineering, anything else. Right? I don't. I think that that's bullshit. The equal pay should be standardized everywhere. Yeah. Okay. In those circumstances, mm-hmm. but they have, like when it comes to sports, sports. How, where does how does sports generate entertainment? Money? Basically, it's via viewership, via entertainment. Exactly right. So how can you accuse of 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 corporations? Of sports corporations and, and sports, you know, events paying you less when it's your fault at the end of the day because you fail to generate enough viewership and enough attention to that event. Basically, like the like like the USA uh, World Cup soccer team, the female soccer team, or like the some, WNBA for example. WNBA, Nobody fucking knows they, about that. They shit. complain about their lack of sports. Yeah, uh, so, sorry, they complain about their the, 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 the lack the, of the, the, like the lack of the view viewers the, the lack or whatever of money they get, the lack yeah, of financial yeah. security they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and then they say, uh, you know. Why don't we get paid as much as men? Because because basketball, male, because the NBA is one of the most popular and most viewed, you know, live events in the world. In the, the world. fucking world, yeah. Why do soccer male soccer players get paid more than more than uh, and, more than females? Have you heard of Messi, bro? Have you heard of a random female soccer player's name? It's you. You haven't. Yeah, it's exactly. Because of the, it's because of the pull, the the like the view, like like the viewership that they generate. That's why mm-hmm. they get paid that much. It's not because they're they may be more skilled or anything. It is if if female sports brought in brought in more viewership, females would get paid more than men. 
it's basically about skill, bro. If you have the skill, people will watch but, it, like, which will generate more but, money. Dude, yo, but at the end of the day, it's not even even the skill can be you. You can you can toss the skill out the window, and it won't even matter. If female sports can bring in as much viewership as men or more, yeah, they will get paid the same or more than men. Yeah, because it makes can, sense because the corporations can afford that. Yeah, but you're asking the corporations to go in debt to make you feel good about yourself, right? Like that's not man. How it works. We have a pussy culture going on and, right now. And and, and 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 another thing that's outrageous yeah. is when a is when a WNBA player claims she can play in the NBA. <laughs> there are NBA players who can't play in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me that a and, WNBA like, that a WNBA player can play in the NBA. They can barely dunk. Yeah, yeah, man. I've seen a video of a six foot and and it's, and it's not again. It's not their fault. It's a biological yeah. It's a biological issue. fact, it's, bro. And it's not even an issue. It's just a bi- it's a biological construct for them. Like it, like strictly like yeah. Ju- their body does not work the same way as a male as a exactly. male body does. Yeah, I've there's a video of a, of a, of a six foot. Okay, I think I believe it's over six foot. Let's over, say she's well over six foot. Yeah. well over like six okay. foot five, maybe six foot above that too. Uh-huh. And it took her ten tries to dunk. I'm five ten. I can dunk in that many. Yeah, times. I've seen that, and for a fact, I've fucking seen that. Like it's so. Ask yourself that. So there's a five ten male, uh-huh. and there's a six foot five plus woman. Yeah, who can't dunk. The five foot ten male can dunk. What does that tell you about their biology? It's hella different. It's it's all it's all it's all, it's all written there. It's you know, hella you, you don't different. have to look any further than there. Uh huh. So again, before you start accusing corporations and 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 you know sporting events of underpaying you, first see: Am I bringing in the right viewership? Am I bringing in the the right sponsors? Am I bringing in the money that will then be you know circle through the events and then come back to me? Are you or, or are you not? maybe even a better question would be: Am I trying to be a male? Well, when I should be embracing my femininity, because essentially that's what they're trying to do, right? With that question, I, I don't have any problem if you're trying to I can, play basketball. I can definitely see that. I can. De- I, that, but that if you, but if you're trying to be like as good as LeBron James when you're a female, bro, it's just never gonna happen, right? Dude, and the thing is, it's like a male trying to produce a baby when it's never fucking gonna happen. It's like, yeah, do we can, ever reproduce I can that? Sit on my ass and I'm yeah. like I'm pregnant, but nothing, nothing's gonna, gonna happen. Out of my freaking penis, right? That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. So it's like it's like. I don't, uh-huh. I don't understand what they're, what they're trying to get. And they keep repeating the same. Yeah. Yo, what, what I find so messed up is that they repeat the same concept that has already been debunked multiple times, but they never address the facts that have been, ex- that have, that, that have answered it. They never, they always, they always repeat the question, but they never mention the facts. You will never hear a guy on any news outlet say, oh, well, that's because you guys are bringing in less viewership. Never. They're, sc- they're that? fucking because scared, they're man. to them. Yeah, they're scared of being canceled or whatever that bullshit's called. They're scared that they're gonna lose their jobs, man. Because people lose their fucking jobs over this shit now. That's how far it has gone, dude. And like, man, I'm like, uh, and when a woman, when a, when a WNBA player says that she can play in the NBA, I get scared. I'm like scared for her life. Like, there is a six foot eight plus giant in LeBron James that he can hurts kill you. men. He can kill you. He hurts men who are physical and strong. Yeah. I fear for your life when you're in there. There are, dude, the NBA is, the, the, the thing about the NBA mm-hmm. is, like, even to soccer, to, to male soccer, like Ronaldo knows, the difference between NBA players and soccer players or any other player, those guys are genetic freaks. Those guys are animals. When you get to the NBA, you're no longer playing a sport. You're, you're, it's, it's almost like a battle. It's like, there is savagery. Those uh-huh. guys are, man, it, the sport is so taxing and aggressive. And it is, it's, it's, it's such a, you know, it's such a, like, a, a heavy and very aggressive sport. So you're going to, Men already find it hard to play, and you really you're, you're gonna stand there on live TV and lie and say you, you can compete with them. And you know what's another thing that's weird to me about like the equal pay thing? Like even not all basketball pa- players get 
equal money, right? Like, for example, LeBron James makes a hell of a lot of money than, let's say, some other, like, small basketball player. And why is that? That's because he brings in more viewership and, exactly. he's, more, and he's more skilled. He's, right? He brings in more sponsorships. Yeah, and maybe a bit of luck, too, but it's very rare. Luck is, like, maybe 0.1% of the point, equation. At that point, luck doesn't play that much of a factor yeah. because everyone's good. Yeah. So now, when everyone's good, how do I get the most? Yeah. You have to be better than everyone else. That's so true. So at LeBron's level, he's just so much better than everyone else. Well, maybe well not not now not as much because there's a lot of players like Giannis, yeah, uh, Steph Curry, uh, Kevin Durant. But I'm talking maybe prior earlier in his career. Yeah, that gap was. I mean, when he first came into the NBA, he's definitely the fucking most, like, probably the yeah. best basketball player there at that time. Hundred percent. Yeah, man. It, the culture that we're living in is like fucking pussified, dude. It's like, like uh, really. yo, every they're they throw out these random things, these random ideas, these random thoughts without any backed up evidence. And they cycle that shit through the media. That's all you hear about. Oh, unfair pay, unfair pay. But they never ask why. And that's the most important question that everyone should be asking in everything in life was why. So exactly. It just it, it baffles my mind. The level of just lacking common sense that bro. it takes to do shit like that. Right. And at the end of the day, bro, they suffer too, you know. They suffer because they're basically dividing themselves from us, from men. From real men, bro. Yeah, a real dude, man will never dude, tolerate dude, that shit. To be shit. honest, they don't suffer. You want to know why they don't suffer? At the end of the day, they can just say some dumb shit like toxic, toxic masculinity, and they throw us under the bus, and they're, they save their fit. They, well, you know, well they save. I mean, suffer as in like, like emotionally to themselves, they suffer. Yeah, yeah, I guess. They suffer in silence, you know. They don't show it in the media, but they definitely suffer, man. Trust me. That's where they get fat and fu- fat and shit. A woman who who really, bro, a woman, <laughs> bro, a woman who really wants to attract a male will never fucking get fat. It just doesn't make sense, bro. Yeah, no, I'm not like shitting on them. If you have a condition, if, if you have a condition that makes you more fat, no, you're 100%, I understand. You're 100% correct. You're 100% right? correct. Like, bro, if I didn't really give a shit about the female, like that's how it started for us, right? Yeah. Attracting females. If I didn't give a fuck, I would get, I would become fat. Yeah, well, you wouldn't care about any, yeah. any of your physical yeah, features. I wouldn't yeah, give a, I wouldn't give a fuck. So, well, it, it's kind of probably a flawed way to like look at it, but, but I'm dude, just but, giving you know, an but example. Humans are flawed. Like, yo, there's like there's no human here that doesn't have any ounce of vein. Of in them. course, everyone man. has a little bit of vein in them, and it's and it's it's okay. You just have to tolerate. It. Like, yeah, I prefer you to be honest. Yeah, rather than lie. than lie about it, right? Because everybody's fucking flawed. That's just what makes us unique and like like good, right? At the same time, and there's nothing wrong with wanting a you know a strong smart beautiful woman there's nothing wrong with that like absolutely nothing when did w- w- when was it w- when did it become bad or when when did it become unfair when did it become disrespectful to want to pick and find a good woman that you think is beautiful right? that you think is smart you know, that you're attracted to exactly they have the right to pick an alpha male quote unquote right so i have the they right have, to pick a bad bitch that i like exactly right bro it fucking makes sense like why can't we why can't we like let's say or think about let's say uh, or choose a woman who looks good yeah rather than a fat one 100% why, I, I don't want a fucking fat one why, why would I want a fat <laughs> one you know I'm good looking you guys are fucking good looking that's why I want a good looking chick for me, myself I agree with you man and so dude, that my kids are gonna become good looking and it's gonna create a great generation dude, why is, do I wanna make a generation uh, worse than mine dude it is so beautiful that you mentioned that because I was just gonna I was thinking of the exact same thing too now again there's also you, you have to think of it not just from a emotional and you know from a loving perspective yeah you have to think about it from a future perspective what am i gonna pass down exactly am i like yo and and obviously I, i'm gonna i'm gonna love the, i'm gonna love the woman who i love i don't care who she exactly. is exactly what she looks like yeah, i'm yeah, gonna yeah. love the woman i love at the end of the day i'm gonna marry the woman i love so it's it has nothing to do with what uh, i feel now it's just uh-huh. gonna happen eventually you know whether yeah. i like it or not but 
a big thought of mine is what am I going to be passing down genetics wise? Uh, am I going to be putting my kids in a, in a, in a, in a good spot? Am I going to, am I going to pass down, uh, some good habits to my kids? Like, you know, like if you have a generally fit family, yeah. you will pass on g- generally fit kids because they're going to, they're going to be, they're, they're going to be born into that, into that, you know, that physical, the, the culture that, kind that of. adventurous type of, you know, family. So, so I'm going to, I'm, you have to take that into consideration as a man, as a woman. When you're when, when you want to love someone when you want to get married to someone you have to think does will this person and I know it sounds so stupid and it sounds like mm-hmm. super you know uh, futuristic and you know all like this dystopian bullshit about you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. genetically picking who you're gonna marry but like a breeder basically but that is definitely something that should be taken into consideration you right should definitely think about that bro like when we used to live in tribes I don't think we used to like pick the woman that looked you know like looked certain way like for example we wouldn't we wouldn't like pick a woman who looks unhealthy right doesn't make sense because if you did everybody would die the tribe would die like there would be no continuation of the race and that's what at the end of the day we're made to do to continue ourselves with kids right yes. and by the way you guys are very manly man please become fathers dude the world needs people like you dude, yes, I, I, dude, I appreciate that dude and honestly, no, like, honestly know, hopefully one day we're you know we're all no but we you guys families and stuff let me know, like, let me ask you this question would you like would you guys marry when you grow up do you guys 100%. have like yes, uh, yes, intentions 100%. to marry it's, it's, it's dude uh, you and and no, you not even like religious wise. Like, do you guys personally want to marry? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yo, listen. Like, to, to be honest, by the way, like, I know a lot of um, women are like uh, uh, career driven, but like, you know, there are some women out there who are career driven because, like, it's actually like they their passion. Kind yeah, of. it's a, it's a passion. Uh, and then I believe that this also this is for both man and woman. There are some people out there, both men and women, who are more career driven in life because of uh, what society of told a them. sense of like. Um, compensation like there's they, they feel like they need to compensate for something i don't know like for a man it could be him feeling the need to compensate for his lack of like masculinity right for a woman it could be her thinking that she that she needs to compensate for her femininity right so one lack of the other is for that thing itself so the thing is that is that to be honest for me uh like right now i'm doing i'm in i'm entering my second year of civil engineering next year right so it's inshallah it's gonna be a pretty good job right a, a good field hopefully pretty mm-hmm. stable but like to be honest me as like a guy myself i'm not as career driven as like a lot of people like I, as in i'm not into in life to chase the numbers or like oh i want to become i want to enter a huge company i want to climb my way up by kissing ass and and licking shoes right and like like riding you know riding to get my way to the top <laughs> And like uh, be making like like uh, seven figures or whatever. To be honest, for me, for you're after me, the truth. I want not the job. fucking shiny shit. Exactly. Yeah, I want a stable job. I want a happy job. But most, more importantly, I'm I'm actually a very romantic individual, and oh, I'm, man, I'm, yeah. I'm very like I'm I'm very romantically inclined, and and I'm more romantically inclined than I am career um, driven, right? Mm-hmm. So like yeah, like to be honest, like I need like a woman in my life. Like I need it because like I, I don't know. Like it's as I said, it, this also comes down to it's like biology. Like men and women were, they, they were meant for, made for, uh, each, for other, each other, right? Yeah. Like a, a lot of like this, like new like feminist like movements, like oh, like women don't need man, like men, like we give birth, yes. And by, way, by the way, there are many like a woman gives birth, a man can't give birth. A woman, uh, uh, a woman, go ask any child. Although they might not tell you outright, they they will always choose their mother like over, over the their father, father yeah. right? Yeah, because the connection that a mother has with her child is, is something that that nothing, nothing, nothing can, can, can overtake, can replicate that, right? Uh-huh. So the thing is that. Is that there are times when 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 a woman is 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 the one for the job, and to say that women don't need men though that's false because like last I checked, like men are out here fighting all the wars, and by the way 
like uh like um i i kind of want to like um like enter it but like uh i don't know if like you mind it, it talking about like Go ahead. talking about like, a, a topic like uh like for example um uh, polygamy, right? Oh yeah. Because please by go the ahead. way, like uh, by the way, uh, do you want to define polygamy for our viewers who might not know what it so, means? So polygamy, by the way, essentially what it is is that it's essentially it's the practice of uh, of a um, uh, more more commonly speaking, a man um, having more than one wife. Okay. Right. Yeah. At the same time, that's what polygamy is, right? And then monogamy is when you monogamy just stay with single, one person right? forever. And then hypergamy is essentially one or is, is, two is, or uh, more. Is essentially hypergamy is when is when uh, this is more common w- with women is that women only have a, a, a place in their heart for one man, but if a better, higher status, stronger, richer man comes along, then they'll go for that man, right? So well, it's like hyper. They would even like yeah, fuck them and exactly. just stay with the, yes. guy, the guy for the so money. They're, they're always looking for the better prospect. This is like I'm, I'm not saying that this is all men, but it's, it's it's a biological inclination. It is right. So the thing is that, by the way, you know what's funny is that, first of all, scientifically speaking, studies studies have shown that uh, that men um, are able to make space in their heart for more than one individual, right? Women, it was shown that they are um, psychologically they they in their heart they have mm-hmm. uh, um, only space for one man, right? It's like that's it, like it's the man. That's I, I think it's right? sponsored by a feminist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so I mean, I have to say, why can't I have multiple uh, uh, yeah. husbands, right? And actually, I want to answer that, uh-huh. but I want to answer that from from a, a, a background a background that I'm familiar with, right? Yeah, because as you know, I'm Muslim, so was yeah. th- th- this kid who's my twin brother, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like uh, in in Islam, by the way, people always ask one thing that they ask is, is uh, uh, does Islam allow polygamy? And actually, does it actually does it, it actually um, it actually permits it. And by the way, I'm, I'm not saying that it actually encourages it. I'm just saying that it permits, permits it. it. Uh-huh. And by the way, there are actually very, very important reasons why. Because I was, I used to think, think on it, and actually the reasons are very, very, I believe, convincing and actually very relevant to our society right now. Uh, the thing is that the maximum number is four. N- n- no more than four, right? And so you can marry m- four up women. To, uh, up to four. Up okay. to four maximum, right? Okay. However, there are conditions that have to be met for that, first of all, is that one cannot be favored over the other. Okay. Right? Because favoritism, that is a cause for... Uh, it's, Wars it's, and it's, shit. It's yeah. essentially it. You are depriving the woman of her rights over you. Because a woman <laughs> has rights over you as a man, right? So you're, so you're depriving her rights uh, that you uh, owe her, essentially, by giving one... one more love, more let's love say. And, and affection the other, the other one, right? So that is a big no-no. That is... That is a nullifier, right? Yeah, and she can actually back out whenever she wants. In this case, by the way, do you guys mind the rain just coming yeah, in a little that, bit? Yeah, okay. we, we we need more rain and this yeah. uh, in this stretch city of like it. yeah, terrible like heat heat strokes, right? So so the thing is that um uh it it begs the question, right? Why why are men allowed to have up to like up to four wives, and why are women and like a stand woman are only allowed to have one husband, right? And I'm gonna start with four fundamental reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one. Um, Islam, first of all, it came to uh, preserve five things, which include things like um, uh, um, what's it called? Things like lineage, lineage as in your ancestry, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that like things like lineage, right? Things like uh, society, right? So number one, lineage. I'm I'm gonna start with that. Lineage is a lineage is essentially who you come from, like you who your ancestors, ancestors are uh-huh. exactly, right? The thing is that I want to I, I want to make a thought experiment, right? And, and to e- even those who are like listening, right? If you have a man and four women, and a man has uh, intercourse with them, 
and each of them becomes pregnant. That's that's number one thought experiment. Mm-hmm. Number two thought experiment. I'm sorry, I just had to laugh, man. Yeah, I'm I just know. imagining yeah. that. Yeah, shit. It's, <laughs> uh, it's yeah. <laughs> I, I know, fucked right? up mine. <laughs> so the thing is that now, now on the other hand, uh-huh. I want you to imagine a one woman uh-huh. having intercourse with four men separately. Yeah, she gets pregnant. Oh fuck, that's gonna be child. weird. Oh yeah, this is a child. And, right? and the child's life just get fu- gets fucked. So yeah, so they're like, yeah, we have DNA tests now, but you need to keep into account that. Um, Number one, people didn't always have have DNA tests. Number two, even with a DNA test, a man can still claim custody via other means, right? He's he's the the, the supportive father. He does this, this, that. He had sex first. He did all that, right? So number one, who's who is the who is the baby's father, right? Need to think about that. Who is the baby's father? The kid no longer knows his lineage. Yeah, and that's actually a problem because if this happens on a mass scale, then chill and the man is impregnating multiple women a kid might have sex with his half sister right right or his half brother like a woman i have with her half brother and what happens it breeds a society of uh incest of, of incestual incest, shit. gene pools right yeah. um uh in like immensely immensely unstable children and a society which is um chaotic right there basically no, humanity is going to crumble because family is the building block of society right family is man the well said society, well exactly, fucking right? said so if if, if, if you are promoting things which aren't conducive to family, then you are actually undermining the social fabric of the uh, land that you live in, right? This is, this is a very important point that people really need to internalize, right? Mm-hmm. So number one, right? Who is now? But if, he, if the man, four women are, are, are pregnant, you know the exact child. He knows his exact mother and his, and his, his exact father. Not to mention, if the individual it doesn't know who, who the, his real father is, that can have detrimental effects on him later on in life when he finds out that, that, he, that he's been lied to his whole life. And on top of that, he has no father figure in his life to, to look up to. These are all important things that actually affect us to this day. And yeah. crime is a result of that. Now, now um, another thing that I want to say, another reason why Islam actually uh, permits polygamy is because... Is that the it, third reason or the second reason? the second reason. Is okay. that, by the way, like, uh, uh, if we look down to it... Uh, Men are more, um, uh, what's it called, expendable than women. And I like, uh, I know that a lot, a, a lot of like feminists might be happy to hear this, but women might expendable. Expendable as in, um, they are more, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, men, men are more. Think of it almost as men are more replaceable. Yes, men are more replaceable. Quantity over quality. So, so if I gave you like, like, um, a bunch of like shitty batteries for like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, a new camera, right? Yeah. And like two new high quality batteries, those ones are expensive to replace. The, the good ones, but they last you a long time, and they're very important, right? Yeah. The shitty low quality ones that I get you, those ones are gonna last uh, expendable, maybe. right? You pop one, it's done, toss it out in the trash. So that's what I mean by yeah. expendable. And that's that why I, I say that the, the, the feminists might be happy to hear this. Yeah. But um, this is true. It's true. Men are more expendable than women, and I'll tell you ex- exactly why. Mm-hmm. Another thought experiment. If you had forty, if you had, if there was one man left on Earth, and one hundred women, and on the other hand there was one woman left on Earth and one and one hundred men, which one would be able to repopulate the Earth quicker? One the, man with four hundred with with one hundred women, or one woman with with, with one hundred men? One woman with four, uh, the uh, the hundred men. Be better at repopulating, more, yeah. More children, because one, the woman can create more children, basically. You know what I would say? 
Oh, okay, okay. I know what you. I know where you're going. I with would this. say the one man is better. Okay. Because that one man can fertilize. Based, oh, okay. It can impregnate. That makes sense. Right? One hundred different women at one time. Yeah, that makes and sense. And they have children, and they do the same. Repopulate the earth, right? So it, it goes like a like a like a, a factorial tree, right? It goes one, then three, then okay, no, nine, no, right? That definitely makes sense. And yeah. then, but now, if you have one one woman and hundred like hundred men, they say a woman has like. 15 to 20 oh, okay. years at childbirth I, I, I like um uh, the woman will basically just best, right? get stressed so yeah. like after like from like she's from her from age like 15 like after like puberty is like, is like done up to like age 43 let's just say after that starts like decline like pretty steep so she has like a few like good years, years in her, yeah. right so i have children there's 100 men right so the maximum amount of children that she could produce before she dies before that probably but if she survived would be like what 23 children that's not too much, yeah. That's not too much. That's actually not efficient at all, right? And, and if you think and, about and, it, and go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say like <laughs> if you think screwed, about right? it, <laughs> but like a man, like that is so essentially what I mean is that men are more expendable than women. So, mm-hmm. so you need more women in society than men, and this is actually why there are actually slightly more women in, in, in the world than men because you need more women in society than to men repopulate, because yeah. women are the life givers. Men really are not, and which is. Another reason why. So that's number two, right? Uh-huh. It's a very, very solid point, I believe. Dude, I, I never thought about it this way. You're number just like opening my fucking third eye or something. N- <laughs> number three, right? <laughs> number three, I, I'm almost done, that's right? Number number three, uh, assuming, right, is this. Is that... Uh, so men fight all the wars. Why? Number one, they're biologically stronger. Yeah. So war is more efficient when you have men than when you have an army of women. Because women need to survive to create more children. Men can die because there will always be another man it's around the block. Expandable, right? the idea of so essentially, so men are 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 stronger biologically, physiologically, and also more expendable. Therefore, they are the best option for a war, right? Uh, and that's why men fight the wars and, and women don't. So that carries into my point number three: is that at the time in Islam, uh, um, the male expectancy rate was actually pretty low. Like a man could survive up to 30, 40, 60 sometimes even below that like mm-hmm. in his early 20s, right? And male attrition rates were high because of war mm-hmm. and drought and famine, right? So essentially, when when there's a significant decrease in men from all these factors, mm-hmm. what's the solution to that? There used to be 100 men and 100 women, but now there's only 3 men and 100 women. What do you do? I mean, isn't it better to repopulate the earth anyways in, exactly. in that case? So, so in... So polygamy allows for for each family to be to be uh, to, to create oh. a family with so like it's not like oh I'm gonna go have sex with her because in the end it, fornication is also not conducive like having like just like sex like dogs in like society that's not conducive to yeah to the family because why because there is no family right exactly. a guy goes plants a seed here gets up I'm gonna leave you have a good one right that happens <laughs> so it's it's a reality right but uh, with marriage it's yeah like, it's, it's it's devotion yeah right it's like you are in this together. So it's, it's family. It's a commitment, right? So essentially, uh, polygamy solves this problem of high male attrition, which we still have now. After World War II, there was low male population, right? So polygamy allows it solves this problem. Number four, which ties into the last point. So it's all connected. It's the last point is that when there's a lot less men than women, what about the other women that that need to get married? I want to get married. Wait, sorry, say that again. It just like went over my head. Yeah. So the fourth point, which ties into the last point, yeah, is that when there are a lot less men and high male attrition rates, right, high male death rates, mm-hmm. then what happens to 
to women, to the women that are, so three women get married, but what about the other 97 women right. that are just sitting oh, there? So that's right? why Islam so, so, uh, so, favors yeah. polygamy. So, 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 so it doesn't favor, it, doesn't favor right? it, just it just permits, permits it. it. Yeah. So right. like, as in, it's, it's not going to close the door on it, if you know what I mean, because yeah. it is a thing that solves a very, very big problem in society. Biological I mean? problem. Uh-huh. It, it aims to promote a healthy society, positive society, right? Yeah. So yeah, so so Islam it permits it, right? Uh, sorry, I kind of no man, it's right? still picking it up. Yeah, right? so Islam it, it permits polygamy, right? However, it doesn't necessarily encourage it, but it permits it, right? And usually, uh, um, like in, in the Hadith, which is these things of the Prophet, he says that that you must be just, and you will not be just, most likely speaking, right? So usually, m- most of them are just one. Like it, like I'd say ninety percent of like the relations are just one. There are a few that have more than one, but it being permitted is actually a very, I'd say, something that's very um, beneficial to society, as I just, I think, I, I believe, I've proven, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and that is actually a testament to how women are very, very important to society. They're very, very important, because without women, there's no life. And, uh, which is why, by the way, people don't think this, but Islam actually puts women on a very, very high pedestal, because, yeah. I mean, the Prophet said, he said that paradise is under the feet of your mother. Right, not your father. And he said, "Paradise is under, yeah. is, is under the feet of, of your mother." And then one man once came and, and asked the prophet. He said, "He said, who is um, who is more worthy of my love and respect and compassion?" Uh, right. So the prophet it, it told him, "Ummuka," right, which means your mother. He said, "Thumma men." He said, "Thumma ummuka," right, your mother. So he, he said, he, "He said, he said, who after that?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Your mother." Thumma men. Who else after that? Ummuka, right, your mother. So he, so he told me, "Your mother, your mother, your mother." On the fourth time, he told me, "Your father." So that so, just shows the emphasis of exactly. the of uh, the emphasis of a female in society, exactly. like, like how important. And the Prophet Muhammad also is. said, right? He also said, he said, he said, "Inna man nisa'u al-rijal." Sorry, he said, he said, "Inna man rijalu shakaq al-rijal." It's hard to pronounce. It's uh, it's shakaq al-rijal, which means a shakiq means your biological, like as in your biological twin. Think of it like that, right? Mm-hmm. So like, shakaq means that that verily men and women are. Are, 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 are twin halves of each other mm-hmm. and many scholars have, have, have said that this is a testimony to the equality of men and women right so men and women are actually are equal even in, in the eyes of God they're equal yeah by their very nature it's just that each each was made for different different purposes, roles right? in society exactly. different roles in life. so that's and, and that is the that is the 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 habi- the the natural status quo the instinctual predisposition of mankind since like a thousand the beginning thousand of years, time like, yeah, let's yeah, say exactly right yeah so like us trying to change it now i mean if it's not going to bring any benefits to it then i think that it's uh it's pretty absurd it's pretty futile and yeah that's just my two cents on the matter you know go ahead man <laughs> honestly personally i can only handle one woman man yeah i can I, I no can i'm just kidding. <laughs> yo for those for those triggered feminists yeah, yeah. that's a joke that's called a joke <laughs> yeah like yo like to be honest i can only handle one, one, one woman and i uh-huh. only want, want one woman no, okay honest. dude yo i uh, speaking on a serious note, I only want to marry one woman, and I want because I want to devote all my love to that one woman. But, yes. but let me ask you this one question: in this time and in this day and age, do you think you're gonna find that one woman, technically your soulmate, who you're gonna basically lead your life with until death? Hundred percent. You think you and believe I, that you're gonna find that? But woman. like, hey, see, you, when you say I think I'll find her, I think we'll find each other. It's like you know what I mean. Okay. Like, see how that changes everything. When if I'm just aimlessly looking by myself yeah, without yeah. any cooperation from the other side in this case being the female gender yeah then you, dude you're, you're you're swimming in a sea that's empty 
But when 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 you have other people, hopefully, mm-hmm. I, I assume that there's other people on the opposite mm-hmm. gender that feel the same way as I do, and they want to find that one person who they they really well, cherish man, and they me. love, me, and they, they you know they hold you know the, someone that they they protect, they protect each other, they you know they educate themselves together, all that stuff. When you find that person, dude, hopefully they were looking for you too. That's the way I see it. Yeah, but but do you guys believe that there's a soulmate for like, let's say every single person in this planet? Well, not every single person, because some people just die without marrying, right? What do you, what's your take on that? I, I, honestly, I think. I'll tell you what. You know what? You, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. I don't right? know. You, you, you go for it. Very interesting hadith, right? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 an it's an authentic narration where the prophet says he says that that um, in the world of the souls, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that the souls actually intermingled. They intermingled, right? As in, I spoke with you. Okay. Right, and you may have spoken with uh, Aditya. Okay. His name, yeah, yeah. Aditya yeah. probably listening to this, right? Uh, and so on and so forth. And essentially, the prophet says, he says that the souls that were, that were, uh, that, you know, were harmonious, as in they, they, they clicked for, for like chemistry, uh, had uh, chemistry, yeah. let's say. In, in this material, corporeal world, they become friends naturally. Ah, okay. And, and those that weren't acquainted slash weren't, didn't click, uh-huh. right? In this, corporeal world they material world yeah say. a material world or like physical world they're not they don't they're not like click. friends like the, yeah. they, like the chemistry is, isn't there so isn't and on top of that right is that is that uh, in islam there's a concept of uh qadr and um uh and qadha, which means essentially divine uh decree right mm-hmm. and this could get into very interesting uh, a conversation, which is very, very complex and very, very beautiful. Uh, I want to get into right? it, but you go for it. What I want to say is this, is yeah. that um, uh, essentially uh, like Allah, which just means be God in like Arabic, right? Has already essentially decreed who you, who you will marry, right? Like decided who you will yeah, marry. Yeah, it's already decreed. It's, it's, it, as in he has already chose and like decided to okay, okay. who you will be with right this is also a thing like for so so there is someone out there uh-huh. that doesn't know about you but is but you meant go, for you but yeah he's meant for you like they're meant for you right you know the weird thing is like it doesn't make sense in my mind how like all the religions were kind of separated right there's islam there's hinduism there's yeah. buddhism in every fucking religion even in my religion they say the exact same thing that god has already chosen a soulmate for you exactly. how does that make sense if it's not the truth Exactly. Yes. Right. Like, well, like, yeah. Like, like, it, it, there's a very important question to ask. It really begs the question, right? If this was a very fundamental, almost innate disposition in, in humans, it, almost an, an innate belief in humans that there's someone out there meant for them. Yeah. Like a soulmate, right? And this has been since the be, since the the beginning of human beings. So this has been a thing that they've kind of felt. Mm-hmm. Then how can you just uh, disregard that? And say, oh, right? it's nothing. It has to mean something. Right? right? And they were all like separated from each other exactly, too. Exactly, yes. The fact that it came from independently in and each of the groups. They all claim it to be yeah, their truth. Exactly. Right? So, so yeah. So How does that make sense? There, there has to be at least some element of truth. Some at truth, least right? some element of truth. You know? So I 100% agree with you on that. What about you? What were you going to say? Uh, I was, I was going to say that per, uh, I think, I, I, same thing as them. I think that there's, for every single person out there, there's someone uh, that... That is for them. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm out today. Me and my brother were actually talking about this. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how beauty is uh, is it obje- beauty is subjective. So beauty is subjective. Beauty like is not, what is he the perceives of, of, of as beautiful, I might perceive as not. And we were talking about you know, sorry, we're not trying to be you know. What's the what's the term in this situation? We're not trying to be 
uh, a bunch of douchebags or something. But like we were talking about, you know, these girls, uh, and we were saying that he found one attractive that I didn't find as attractive as him. I found okay. I thought I found another one attractive. Okay. So that just shows that, and we're brothers. So we we have very similar tastes. We have very similar you know genes and shit. Exactly, and we think very differently, right? Uh-huh. And we yet still beauty for us is very subjective. He's a lot of the the girls that I you know I like and I'm attracted to. He says, "Well, he's like really that." Let me ask you this honest question. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Do you do you like chicks with like more physicality or like uh, personality? So, um, well, like of course personality is important, but I'm saying like. To say it in I like, can I, can I say, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yes. To say it in dumb terms, do you like there's, a chick with ass and tits? Yo, yo, there's two things you have to take into account, uh-huh. both for phys- for the physical for the physical portion and the mental portion. For the physical portion, can I see myself naked with you? Yeah, okay. that's the first question you have to ask. Am I able to, you know, see myself naked with you without feeling embarrassed or without feeling shy, timid? Where you know, where we're, we're both comfortable with each other. Yeah, that's the first thing for physical for mm-hmm. the physical portion. The second thing, I'm not as can I see myself talking with you? Yeah. Like, am I going to be able to like, sit down like conversations, have a conversation like, like we're having right now and, 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 and be in tune with you being, you know, in sync and, and have the, t- uh, have the time of my, the time of my life mm-hmm. while all we're doing is just talking. Oh, is that, is that, is that a thing I can do? If that, if both of those are yes, then there, then there you go. So, but I don't care how beautiful you are. If I can't sit down and have a conversation with you, then I don't want you. So basically, personality and physicality is Man, both so, important. And and anyone who says personality matters more is lying. Anyone who says looks matters more is lying. Because, Hell yeah. Because yeah, you can smash them, but what what after that? Right. What are you gonna tell? Oh, I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> and then that's that's how people never find love, and that's why people fuck a lot of chicks. It's because especially guys. It's because they're only in tune with the physical portion and they mm-hmm. neglect the personality portion. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, in a society that's like hypersexualized, like this, like like this slut culture, man. This like liberal society that we live in, right? <laughs> uh-huh. That is the key. And, th- and this is why you have a bunch of kids that are born out of wedlock. You have a bunch of yeah. kids who are don't have a father for their life. Yeah. By the way, what's wedlock again? I forget wedlock the term. Marriage. Oh, marriage. Oh, marriage? Okay. So the thing is, right, is that, is that, uh, um, yeah, I agree with him. You know, like to t- to be honest, by the way, anyone who says that personality is is one hundred percent and looks matters zero is a liar. And anyone who says that looks is the only thing is also a liar. Because I believe that looks is just the initial uh, attractor attraction. Yeah, it just it pulls you in, right? But what, what keeps, keeps you there is 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 their soul, is their personality, personality. Yeah, right? So the thing is that, like, I I'm not gonna lie, I do value beauty, right? And by the way, as you said, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? But like, I do value beauty mm-hmm. because I don't know. I feel like it's like it, it, both men and women, uh, um, like. Like they want something that's beauty nice is basically to look a at, signifier right? of good health. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's 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 a signifier. Like for for example, good mental that, health, physical health. A woman, a woman having 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 a, big tits, a, a thin waist and wider uh, hips is an indicator that, that she that her she's able to carry uh, uh, a fetus in her uh, uterus um, properly, kind of uh, properly. Like like and she'll be, there's and not going to be, be any healthy and the baby is going to be healthy. exactly Do, bigger uh, breasts is a signifier of what that she'll be more able to, to, to breastfeed her as child, right? Yo. Sorry, Muhammad. Just because you reminded me about something, and one one important thing that I, I want to mention before I, you know, I, I mm-hmm. give it back to Muhammad, is uh, what's it called? What's it called, man? You don't go back. Go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I as, I as, as I was saying, right, like, uh, so physical is important, but I feel like what's equally important is also the personality. Because by the way, I have been attracted to uh, some girls that I feel like most other guys would not say are conventionally good looking, right? And uh, yeah, y- y- you'll speak about it. But what I mean to say is this, is that what really kept me 
like and by the way i and i was attracted to them for the longest time like it could like yeah i mean you can call me a simp but i mean i never simped after them but if, if you want to call them Bro, like, those are just ahead, labels right? that i don't like exactly. anyways. yeah i don't like them either but like i was attracted to them for a very very long time like a year and a half you mm-hmm. know like sometimes like even two years right for like like one but like it was it was a personality and like when speaking with them it i i didn't have to put any effort it was like natural right and I value intelligence as much as I do looks because that means that we can speak about deep like this, Shit, right? Yeah. And and like like I guarantee you, like hours have passed right now and we haven't even like realized, right? Yeah. That's been, that's important. It's been an hour and like, nineteen that, minutes. That's important, right? So like if you only have looks, then uh-huh. honestly you're just looking at a meat bag, right? And like you'll be like, okay, like I just stuck my my uh, my, my phallus, schlong. my schlong, and <laughs> that individual. And what now? Exactly. Like sitting ducks, right? Bro, love is totally different from just sex. So exactly, yes. So yes, different. Yes. And by the, way, like, by the way, you know what's funny is that in this hyper-sexualized society that, that we now live in, by the way, I believe that, that we live in a, a dystopia. As in, I think that Bernard, um, uh, right. sorry, what's his name? Um, the author of 1984, George Orwell. Orwell. Yeah, uh-huh. right? Uh, even, but you know what? Him, he... His concept of um, dystopia, which he wrote in 1948, it's 1984, that's mm-hmm. the book called, he believed that the things that human beings find uh, uh, scary, like the things that cause fear mm-hmm. and and worry and, and anxiety, and like, so so the things that human beings hate will be the cause of, of the dystopia. That's So, for example, government yeah. surveillance, Big Brother, right? He's the one who made the concept, right? That government surveillance, police brutality, which we do actually... Have we, right now. Yeah, we have now. And now, but I, I don't know if you read it in high school, if you read Brave New World, Brave New World in English class. Amazing uh, book. Uh, I know. It's I haven't so read it. they make us read it. They make us read it in grade 11. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, the it's, authors, a, the, it's, 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 yeah, Aldous Huxley. It's a very philosophical book uh-huh. to, for high schools to read, which is actually, I believe it's a very important book for, for the, for, okay, I'm for definitely going to read that. A Brave New World. And it's called Brave New World, right? Okay. By, by Aldous Huxley. Okay. And he wrote it in like the thirties, like I think, I think 1930s. So it was in the depression. Yeah. And era. His, his perspective was the opposite. He believed that what would cause man's undoing and them entering a dystopia would be, would be the opposite. It would be what human beings loved and found good okay. and found pleasurable. So things like sex, things like drugs, things like uh, riches. entertainment, riches, money, right? status. status, right? Material so, things. So he makes a society, right, where everything is mass-produced. Consumerism is, 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 is the name of the game, right? And human beings are now mass-manufactured in, 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 uh, in containers, right? And... There are some who, and there's a caste system, like alphas, betas, gammas, and uh, epsilons. Epsilons are like the moronic people. And, and alphas are, are the most intelligent and the best looking the individuals. kings, basically. Uh, yeah, the kings. They, they, like, they like rule the society. They're like the leaders, like the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, like the innovators, right? The CEOs. Like you guys, betas, yeah. Betas, <laughs> thank you so much, man. <laughs> uh, betas are, are usually the females, right? But there are some, like, they're, 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 they are not as intelligent as like alphas but they are pretty intelligent mm-hmm. like uh, to an extent that is but they don't question anything uh about their society whereas alphas have the uh, the ability to question society around them but they're encouraged not to mm-hmm. right and then gammas are like morons basically epsilons can't even think basically they're just robots that go around doing their deeds and oh, they're like okay. very like ugly people like they're like dwarves right oh, okay, and stuff okay. like that and uh so essentially and by the way sex is actually is, is a commodity in the society as in like you were encouraged to go have sex tonight. Go have sex with like this, like like a uh, chick called like Lenina, right? Or like and and there's uh, contraceptives, which is known as um, a Malthusian belt mm-hmm. in the novel. And essentially, as that uh, women use it and they never get pregnant ever. ever okay, right? that's what's happening right and, now. Basically. Yeah, and and 
what's funny is that we actually live in, in, a, in a society exactly like this. Both Aldous Huxley and yeah. George Orwell. It's a mix was... of both, but we don't realize it, right? And they also don't realize it in, 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 in themselves. It, yeah. They, they, like, this is life. Like, it's, 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 like for, for us, we look at from, an, from a third person's um, uh-huh. scope and we're yeah. like, holy crap, they live in a mess of society, right? Yeah. But w- we need someone else to look from another third person. To look objective say, perspective. Well, yeah, exactly. An objective perspective that these people are living in a dystopia, which I believe that, that, that we are. So we were speaking about... Um, about uh, something about having sex with like anything that walks on two feet, right? Yeah. And like, and so yeah, so in in this society which is hypersexualized, people have now began to to mistake love for lust. By the way, like in in, in like Arabic, there's actually like up to like twenty three words for the word love. Twenty three different words. Some of them is is al hub, right? Some of them is al fana. Some of them is al ushq, right? Some of them is um is uh al huyum. For example, hub means love, so it's it's the fundamental, quintessential basis of love, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You have something like ushq means means a deep, intense infatuation, uh, uh, longing for that individual, right? As in, as in that individual is essentially a, 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 like your heart, a piece of your heart, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's it's a higher degree of love. Higher than that is huyum. Huyum means means that you're absolutely uh, that one you with are, that person. You are like you're like, this like you are yeah like you are essentially overwhelmed consumed by this individual right? yeah like it's, it's it's even higher degree of love above that love is something known as fana fana is a very is a very interesting word because etymologically speaking the the etymology of the word essentially means annihilation so you become annihilated so essentially that become individual, one basically so yeah so you no longer so you like physically i no longer exists the fana ego is I dead. yeah your ego is, so that individual is, is, is essentially your like he is, they are, they are the 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 center of your life. Mm-hmm. It's them. And I feel like that's the epitome of they are yours and, and yours and you're theirs. The you know, of, like, of, of, and usually in, in like the salaf, which is like Islamic uh, spiritualism, right? Al fana is a degree of love which is usually uh, it's 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 associated with, with with God. So essentially, the seeker, the spiritual seeker, travels to God spiritually. Until he reaches a state called al fana which means annihilation in God, mm-hmm. which means that that individual no longer has any. So now they essentially they have forgotten themselves, right? Ego dissolution. Yeah, uh-huh. like I doesn't exist. It's just God. Like as in their whole existence, they don't exist anymore. It's it's it, that it's that so, it's that intense of a love, right? So basically, through love, you find God. Through exactly yes. Uh-huh. And this is this is actually a very important thing in Islam as well, right? And and so, but love is a very complex, very important topic. It's 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 a very it's one of the most powerful um, emotional feelings and, and a human and, can and, ever and, experience. And, yeah, like exactly right. But to be honest, like in this society now, like people mistake like love for like for lust. lust, something as 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 carnal as fun as like base basic as like lust, which is nowhere near love. And so, like, they'll be like, "Yeah, I love her." No, you don't love her. You you just want to have sex. You love her. having sex with her. You but know by I mean? the way, there's there's another side to that too. There's people now, and I don't understand this because I I, I, I personally I believe love is one of the most beautiful things that you can feel, dude. Mm-hmm. It has to feel so good. It it must be like I, I I hope it is to be loved and to you know likewise love someone love someone else. It has you, to. You've be never so... dated. You guys never dated anyone, right? Never, bro. I have. Trust me. The one true experience of love that i had oh my god bro it was like it was crazy it's like the feeling that you have in your heart is just it it, it can't match anything dude yo but, yo but but the thing is dude i've i felt extreme 
connection, extreme affection towards someone. But I don't, I don't, I like, I don't know if it's love. Like, I, I maybe it might be. I just, I haven't been. I'm not old enough, right? And I'm not experienced right. enough to know if it's love. I think it is. But yes, I've, exp- I, I know what it feels like. Yeah. And dude, it's one of the most, it's one of the nicest things ever when you know that there's Nothing someone exists, that, but, that there's but someone right now feeling, who's yeah. thinking about you. Someone like it's, it's such a beautiful feeling. It's such a beautiful but feeling. But it's just, in, in, the, in the society we have now, there's like, people. In, you know how Muhammad said that people mistake love for lust. For lust. Sorry, lust for love. In 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 the in the you know on the other side of the spectrum, some people avoid love and pursue lust. And you tell them they're like, oh, uh, what? So you don't want to be, you know you don't want to you know develop a relationship because you know I just want I just want to smash her. Yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. have sex with her. And it's it, like this is where uh, um, I'm sorry, you got it, you got it. this is where hookup culture came from, right? It was that people were try, trying to avoid devo- uh, commitments and avoid love and just go for the easy thing, like the which is the, the temporary thing, right? But by the way, and by the way, because people, I remember how I, I just spoke, spoke about like the different degrees of love in like Arabic, like right, like and like in the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are. It, it is possible to love a man. Like listen, being a man, to love another man, with such intense love that you can love them more than your own self. You're talking like homosexuality. No. Oh, okay. And like as, still, as a friend. And as it would a... still and it would still be be completely straight, right? Okay. What I mean, for, for example. If you look at, uh, do you have a like a hero, like a, like a, a, a role model, right? Oh, like a, that I look up to. Yes, man. Let's Probably say a few. Elliot Hills. Oh man, he has a bunch. So you right. guys are one of them. For example, yo, no, I, honestly, I'm not. I, I'm I not swear, even I, fucking I, with I you. Like honestly, you, I swear, man. I, like, yo, you are actually an inspiration. I swear, man. Like, you go out there. By the way, can you, do what you want to do, and you, and, and, and can you, you get hold it done, on to your thought real quick? Hold on to it because yeah. I want to mention something that you said. And you know, Mama was just talking about how people are going for cheap sex. Basically, they're looking for it, dude. So people talk about how good sex feels, or sorry, how good you know sexual intimacy feels with someone random, or someone like a stranger they just met, or a hot girl they think that's you know that that they're into. Dude, if it feels that good with with someone meaningless in your life, imagine how amazing and how and 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 how tethered it feels with someone who you love and who you share a connection with. So why waste exactly. why waste your three hundred million sperm cells? Yeah, on someone who you know, and they know. Are not worth your time. Exactly. So why don't you waste that time seeking the person that you will love? Because because you were in for a treat, man. Like like that dude. That connection. When you have that connection with someone, dude. The like the sexual intimacy, the the love, the affection anymore. is just on another. It's like it's on a planetary oh, okay. level, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Different. exactly. And it's so, magnified. Yeah. Kind so of. yo, so if, back if, to the sheet. Remember how how I said that you can love a man more than your own self. It was okay. Intense love, right? Uh-huh. And it would still be straight. Mm-hmm. That's the problem that we have in, 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 in the society today. Because people have, have mistaken love for lust. If mm-hmm. you say something like this, it'd be like, oh my God, he's gay. Oh, homosexuality. Okay, like, that makes like, sense. I'm even I, even I'm, I'm kind right? of brainwashed. Yeah, people, because I thought people, of it the same way. People are conditioned to, to, yeah. to think that, right? But well, that makes so much I, I fucking sense. I want to dismantle this, this, this narrative, right? Ideology, uh-huh. Because, by the way, for, for example, I'll, I'll give you a, a very, very good example. And mm-hmm. it might help you understand this, right? Yeah. The Prophet Muhammad said this, right? He, it is a very important hadith. It's a very fundamental hadith in like Islam. Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. Which means that none of you truly believe until you love me more than your wealth and your children and yourself. And in another narration, he says that, that, that none of you will truly believe until... Allah and His Messenger are more beloved to you than anything else on, 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 in, in the universe, right? In, mm-hmm. in the planet. So the whole crux of belief is love. It's love, right? 
But like this intense, like by the way, like Muslims, they love the Prophet more than their own selves. As yeah. In, as in they will they will sacrifice their life. You know, like the companions they used to walk in on them and say, and they say, "Be abi ya Rasulullah," which means that may my mother and father be sacrificed for you, O Messenger of God. Mm-hmm. And or they would say, "Fidaka nafsi ya Rasulullah." So it says, "Fidaka nafsi," which means that. Uh, my myself, I am your ransom. I am your sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like I am your like your defense. Okay, a, a messenger of God. As in, like he is, and by the way, he is like he is uh, for me, and also I believe for for this kid right here, he is the the supreme role model for me. Yeah, like, he is the supreme, and and and, and basically that, God that he or, is that, or he is he, now, now, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he is God's messenger. He's a human yeah. being, but he is the the the. Uh, 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 like uh, the the greatest man to ever walk this earth, and by the way, I believe that if if, if anyone reads his sira, like his like biography, uh, it's very beautiful, beautiful, beautiful biography. And and many um, non-Muslims have ha- read mm-hmm. it, like George Bernard Shaw, he was an English uh, uh, um, author and philosopher, and he read it. And you have also Gandhi. Gandhi also read it, and he said he said this. He said that when I finished the last volume of his biography, mm-hmm. I was sad that there was not more for me more, to read. Yeah, right? more volumes to read. So yeah, so. So like this type of love that, that that we have for him, it's a very intense love. It's a very powerful love. It's a mm-hmm. love that is, I'd say, even stronger than a love that man and wife has. Because as I said, it's even more than that, right? And that love is already a huge, huge, powerful love, right? It's a different type of love. So if it's you a different think type of love, right? But like here, people in in the West, they don't understand this love. They don't understand it. Like oh, they don't they, have they, uh, homosexuality, right? higher because because they 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 they've been conditioned to to not understand what love is. They just think oh, sex, lust. That right? that is love for them, and so so yeah. So even though it's they're two different things completely, right? And and if you want to truly experience the beauty of love, you have to separate. You have to untether these two concepts that are that are actually very very separate, and they're not they are they are not to be mistaken for each other, right? So I just wanted to do you know how you also mentioned the fact that like when you, in the in the world of the souls or whatever yes the souls intermingle yes wait so do you, do you guys mean that like maybe we also intermingle yes exactly yeah so, so, like, my, so like this so is like, giving so me like, fucking goosebumps so i like, wanted to so ask like, you ask so you this like so our, souls, yo, our <laughs> souls kind of like, like like so in the world of the souls there were no bodies and no uh-huh. and, and, and no heart basically right? consciousness it was just the soul and by the way i was very interesting about the soul in, in, in arabic it's called uh, a ruh a ruh this, uh-huh. the soul in air in in, in like islam is something that that can't be quantified. There's a verse in the Quran that says it says um, it says yes, uh, kind of right? So if, if, if they ask you about the soul, mm-hmm. say it is of the matter of my Lord, and then it says mm-hmm. It means that and you have not been given knowledge of it except little, right? Mm-hmm. So the very nature and, and, and essence of of the soul is uh, is mysterious. Is, is, is mysterious, right? However. It's a very odd thing. It's something that if you, t- it's something that is, it, it cannot be explained. Yet if you take it out of the human body, he dies. You know what I mean? And essentially, by the way, although, um, beautiful, although, although science, uh, science is a great tool. I believe science is a, is a, is a, is a fantastic tool, right? And, and Islam actually encourages people to seek knowledge where, wherever they can, right? Uh, science is meant to empirically study things that we can uh, 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 th- th- things that are tangible that, that we can discern with our five senses: sight, yeah. uh, smell, touch, feel, right? Hear, experience so, so what is true, basically. Material. Yeah, and that's fantastic. I love that. Like, I, I, I love that, right? But something like the soul, which is incorporeal, yeah, which is which, which is yeah, you, you cannot quantify it. 
uh, science will never be able to zero in on what is the soul exactly. They'll never be able to measure exactly. anything. But it is there. It is yeah, there, by yeah, the way. Because it's immeasurable, it there, like you exactly, said. Right? Uh -huh. And by the way, people are like, yeah, like, is there proof for it? You feel it. Like, like you know, like, like you can feel it yourself. Yeah. Like, I, like, 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 I don't have to, to be like, oh, like, no, like, you, like, you know what? Go uh, in the future, you know, like, sit with your spouse, okay? And have a talk, uh, a talk, and like, feel that love emanating, right? And it's something that you feel. But it's and there. even like think about it in like physical sense like when you die you like how 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 come you're speaking right now right? exactly right but then when you die you can't speak and, and anymore and by the way yeah like you know you know you know people say people say that you know like like the uh like I don't believe in the soul and about yeah. you know what like sure like I like uh, that it's that's, their point uh, of view it, which is maybe flawed yeah, yeah yeah and, and they're entitled to, to believe all, all, yeah. what they want to however a very interesting question is this right if the human body was simply a composition of uh, of, matter uh, of, of matter of, of atoms and molecules which, which which make up cells which make up organs which make up consciousness tissues and shit and, and then why is it that a human being can be brain dead brain dead in a coma mm -hmm. his heart is still pumping there is still some activity in his brain yeah yet he is not awake makes no he's not sense. conscious at all right yeah another thing is when someone dies their heart still pumps their brain still fires, right? But they're not waking up. So the soul has to fit in here something. There has to yeah. be something more to it, right? Right. There it's not like a physical thing that we exactly. can we can why imagine. Is, why is it that, that people in coma sometimes their brain has no problem with it? Their heart is pumping fine, but they're not waking up, right? right. Yo, do you want to know why the lack of you know uh, you want to know why like there's this like recently, especially now more than ever, there's like a big uh, there's like a there's no longer there's like there's no longer a belief or you know an idea or a trust that there is a soul that people do have souls that's because people now they start people started feeling less mm -hmm. and just started seeing and and you know touching mm -hmm. more they stopped like people like like i don't mean feeling in the sense of touch i mean feeling in the sense of feeling like, like closing like your eyes and touching you, but you feel can it, feel it. Right? Yeah. yeah like 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 uh like you, like something is there. You don't know what it is, but something is there. That's the type of feeling I'm talking about. People stopped feeling and they started just relying on their, you know, just their typical senses. That's what science basically is, right? Whatever you can see exists. Whatever you can't see doesn't exist. Exactly. So, so by the way, I, like the thing is that is that just because science can't explain something doesn't mean it's not there. It, it, it's not there, right? Because by the way, there are two different types of, of philosophies on science. There is scientific realism and there's scientific instrumentalism, right? Mm -hmm. So scientific instrumentalism, essentially what it is, is that and, and if you want to, in the end, see which one you, you like agree with more. So if you're an, an instrumentalist, then you believe that science is not, that science does not grant eternal truths. Mm -hmm. it, it, it will not give you eternal truths. Yeah. However, it's, it, it, can be, it's, it can be used as an as a effective instrument uh -huh. to discern some material uh, phenomena, right? Yeah. So it does not give you eternal truth. It evolves, um, and it's 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 good as a tool, as an instrument, right? Yeah. Then there's scientific realism, which means that you that people believe that people who who are uh, who subscribe to this ideology, to this philosophy, I, I should say. Yeah. Uh, is that science grants eternal truth, and anything that science says is completely true, and anything that doesn't say that cannot measure is is yeah. false. False. Which one do you think is more? Uh, do, do you um, um, subscribe Wait, so there's, to? There's scientific instrumentalism. Instrumentalism, yeah, which is the first then, thing I mentioned. And, and then there's scientific realism. 
Real, wait, say that again. Sorry, I I didn't so really hear that properly. Instrumentalism. Do you know what that is? Uh, no. So do you want to like go over that, it? Is that science is an effective tool. It does not grant you eternal truths. Okay. It's an ever-shifting paradigm. Okay. However, it, because it's based on because, evidence. Yeah, exactly. So so. Um, and evidence so, is ever changing. So, so it, it will say something, but that might not be an, an absolute eternal truth. But it will, but it's a good tool that helps you to uh, study and observe and discern physical phenomena. Mm-hmm. And then there's a. Uh, uh, scientific realism which is science grants eternal truths anything it says is completely true always 100 percent. that is definitely and, and, not the anything that it doesn't uh, um uh uh that it cannot measure is false yeah which one do i pick which, 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 the first one, one? The scientific first one, right? instrumentalism yeah, yeah and that is usually the more common one right so essentially right uh uh i actually i agree with you right is that science is a, is a tool but it cannot give you eternal truths right because there are some things that are metaphysical, right? There are some things that are beyond the scope of the human's uh, perception, which are very much there, right? Like, uh, like by the way, there are things that, that go on in, in, in the universe that we're not even, we have no oh, idea. Oh man, are, are even a black right? hole, nobody black knows what hole. the fuck is going on no with a black hole. That is. No one knows what that is, right? So essentially, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, like a uh, hundred years ago, people believe that the universe was pre-eternal and, and it, so like before Einstein came on the scene and proposed his theory of general relativity, relativity uh-huh. people believe that, that the universe was eternal that it had no beginning no end and it was uh, it was uh, it was constant right yeah Einstein comes on the scene he proposes theory people study the evidence more and they actually change the concept they say that scientists now say that the universe had a beginning it was it was a big bang big bang uh-huh. so, so science is an ever shifting paradigm by the way people say that Oh, like what about like uh, like something that that that, uh, that 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 can't be proven scientifically is um, is uh, is false. What's very interesting, by the way, mm-hmm. is that I actually I once I, I was I was bored and I was sitting down and I was I was writing questions, mm-hmm. right? And I, I was I was chilling and I, I I wrote these four questions and I want you to to, to to think about them and they're questions which are almost impossible to to, to answer to, to solve, right? Okay. And um. Uh, let me just uh, sure ask me these questions. Right yeah, so if, if, if you want to yeah, speak, I'll pitch you in. Uh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I found them. I found them. Yes, sir. It's okay, bro. Actually, yeah, no, no worries. Uh, I wanted to find them. Anyway. No, this is so deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sir, so what are we talking about again? Like how science is ever changing. Yeah, yeah, I I'm, totally agree with you, I'm man. I'm just kidding. But, uh, like even I was listening to like the Joe Rogan podcast and like uh, I think it was with... Ooh, what the fuck was his name? Uh, Neil, Ar- Neil Armstrong? No, 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 no. Uh, you mean Neil deGrasse Tyson? N- yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, 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 not him. Uh, he's uh, GSP's trainer. Forgot oh, his name. I don't... Faraz Zahabi, Faraz Zahabi. Yeah, that guy is so fucking intelligent, yeah, man. Yeah, he's very intelligent. And he, he had a, he had a, like a debate going on with Joe Rogan and how he was telling like Joe Rogan that science is ever changing, like you said. Exactly. It's based on evidence. If there yes. if if there's new evidence, uh, the old stuff is replaced. Yeah, exactly. 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 Like, yo, I like so these. So so, so yo yo yo. So that because of that, you have to ask yourself how sound is the evidence that we have now. Exactly. Is there a chance or is there a potential for change? So yeah. So can you really can you really define your life with it uh-huh. if it's changing? every once in a while can you really make that the structure of your life exactly and by the way this is why by the way this is actually this this is why science one thing that it cannot objectify is morality so so science cannot tell you what's right and wrong and there's reason being because by the way 
most even uh, someone who's a liberal someone who's for example an atheist someone who is a naturalist a materialist uh, mm -hmm. for example will tell you that morality cannot be objectified as in morality is subjective as mm -hmm. in uh so what someone says is right and also when so someone that sees something that says, that says that's wrong they cannot actually objectively prove that that it's wrong some people say that science can can objectify a sense of morality but why because um uh it's these people that believe that science provides eternal truths right here's the problem right these these are four questions i want you and anyone who's listening to this to, to, to think yeah, about deep please go ahead and i was thinking about them and i, I wrote them down okay mm -hmm. and they're very very deep questions right yeah um and i just think about them you don't you, you don't have to think of a, of a solution number number one question number one okay so by the way feel free to pause yeah and you, think about you these can questions pause. yeah you can pause right so number number one question number one okay is that there's the first issue is you cannot use the scientific method to define mathematics because there are two different paradigms what i mean by that is that science and mathematics are two different things uh, uh um are, are two different uh um uh realities that's it constructs right constructs. they're two different models right okay so it's like comparing method, an apple to a pair method, right it, 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 it's built upon um upon observation and hypothesis and uh, experimental um, data, data and rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat until a trend begins to show, and then that trend it becomes, becomes a the truth. Uh, it, it, so, it, like, if it if it doesn't happen, modify your, your, your hypothesis. If it does, continue doing it, see if it changes, mm -hmm. and it goes on for a long time, right? Yeah, it's 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 very empirical. But can you use this scientific method to prove mathematics? Not really, because mathematics is like yeah, because because totally because, mathematics is, because mathematics is abstract. Just just because something isn't physical doesn't mean that it's it doesn't exist. Yeah. What I mean by that is that mathematics is not a physical thing. In fact, in fact, mathematics exists in the brain. We, it, it, it yeah. exists in the mind. So it's 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 an it's an abstract paradigm construct that right? we created. Yeah, we know it exists in our head, right? Yeah, and we use it to design buildings. And but I could not prove to you that. Um, that uh um what's it called that uh four plus four actually equals eight exactly i can't physically prove you, like I, like i can put you one two three four and say yeah oh you have eight things now but i'm still using math i can't use one to prove the other i can't use scientific method to okay prove I, I know exactly that what math you mean physically exists. That, that, that math is a physical uh, as a yeah entity, right so that is so, one of the things that science cannot so exactly like, so issue number one is that so this is proof that, that, that science can't prove everything so so you cannot use you cannot use the scientific method to prove to define mathematics mm -hmm. because they are two different paradigms. That's number one. Issue number two is this: the scientific method cannot even prove the certainty of science itself because science itself is underpinned by philosophical underpinnings, principles which cannot be proven. That's true, yeah. So science, the, the scientific method, is underpinned, is built upon philosophical premises which cannot be proven. So, with that being taken into mind, right, the scientific, the scientific method cannot prove the veracity of its own science because it is built upon these philosophical underpinnings. Shaky grounds, basically. Yes, yeah, so, it, it could be true, but, but it can't be proven because it's, it's philosophical. Yeah. Okay? And this is true. No one can deny this because science is built upon philosophy, first principles. There's a, full, a whole field known as the philosophy of science. It's a very important field, right? Mm -hmm. Number three. Science cannot objectify or reason morality. 
you cannot use the scientific method to determine what is true and what is a false morality. So what is right? Can you use science to define what is right and wrong? No. Oh, wait. I think objectively. No. Can I? Can 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 I do? Wait. Can, I do can you experiment? define morality for me? Morality is essentially is a set of principles. I would say. Yeah. Which dictates what is true and what is right and what is wrong. Hold on. I, I used to listen to this guy named Paul Check, and he had a different. Well, he was comparing morality to some other word that I forgot. I think he said morality as like, it's life affirmative. Life affirmative. So like. Uh, I think it was morality. So, so, oh, so, morality and so, ethics. Morality and ethics. And ethics. So, it's, yeah. so uh, by life, by life affirmative. He means like, that for example, anything uh, that, that, that promotes life. life. That yeah. Promotes life. Okay. Promotes life. Supports so, life. So you know what? Like for example, a soldier's manual will tell you. A soldier's manuals has ethics, right? It will tell you how who to kill and who not to kill. That's yes, an ethic. But, yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but, but, uh, but one second. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, go on, go on, go on. But ethics aren't based off science either. Yeah. Right, ethics yeah. are philosophies. Yeah, ethics are philosophies. Yeah, philosophies, philosophies in and of themselves. Yeah. So, if anything, like if if like if if you're saying you're going to dictate your more, uh, you're going to dictate morality based off ethics. Mm-hmm. Again, you're same thing. You're dictating something. Mm-hmm. You're trying to you're trying to dictate something scientifically when the thing you're using to dictate it scientifically, it itself is not even scientific. Ethics are not scientific. Ethics are are, are they're philosophical. Yeah, yeah, right. So, so you cannot prove it. You can't prove it because it's 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 a, it, because it, it's it's a, a philosophical paradigm, mm-hmm. and the uh, scientific method is, is is empirical, right? So you cannot you, you cannot use one to, it, 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 to prove the other. You had a good example. Uh, you now, about, now uh, uh, about 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 who are you to say that this person's wrong? You you used to say something. What was it again? It's a used to used to give a situation a scenario. Yeah, yeah, like uh, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? Like after mm-hmm. this, about what I want to say is that don't forget it, you don't know what right? Paul says though about about the life life affirmative, is my response to this is this, okay? Mm-hmm. In a war, mm-hmm. okay, in a war, where, where um, where one side is fighting for the um, I don't know. Let's, let's just say. Uh, so there are two it, 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 two groups fighting a war. One one war is fighting for uh, let's say one religion because uh, let's just say something like as as universal as one is yeah okay, okay so one is fighting for animal rights okay right which sure. still using science can't be proven but people are agreeing that that uh, fighting okay so one group, so one, group, one group wants to protect animals and, and, and wildlife the other wants to absolutely burn them down to the ground oh, okay. and burn like all the trees right just yeah. for the sake of argument right yeah a war happens people are killed that is not life life affirmative, affirmative. No, no, no is it wrong though that that, that that one group is fighting for 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 protection of of the of the earth and wildlife and animals and and human survival but they're so humans are fighting for humans so humans are fighting for life affirmative for, uh, so humans are, are fighting for the affirmation of life mm-hmm. using a method that is not life affirmative. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you know well, I mean, humans right? were a, so fucking complex, man. It's isn't that paradox? Itself? It's a paradox. It's, it's a, a fucking right? paradox. In so yeah. Itself. So by the way, I just brought up morality and ethics just to like just to uh, exactly, bring yeah. up the definition yeah, yeah, of morality and, and in my head. This brings me to my last concept. Yeah. Is I mean, your last question, is right? That, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's my last question. Is that there is a presupposition, as in there's there's an, an assumption, okay. right? Of science, so so science actually makes assumptions first, and mm-hmm. and for, for example, in like engineering, sometimes it, to make the, to make a, a question simpler, is I assume that there's zero friction, or I assume that there's no air resistance, or I assume that okay. there's no uh, gravity. Why? Because it makes the question like um, easier, like easier to, to solve because it yeah. takes away a factor, a okay. variable, right? Yeah. 
So sci- uh, there is a presupposition, there is an, an assumption of science uh-huh. that rationality and empiricism are true. But what is what is empiricism? Empiricism essentially is is being able to 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 measure something uh, uh, in terms of its quality and quantity. Okay. So if I brought you empirical evidence uh-huh. that water has three states i would show you water physically turning okay. into ice and and its, its texture its hardness i would show you the properties of it it's it's, it's water tension mm-hmm. it's uh boiling point it's freezing point yeah it's, the, the, these are all empirical measures right yeah physical measures material like material measures right so science has a presupposition that rationality that that the, the rational use of the mind and empiricism are true however science cannot prove these presuppositions to be true it cannot prove these to be true by the way yeah like just like how how I can't prove that I assume zero friction is actually happening in, in that question, science cannot prove that these assumptions are true. But there's yet, millions yet, of yeah, it is built upon it. And, so and I also think so. Just because about about, about I'm, ahead, not, yeah. I'm not denying irrationality or empiricism. I, I they actually work. Yeah. But just because science can't prove something doesn't mean that it's not there. If you know what I mean, right? That's the premise of the argument. Yeah. And and so uh, it, it ties into the concept of. That morality cannot be obje- objectified. So, so telling someone that something is wrong, based on a liberal point of view, is not actually a grounds for them being wrong, in the sense that, right? In the sense that, if we look at a purely natural scale, you know, mm-hmm. so naturalism is, is essentially is, is is a concept that human beings are essentially nothing but physical matter, as I said, cells, right? And uh, and that essentially, um, uh, it's survival of the fittest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what it is, right? So and by and biology favors some and and, and others it doesn't. So right? of the fittest, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So essentially, this is a lot of atheists had this notion. They are they are naturalists. They're they're, they're atheistic naturalists who cannot prove morality, and they they admit to that usually. However, the concept is this: is that how can we attack other moralities, right? Yet, like other like our religious uh, uh, concept, mm-hmm. right, which actually has backing reasoning behind it. Yet, if a man was to walk up to a woman and rape her and physically impose himself on her, yeah, on the scale of naturalism, that is not wrong. Why? Because survival of the fittest. Because he's using his, his biological That's tools to true. survive, to That's spread a good point. His, his, his seed, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. His, his, his DNA. On naturalism, I will repeat, on naturalism, rape is not wrong. wrong. It is not a crime. The same way on liberalism, uh-huh. having sex with a dog, so long as as a dog isn't harmed, is permissible. <laughs> and, and 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 many liberal professors, like, like Lars Goulet, who's actually an uh, um, a Norse professor mm-hmm. on like liberalism, he admits to this. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time before people are are, are having sex with dogs uh-huh. and committing incest because. I mean, to be honest, though, right? people might be already fucking dogs. So, so, <laughs> people are already fucking dogs but, right but now. People yeah. know, but people, but we know that, that rape is wrong and rape yeah. is disgusting and filthy, right? But how do we know that? It's a morality that seems to be almost intuitive. That that brings up another thing in my head, like uh, in nature, right? There's not really any right or wrong. Exactly. Right. A tiger eats. A deer that's killing somebody but exactly. if we kill something else people feel bad oh i just killed someone exactly but in reality like when we were living back in the days we had yeah, to kill right. something to survive yes, right yeah. right exactly, so yes. i think in nature there's no right and wrong it's just that it's just words or labels that we created that just makes the world a harder place to live in man 
exactly like, there's even studies saying that like depression let's say depression happens when you like start labeling your thoughts but if you just have thoughts going through your head and you don't know if it's negative or positive or if, if you don't label them negative or positive nothing really happens yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. And by the way, which is very interesting because because as Muslims, right, we believe that yeah that it, that you're, you're, you're actually correct that yeah. morality cannot be like objectified. That human beings cannot come up with an objective morality. Mm-hmm. So because of that, we Muslims we like it is incumbent, right? Mm-hmm. It is only reasonable mm-hmm. that the only source of morality is the ultimate lawgiver, the creator of the heavens and the earth. Yeah. And and and, and all that is in it, right? So essentially, God and, and, and His infinite wisdom and, and infinite justice, He is the only entity who is able to legislate laws, which are an objective morality, which are which are g- given to human beings in the form of revelation, right? Like the Quran, right, and and, and the Torah, and the Injil, right, um, which is the Gospel of of, of Jesus, right? Yeah, and the Quran yeah. is the is the holy book of, of the Prophet Muhammad, right, which is uh-huh. the final revelation. Um, and essentially, so yeah, so other than that. Human beings, I cannot tell you that. Oh, from my own mind, yeah, my own mind tells me that that this is wrong. So you're, no, because I, I can't. Ju- it, it's it's subjective. Yeah. Whereas morality comes from God, but however, God does in, put into human beings. Yeah. And and a fitra, which means a natural predisposition, an innate uh, intuitiveness. As yeah. In, it's an inner, almost like a like a. Second it's almost like nature. a radar like, that like, tells like, you yeah, what's like wrong you, and what's right. You know that that this is wrong, and this is why Islam says that 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 there's a fitra, right? That, that, that every single human being is born with this with this fitra, with this with this innate predisposition of a morality and of a creator. Which is why, by the way, have you ever asked a kid like how did like uh, like uh, uh, who made like this this like planet like, this planet who made you right? They'll always like point like oh like uh, the God, sky right? or some like, shit. God. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, and by the way, in Islam, we don't believe that God is, is in the sky or like He sits on God. No, actually, God, God is actually, everything. He's beyond space and time, as in He He exists without a place. He exists w- w- without a place, and 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 without a time, because time and and space are two things that He created. Yeah, it, it's known as 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 this, as the space time paradox or whatever. Continuum, oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So He actually exists outside of it. He's pre-eternal, and and, and, and eternal time and space do not have, have have any effect on Him. So He's not actually in the sky, and He has no body. Yeah. But he is an entity. However, his actual essence is unknown, right? So essentially, he is the source of morality. Mm-hmm. And 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 by, by the way, uh, um, there's actually been a research. I think it, it was it was a research by Oxford, and they found out that children actually have this pre innate, this innate disposition uh-huh. to believe in a creator and 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 and, and unimaginable, um, uh, um, uh, transcendent, mm-hmm. incorporeal creator, right? And he, he's not a man. He's not an old man. He's not a. The, it's this being and this entity, this, this this infinite entity that that created human. So essentially, we just call that God, right? Like it's just, it's the thing. when you think about that, that's kind of insane. Like think and, about and, it, and, right? And it's it's not actually. It, it says that that, that that each human being has a fitra. And by the way, this fitra, this this uh, does it basically. But does fitra basically mean like God inside it, of every human it, being? It means so. Essentially, what happens is that in the world of the souls, right, that we spoke mm. about. We actually probably met. We actually probably met. And it's why it's why we we're clicked. so tight, right? It's Bro, it, it's giving me met. fucking goosebumps exactly. because I've yes. met so many people that I just clicked exactly. with. Exactly, and and that's why sometimes you meet someone and you're like, wow, like I I feel yeah. like I just clicked them. Why? I, I no. Sometimes I feel like, bro, like you know, deja vu. Deja vu. Sometimes exactly, I feel yeah. like, bro, I've met you before. Exactly. Sometimes yeah, it exactly. really feels like that. So in the world of the souls, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, we were at, like the souls were actually taught yeah. about the oneness of God. 
about morality, about about uh, about all these fundamental things, right? Yeah. His, his existence. And essentially, what happens is that when human beings are born, they are born with that fitra. That fitra is then changed and altered and lost over the course of of um of environmental yeah. uh, influences from society, from their parents, from this right. So so they lose or change. But when they're when they're an infant and, and a, a, a young child, they have this innate predisposition, this fitra. And actually, there has been studies which have actually proven this empirically, right? So that's a very interesting thought. That one is to, to talk about, and because of that, as I said, uh, on naturalism you cannot prove a morality. Rape it would be legal on on naturalism, and on liberalism, incest is actually is, is fine. It's normal, right? But we know that it's wrong. It's not right, right? Like even like biology, there's even just biology, a feeling, like innate exactly, feeling. Yeah, yeah, and that's the fitra. That is the fitra. Oh, right? okay. So it's a very, very uh, interesting. Concept. What's Mostly, the word for that in English? Like that innate uh, feeling. Like the innate uh, feeling. It, I would it, say. I would say it's. In uh, a way, it's innocence. It's yeah. It's. I would say it's. Uh, um, uh, natural, innate <laughs> predisposition. So, in one word, I would say, I would say it's a natural human instinct. In, in one phrase, instinct. That's it's what I was looking for. Human instinct. That's it's, almost it is. A, it's almost like a. It's almost like a. Give me a sec. Like a like a Fly, fight or flight like response. A handbook of morality. Uh, that, okay. That's it. It's like like you have the right or wrong you, book kind of, and you're aware of what's right and wrong. Exactly. But it's not explicitly stated. Exactly. And by the way, every human being has this inside him. However, human beings are prone to to, to, to forget. And by the mm -hmm. way, you know, what's very interesting is that in, in, in Arabic, the word for human being is insan. Insan, huh? Insan, right? It's, it's the same in Hindi. And, yeah, exactly. And by the way, do you know where the word comes from? Uh, like, um, like etymologically, yeah. the root word of that, of that word, insan? No. It's, so insan comes, from, comes from the word ins. Ins. And ins comes from mennesa. Mennesa means he who forgot. He who, he who forgets. forgets. Allah says wait wait, in, wait, in wait, 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 This is this is bro, this is giving me a fucking deja vu one because like I was listening to Graham Hancock and Joe Rogan and then yeah. Graham Hancock says he's an archaeologist. He doesn't yeah. like he's basically like an atheist, I guess. Yeah. And he doesn't believe in God or anything. But he says maybe human beings there's evidence proving that human beings maybe may have insomnia. Or not insomnia, what am I saying? Like uh they forget stuff. For, what is what is the word for that? Uh, uh dementia. Uh, it, huh? Dementia? Like when you forget, uh, amnesia. 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 amnesia, amnesia, amnesia. What do I say? Insomnia. Some people have that. Some people have that, right? But like Allah yeah. says in, in the Quran, right? He says about 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 Adam. Adam, who who's the first uh, prophet, right? Yeah. He says about him. He says he says uh, he says, that we have that, that we reveal to him, mm -hmm. right? And then Allah says, He says, he, listen. So Allah says, He says, Fanesia wa Allah says that he forgot. He forgot and we could not find for him a strong willpower. As in he was weak-willed mm -hmm. and he forgot. Right? Which is why he... Forgot what though? Like, forgot which is why he, he, he... Remember how, how Adam essentially ate the apple? Right? Yeah, yeah. So, essentially, so he forgot morality? So he knew, but, but in that moment, right? Like uh, 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 Satan comes, whispers to him, attempts him to it, and he, he forgets his fitra. Mm-hmm forgets it and what happens he ends up getting the fruit although it was it was destined for him to happen because it's how you know like everything was uh, ready to yeah happen. It, it, it was ready to happen Allah says that he forgot he forgot and and he was he was weak-willed and th this yeah. is this is human nature Allah speaking about human nature right so the word nesia insan nesia ins insan so he forgot and then from from nesia human beings insan damn right yeah, it fucking blows my mind so it's it, it's it's, it's mind-blowing right so 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 the thing is that so human beings forget. So because of this of this of this human nature of forgetting, yeah. what does Allah do? 
he essentially sends messengers, human messengers, to re to prophets remind them that you call prophets, remind them right? of this. Yeah, prophets exactly to, to remind them of of these of this. Fiqh. Holy fuck, yo! Uh, this, I'm I'm this. seeing so much uh, uh, r- r- correlations with Islam and my religion. Exactly. Yes. And right? I, bro, the thing with me is like when i was a child right like my, my family was never like super religious yeah so like i never got to like read like the mahabharata or whatever yes. like the quran for you guys yeah yep. so i wasn't like super religious and then i had i had this phase where i was just like totally atheist i was like bro i don't believe that there's a fucking god because <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah i remember <laughs> bro it was it was it was that time when like we came to canada and my family was going through some tough shit you know and i was asking like i was basically praying to god like please help us like we need some fucking help we had yeah. no fucking money bro sometimes we wouldn't have fucking food on the table oh, yeah. it was like that crazy so i was like where are you now? You know, like I asked, exactly, I begged that yes. question and then I went through that atheist phase and then you know what happened? Grade 11-ish, bro, I had that like feeling that bro, if there's nobody to, if, if there's nobody higher than me, then what the fuck is the purpose of me? Exactly. And yes. then atheism just brought me back to believe that there's something superior exactly, than me. Exactly, yes. And by the way, you know what? Uh, 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 what's very interesting is that, is that by the way, one day when inshallah I, I come back here again, I'll yeah. speak about the philosophy of God and I'll speak about the the contingency argument, and mm-hmm. there's a, there's also a famous argument known as the kalam, as the kalam cosmological argument, which is actually an, an argument. It's based on Islamic kalam, and it's uh, which is like um, uh, philosophy, and it's it was popularized by a famous Islamic theologian mm-hmm. who lived in the uh, 12th century, mm-hmm. uh, 10th to uh, 10th and 11th century, to 12th like around there, right, like 1100s, and his name is Al Ghazali. Al Ghazali mm-hmm. was known as a like a very very renowned he's even in the west he's known as uh as um al-jizl al-jizl like a-l-g-a-z-e-l mm-hmm. in arabic it's al-ghazari right al-ghazari uh-huh. and he is and he had he had he his arguments was absolutely robust and phenomenal and if, if he was alive in this time he would he would really uh bring a new perspective on like the matter right and so his arguments are still preserved and his arguments are largely based on the quran he's, he's like that that, that that the quran is his his, his inspiration because Allah says something, and you know what's funny is that you actually mentioned the exact same thing, right? You're like, how if I'm just here by myself, right? If I'm just like, like chilling here by myself, mm-hmm. then what now? Like, mm-hmm. like how? Like, like yeah. Like what? W- what would happen? Like what happens of me? And how did I get here, right? Yeah. Because by the way, life is. Uh, if you think about it, right? Like life. If if you sat, if one day I mm-hmm. want you to imagine you like slept tonight. Yeah. The next morning you woke up. You found yourself on a train going in, in a field, going on a field, right? You're traveling in a field on a train that was not stopping. Yeah. And you're in one of the the, the, the carriages in, in the rooms, mm-hmm. and you wake up and you're like chilling, and you 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 walk up. You're mm-hmm. completely confused. You have no idea how you got there. Yeah. What are the first questions that they're gonna ask? Like, what the fuck happened? First yes. of all. And. I don't know, man. I'm gonna be so fucking confused. Where am I, right? Yeah. Where am I? Yeah. Where am I? Yeah. And where am I going? Exactly. Where's yeah. the train going, right? Yeah. To nowhere, basically. My I friend, think. that train is the metaphor of life. Okay, yeah. That train itself is the is life, right? You came here into existence. You were born. You had mm-hmm. no choice in the matter. You you were born. You had no choice in the matter, right? You yeah. You choose to be born. You landed in this in this complex life. Yeah. So you were brought here, and you would reasonably ask the same questions: mm-hmm. Why am I here? Yeah. And where am I going? So that is. Let me ask you this one question. It's a, it's. A, I'm digressing, of course, but yeah. I'm, I wanted to ask you because you mentioned earlier, like the thoughts that you have versus like that uh, innate feeling, that's instinct or whatever, right? That you said a word in Arabic, I forgot. Fitra. Uh, yeah, fitra. Okay, so do you think the thoughts that we have are like 
our thoughts or like it's from something else or like it's it's god giving us the things so, uh, seeds inside of our heads you, or whatever you do have um you know what this ties into i'd say so yeah there's like free will or not yeah yes of. by the way this is a concept and, and, and a topic that i really want to speak about free will and the philosophy of god these two concepts yeah. i once I, I had a discussion with daniel huang right yeah and he was uh, it was very beautiful uh yeah a convo and, 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 and we talked about free will how do you reconcile free will human beings having free will with the fact that God predestined everything, how do you how do you combine those two? Like like it, it seems yeah. like uh, like uh, they contradict. And we had a very interesting uh, conversation. conversation. After I pray, I might come and speak about it if we have time. If not, sure. then uh, the next time I'm, sure. I'm more than glad to come. But sure, right bro. now, I want to speak about the matter that I mentioned about coming into your coming into life by yourself. Like how yeah. and what's going to happen, right? Like what what of me, right? Yeah. Allah says in the Quran about your question. He says, mm-hmm. He says, he says, uh, he says, he says, which means, were they created from nothing? Means, or were they themselves the, the creators? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're basically begging so, the question. So Allah's, Allah's asking, yeah. the human being, he's asking you mm-hmm. to think about it. Were they made out of nothing? Or were, or, 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 or were they themselves the creators? creators? Did they create the heavens and the earth? Uh-huh. And, then Allah, and, then, and then Allah says, uh-huh. He says, yeah. he Go says, ahead, bro, go ahead. Allah says, right Allah says yeah. he says, Verily, they are unsure. They're uncertain about it. Yeah. They, they don't know, right? It's like, uh, I'm not really religious myself. Exactly. But like, I I, I, I know that there's there must be like something not I want I don't want to say above me but but like like uh, like, uh, uh, like let's a say higher entity let's just say like like an entity that's I, like like uh, maybe maybe knows more beyond you in terms of yeah, yeah like beyond yeah. me I don't want to say superior because that because that like you know goes into like the whole like, like fucked up shit you know exactly, in the world yeah yeah like like uh, a uh, an, an entity that's beyond you yeah one hundred percent I I but agree with you like I'm not there. I'm not really a, like a religious person way, that's like a natural uh, yeah like predisposition that, that yeah. everyone has like it's like like there has you to question right? yeah, you, exactly. you, you question to question, life right? yeah so or like, else uh, so you're like, just like a slave to exactly life. a slave to it's like society to the to money right to yeah like exactly everything so the thing is is that what i wanted to, to to touch up on yeah go ahead was the fact that um uh uh what's it called we were speaking about something before like this whole thing when he was still sitting down remember <laughs> fuck i forgot uh yeah it's totally hard to, 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 to back yeah man i i totally forgot but um uh, oh, like uh, if if your if your thoughts are uh, God putting the thoughts in yeah, you. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know what? Let's talk about that right now. Let's sure. Like, uh, yeah, I can talk about that right now. You know what? I'll I'll go into that topic right now. So, the whole concept of free will and predestination, which means that God uh-huh. has has destined everything. He's already he's already decreed everything. Like, yeah. Decreed everything to happen. Like basically, your life is already set in stone. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a very interesting concept. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in Islam, the in like i'tiqad which means creed there's two main schools of yeah. thought there is al-ash'ira who are the 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 ash'aris in, in, in like english right and there is the the masuridis right these two are both mainstream but they're both correct mm-hmm. and essentially when it comes to free will the the ash'ira say this they say this this specific thing they say that god has already predestined everything to happen He's already decreed everything to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So it, that we do believe in, in the predestination, right? However, so essentially, what I mean by that is that God has already created. So when I go to do something, 
God has has made each and every action possible. Outcome, like uh, he's already the created them all, are, right? Okay. So I myself do not create. So people, so, so some people say, create your own destiny, right? As in create, as in physically create it. We as Muslims believe that God has created all possible outcomes, all possible paths, all possible mm-hmm. actions. Mm-hmm. The human being has a closer word than free 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 will is freedom of choice. I was gonna or, say or, or freedom of intention. But so you read my fucking mind. Right? You read my fucking so, mind. So yeah. So 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 the human being has the the freedom to choose amongst those actions. Those like possibilities. Yeah, and, and the freedom to intend any one of those. So I intend to go down this. So he has he has the freedom the choice to, to choose, kind of yeah. In Western philosophy, this is known as as occasionalism. As um sorry as um occasionalism. So occasionalism, occasionalism right? Okay. And in, 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 in Arabic, it's known as kesed. Kesed means acquisition, to acquire mm-hmm. something, right? So essentially, God has created all the possible actions. Mm-hmm. You have, as a human being, have the, the, the freedom to choose amongst these possibilities. Yeah. Once you choose the possibility, yeah. you acquire the act. Kesed, you acquire the act. Okay. And then you gain the act. And because you gained it... Uh-huh. Because you, you had the freedom of choosing it, you acquired it. If you had your choice, and you are now responsible for it. Right. Right. So. Like, like you're going down the path. So yeah. So 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 you chose it and you acquired it. Kesed. Mm-hmm. So, however, didn't God uh, 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 already choose it? So I don't actually cho- choose. Actually, yes, you did, and I'll tell you why he chose it. Mm-hmm. There's an argument that, that some atheists make, and they say that that if God has already destined for the, for the people of of the fire and the people of uh, paradise. Mm-hmm. Then isn't that unfair? Isn't that unjust? Right? Like that God has already has has already decreed, and that person had no choice and no choice in the matter, right? Mm-hmm. Because God does not consult anyone in his, uh, in yeah. his will. He just will. He wills, and it happens, right? That the answer to, to, to this question is very very simple, but very interesting. I was thinking about it. I'm like, how? Like that's that, that's a very good question on their part. But here's mm-hmm. the answer. So, um, they're like, yeah. So God. So if I'm destined for hell, isn't that, isn't that unfair? That would be unfair if you knew that you were destined for hell. That would be unfair if you had God's infinite knowledge and you knew what the outcome was already. Okay. However, because you, because human beings have limited knowledge mm-hmm. and the knowledge of decrees, by the way, mysteries, it's, it's, only, it's only known to God. Yeah. Because you have limited knowledge, okay. a limited scope, you don't know what is decreed for you, so for all, so in other words, for all you know, mm-hmm. what you might be amongst the people of the right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might be amongst people of the of the wrong of the fire of the, of the wrong, but you don't know that. And to, 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 to bring it like into perspective, if we had to go right now and play a soccer game, right? If it was me, you having to go play against a, a bunch of guys who were six foot six, right? If someone told me. By the way, the refs are paid. The scoreboards are rigged. You will lose this game. Like, yeah. It's in set. Like, you're not meant to... Like, Pre- were... Predestined kind then of Then at teams. that point, I could say, I'm not going to try anymore. It's, it, 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 it would be fair of me to say, I'm not going to... Like, why would I try if it's if, if I'm going to lose it anyways, right? Yeah. I could say... All the I, odds are against you. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because I know that I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. But if I go into it... And mm-hmm. you don't know anything. And I don't know that I'm going to uh, lose. lose. You will is try it, your hardest. Is it fair of me mm-hmm. to not try at all when... when, when I could have won. I could have put an effort, and I could have actually won. 
You know what I mean? That's true. Because I don't know the final. You don't, you don't result. know the possibility, huh? So, in my limited knowledge, yeah. I'm responsible for my. I'm responsible for for not trying. I can't say, oh, I lost the game because God didn't. No, yeah. Right. Because for all you know, God might have had her in that you would win the game, mm-hmm. but you didn't try. So you know, you want you want to hear my take on this? Because yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like not too religious. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, I no I see God as being everything. Like I believe a lot in nature. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, yeah. I do. Yeah, exactly. So so um uh, like so as in like uh as in um like the universe almost like, 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 like universe. Like I, I believe almost that God is everything, everyone. Like I I, I like. Everything as in like everything in existence is God. So you are God. Mustafa's God. I'm God. Everything you know around what? me is you know God. I, 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 like I actually, I, I actually understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. because yeah, it actually because a lot of people say that what if it's the natural flow of things, right? And it, it's it's a very valid, valid, valid uh, mm-hmm. point of view. Yeah, it actually is right. Um, but I, I want to ask you a question, and then Go I, ahead. I, just want you, I just want you to it's like think about it. Like yeah, just think about it, right? And I, I don't even actually want one answer at all, right? Mm-hmm. So essentially, though, if this uh, let's just say this, if this transcended uh, beyond mm-hmm. entity is everything in, in, in existence, right? Yeah. It's everything. By the very nature of this entity, mm-hmm. is that this entity cannot come into existence, right? This entity, it's necessary, as in, if you had multiple. And by the way, I'm not going to delve far into into philosophy, but if we have. Um, it, 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 say, what if the universe came into about by a, a series of causes? Well, can you have an, an infinite regress of causes? What so do you mean? Can I have something causing something, causing something, causing something infinitely? Can I have that? An infinite regress of causes. Is that, is that possible in your brain? Wait, your brain? I, I don't really understand what you mean. So, so, so you know how something happens that causes something? So, yeah. And that yeah. thing causes something else? Yeah. He yeah. says, so, in your brain, can you yeah. go backwards infinitely? Cause, cause, no. cause, cause, cause. No. Is, that, is, 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 that, is that possible in your head? No, right? no. It's, it's impossible, right? Because you would never reach the end. The past. Because yeah, no it, right? So it's essentially, infinite, basically. So exactly. So essentially, is that everything that comes into existence is, is known as, as a contingent. Because in, 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 in the philosophy of like um, existence, you have, three poss- you have three things that are, that are outlined. You have an, an, an impossibility, which is something mm-hmm. that cannot exist. Then you have an, a contingent existence, mm-hmm. which is something that 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 it's it's depends on something else for its existence. Okay, yeah. And it could have come in any other form. Okay, right? It could have been any other way. That's number two. Number three is something is known as, as a necessary existence. A necessary existence, mm-hmm. which means which is an, an an independent existence, which is something that that does not depend on another thing for its existence, right? So my question to you is this: Yeah, can you have only contingent things? Can I only have? Can you have contingent? only dependent things in existence, as in something, it, 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 something that depends on something that depends on, on something that no. depends on something infinitely, ad infinitum in the back, like, regress. I mean, can you have that? Do you mean like? Uh, hold on, what am I trying to say? Like, so, for example, if 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 I had, let's just say, a cell right here, mm-hmm. and that cell depended on a, a cell before it, and and then on, on a cell before or it, or you, you're saying it, like everything is tied in the string. In, Backwards infinitely. Is that possible for something to be for it to be an an infinite cause, of, of like like for example, I'll make a, a very um, uh, easy a realistic okay. example. Okay, right? sure. If I had if I got I got my phone and also your phone, right? And also your phone, and let's just say assume me like if I had another phone, right? Mm-hmm. And I put them all in a series, like, like, like ten phones. Yeah. My phone will hide one hundred percent. Yeah. These phones are zero, right? Yeah. And it's a closed system, 
and there's nothing going into it and nothing coming no out. energy no right? matter so exchange this energy it starts off with fists i'm essentially sharing my energy i give it to this one he starts to light up he gives it to this guy he uh-huh. starts to give it to this, and then it all comes back to this yeah will my phone go on forever would your phone go on forever or would it never like realistically speaking my charge would start to go down right yeah until it reaches zero and it mm-hmm. dies because it has no more to, to, to yeah. supply right yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 the source of battery uh-huh. so essentially speaking um if all these phones are, are like in a series mm-hmm. what happens is that can they all be lit up forever infinitely well it depends because in the material world energy is limited but yes. I believe that there is a realm where energy is unlimited. Okay, perfect, right? So in this realm, yeah, can it be? So, so in this material world, can it be? No. Can can, can these phones go on infinitely? No. no. Energy will deplete. Yeah. Right, and it will. Energy is limited, basically. Limited, right. So it's, yeah. it's gonna it's, it's gonna die, right? Why? Uh-huh. Because they're all contingent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dependent on each other. So there has to be a, 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 a necessary source, which is outside. It can't be in the series. It has to be outside the series. Okay. Right. That has an and it cannot life. depend on on, 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 on anything else because then it would be a series itself. Okay. You know what I mean? Does that, does that make sense? Right? So okay. it cannot be... A, a, so this thing that's outside cannot also be a contingent because otherwise uh-huh. it would then need something else. Oh, yeah. Depend, right? so, so it's, outside, yeah. it has to be necessary, right? Okay. So this... So I'm asking, can I have an, an infinite number of, of contingents? Like as in... Forever. An infinite number of dependents. Yes, yeah, so an and, and, and infinite number of, of, of dependents. So, so something no, depends on something. I would say Why, no. right? Why? Because you, you can't have it because essentially, as I said, if something depended on something forever, then w- where is that first thing? Like, you would never reach... Oh, so you're basically going for the egg and chicken question. Yeah, so, so yeah, so you would never... So, like, so like you would not... It, it cannot go on forever. It mm-hmm. cannot, right? If it is infinite, you will because, never because reach it, the it, source. It, it, because right? it's way, infinite. Because by the way, infin- it would just keep yeah, going. Exactly. Because infinity, by the way, is, a, is, a, is an abstract concept of the head, but it's it's never ever observed in in, in this... Uh, Material in the, world. In the, yeah. But it's, what if, the, what if God is right? infinity? I don't, I'm, I'm going to get to that. You know what I mean? Okay. Ask, you actually read my mind, bro. Perfect. You read my mind, right? So... You cannot have only contingents, right? Okay. Like we, yeah. we, we, we agreed on that. I yeah. Talk, apparently, we agreed on that. And now my question is, mm-hmm. can you have more than one necessaries? So more than one independence, yes or no? Why not? Sure. I'll tell you why not. You cannot have more than one independence mm-hmm. because if there's two independence, mm-hmm. Then everything else depends on these two in- independents. Mm-hmm. So take out these guys out. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if you remove one independence, mm-hmm. then that, de- that the other one actually depends on that. So like if, if I need him, it's, it's, so so if we're if we're both needed to stay put to to to. to, to so are you saying the independent is God? You're so basically I'm trying that, to say that, that the independent is God. If you have more than one necessary, in reality, mm-hmm. by via having two things that must exist, mm-hmm. they have now become dependent. On each, other. on each other because they both must that exist. is crazy you know what i mean uh-huh. that's number one mm-hmm. and number two Allah actually answers this in the quran he says that if there were two gods or three gods or more gods mm-hmm. he said he said he said um mm-hmm. he says he says right that was that if there were more than one god that each one would try to outstrip the other one each one which well I it claim, depends uh, 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 it depends on the nature of god so, right so so, I, so i'm speaking about 
a creative entity, an entity okay. that, that, that's, that is, that is tr- tr- transcendent, uh-huh. that creates. But then do you... Allah uh, says that, that, that each, each one of those entities would, 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 would attempt to take what was his and leave. But then and would it, that be a god though? But that, that's a negative but entity. That's the thing. It, would, it, would, it, would, it would become chaos. But how do you know that? Like, isn't God essentially... Like, do you believe that God is essentially all positive? Because if you're trying so, to say that, so so I believe that. So uh, we believe that God that that God is infinitely good, as in okay. God does not com- uh, command evil, right? Okay. And we could speak about about uh, the the existence of evil because because some people say that if, if evil exists, how can like? That, but do you that, believe, God, believe right? in the concept of like yin and yang, like night and day? Uh, night and day. I, so there are there. I do think opposites. That, 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 exactly. That, that, that there's a man balance. and woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. There's so there's opposites which call, which creates a balance in life, right? Yeah. Right. So I do. Yeah, I do think that that, that is actually a thing. I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, I know we're. Uh, oh, do you guys gonna leave? Yeah, or? I'm gonna. No, no, he, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go pray in, in, in five. Yeah. I, I'm gonna wrap this. So, so yeah, yeah. Sure, I'm just letting you know. Just so I, I want to say is this. Assume is go ahead. That, go ahead. Is I want to, um, is that um, so essentially what I mean by that is if there were two, if there were three all powerful gods, mm-hmm. okay, all powerful, almighty, creative, okay, beings, then. By by via nature of them being, you you, you 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 cannot have more than one ultimate power. You know what I mean? If something's ultimate, that means it's it's only one of its like. You know what I mean? Okay. By by definition. By yeah. definition of the word. Yeah. So sure. If, if something is is ultimately powerful, mm-hmm. you cannot have. Oh, he's this is this is ultimate. Oh, this is ultimately powerful. This is also ultimately, ultimately powerful. powerful. Okay. Okay. It doesn't make sense. Why? Because ultimately means that it's the pin. The, yeah. The, the, the pinpoint. The top. Right. Yeah. So essentially, by very nature, if there were more than one Almighty's all powerfuls, each one would attempt to outstrip the other's all powerful Almighty. Does that make sense? Okay. Like so, he would say, "No, I'm Almighty. I'm uh, like I'm all powerful." So what, yeah. so, 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 so what would happen? Chaos, as in existence would never exist. But we see in the universe that things that there's an uh, that for some weird reason uh-huh. we can study trends. Yeah. We can study thing constants, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, study, to right? simplify it, you see it happening right now on the planet. Uh, you see it happening right now. It, uh, during elections, during uh, uh, d- uh, you know w- w- when uh, when leaders are elected, you see all these leaders, you see all these potential you yeah. know g- presidents. Exactly. Do you see the chaos that oh, arises yeah. during but, the debate? Uh-huh. So th- think about it. So just on a human being level, on a very mm-hmm. minuscule level, like yeah. human beings are expendable at the end of the day, right? They're yeah. they're very like uh, like we're, you know we're very minuscule. You know when you take into account the entire universe. Yeah. So even on a small level, such as human beings, okay. When you put, when you have three potential leaders, look at the look at look at all the animosity and but all those the, are human beings. Those are, I, yeah, mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. You know what? I'm just, I'm, I, I, no, I'm strictly, I'm. That's uh, what I said I on, a level. That's I what I on a minuscule level. I want to mention on a minuscule level. On a very, that's on a very, very easy, easy level. Yeah. But now, excuse me. Okay, I can ask this question. Yeah. If there's, if there is an all-powerful entity, does that that entails that that entity is powerful over all things, right? Over over everything, over all. As in, I'll say okay. that, entity is, is, that that entity is all powerful uh-huh. because it possesses power over all. Correct? Sure. You know. What so, I mean? you, so basically, your idea of God is no, no, that just, he's superior, I'm not right? I'm not there yet. I'm okay. Not, I'm not go, there, ahead, right? go ahead. Ask this question though: If an entity is all powerful, okay, it is all powerful because it possesses power over all, right? Yeah. It's all powerful. Yeah. Now, how can there be three all all powerfuls, or four, or two, or five, or yeah. all powerfuls, uh-huh. if it's a paradox? Because if he's all powerful, 
then he then he must have power over the other all powerful. But how can they have power o- over themselves infinitely at the same time? You know what I mean? It's a paradox. You mean like a superpower? So so I'm I'm saying that if so, so like if so if I have two all powerfuls, that means that he has power over all, and he has power over all. No, I know what you mean. But By definition, have, superpower but, means only one. But but they, but they don't. But if they have power over all, then one should fall under the other. No, no, no. I know exactly what you mean. It, but he also fall, you know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's a paradox, right? Yeah. So it's 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 impossible. It cannot it, it cannot be a thing. I mean, yeah. So what let me say is that is that having more than one necessary is is is, is, is an, an impossibility. Okay. Because via having two or three or more necessaries, uh-huh. then each of those has to be necessary. Then True. in reality, they're all dependent. Okay, by definition, there has to be one necessary. By definition, so yeah, so yeah, so by definition there, there, there can only be one necessary, right? Or one all-powerful, let's say. And this necessary existence, so essentially, a necessary existence could not have been any other way. So he's he's independent, and he could not, this this thing could not have been any other way. Does that okay. make sense? Okay. I think right? you're referring to, okay, what, what you so, talk, what you, what you, I don't, I'll tell you what he's trying to get at. He assumes he's saying that if, that if, uh, if, if, if the belief is that God is all positive, right? If that's the thing, if that if, if if that He's all positive, then why would that be an issue when there's two, three? That's what he's saying. He's saying, you know, what I'm saying. You read my mind, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was gonna ask and, you. But 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 okay. But before I even mention that, do you think that wanting to lead is that a bad thing? When you is that is that a, I, 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 yeah yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Is, is 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 wanting to lead a bad thing? By the way, like, like, is wanting to guide people is, oh, is it, like, like, do you think just, just, just in its basis, is that a bad thing? Wanting to guide people? I'll it depends you, on who the argument the concept, is for. I'll tell you what the concept. No, no, I, I, no, I'm okay. I, I'm not. I, I don't. I strip all the ideologies behind what you're guiding them like, towards. All labels. Anything, all labels. I'm, tr- I'm strictly, I'm strictly talking about the action mm-hmm. of, of wanting to guide people towards anything. Just to Let's say towards truth. Towards is, there, is, there, is there anything wrong with that? No. So the problem is not with the. It's the problem is not with uh, within this situation because God is you know for, is the all is the all leader right. The problem is not, the problem is not with the leading. Mm-hmm. The problem is that when there's many, you know what I'm saying, chaos arises. It's not that the, because there's because, no there's no problem or no negativity mm-hmm. in the, in the in the activity that's being done. Mm-hmm. There's only negativity. Uh, uh, the negativity is, is is not a product of what's being done. It's a product of the the masses. It's, it's a product of the chaos that's that's caused when there's many attempting yes. to lead. So, that's the so problem. W- w- what I'm trying to say is, but is, there is no negativity by, in its essence. By the very okay. by the very nature, if this entity uh-huh. is a creator, yeah, right, then this entity, by the very nature of this act, is also the sovereign. Does that make sense? No, I think you understood me the wrong way. Like you took me the wrong way when I said. I believe that everything is God. I didn't mean that everybody is separately yeah, yeah, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, know. Yeah, I mean yeah, that everybody's yeah, yeah, one no, no, no. thing. Yeah, no, no. Uh, like, I don't mean that. Yeah, 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 he means no, no, that no, no, God's no. one thing within it's everyone. Cause, it's because that's, that's what, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no. I totally understand you. We actually aren't talking about that. We won't like off a tangent because I wanted to. Explain okay. It, it, it sure, sure. You. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought I you were talking about right? that. Okay. Yeah, because I told you that I come like that. Like I come. Like I was trying to to ask you a question, but first give you a backstory first. Okay, sure. So essentially, I know what you mean. You're saying that that God is essentially. Collectively, everyone, not like everyone. individually. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, because I if, if God is like a superior being, that creates problems in society. I completely understand you, right? Mm-hmm. So my question is this: this and this is why this is why I ask you. Yeah. Can this being? Yeah. Can this can this entity this thing? Can this existence? Can it be both necessary and contingent at the same time? So can it be independent, uh-huh. but, but have to depend on something at, at the same time? 
Probably not. It can't because that's yeah. like a, that's like a squared circle, right? Can yeah. A, can, can a circle be a square? It can't, right? Okay. So something that's necessary cannot be contingent. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing is that, the reason why I told you this is that, are you contingent? Am I dependent on something? Are you, yes. Are, are, yes, I'm yes, dependent like, on a lot of on things. Yeah. And on my parents, right? Yeah. And so on and so forth. And, and, and then and, and then so on so forth. And depend on everything, basically. Therefore, can this necessary existence be, a, can, can I be a part of that existence? Can you be because a necessary, you mean? Can I be part of a necessary? Hold if you on. are the dependent. If I'm a dependent, uh-huh. if I'm a dependent, can I be part of the independent? Collectively. Technically, no. Why? And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. The reason being is because I could have been any other way. You know what I mean? Okay. So essentially, like, like I could have been like an ant or gone. something. I could okay. Have been something, right? If the, but the necessary existence cannot be by its definition, it cannot be any other way because he's independent. He's necessary. They cannot be any other way, right? So essentially, the reason why this necessary existence cannot be made made up of parts. Mm-hmm. It's because if he's made up of parts, he's not a necessary those parts anymore. can be arranged any other different way. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Does that make sense? So like, so like if I gave you like uh, a collection of things, and I'm like, arrange them. Yeah. They all make one thing. Yeah. Arrange them. The problem is, you can arrange them in infinite ways, different ways. Yeah. different ways, right? But each time, that would actually make it a different arrangement. Yeah. And But a necessary, something that's necessary, that has to be... Cannot be any. It has, has to be as it is. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. 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 So if mean. so if we're all so if we're all if we're all contingents and we're all parts of a, of an independent of mm-hmm. a necessary that cannot be why because because essentially what it is is that uh, we can be any other way because we're contingents and necessary and the necessary cannot be any other way. So, so how can we how can we be a contingent it, and a necessary? So, at the same yeah. Time? So he cannot be contingent and necessary. So he cannot be independent and dependent at the same time. Even collectively. Wait, so what is your point with because, this? So essentially, what you're saying is that if we are all the God, then you're saying that the necessary existence mm-hmm. is the phone circle itself. Well, okay, let me you know let me mean? let me emphasize what like, I mean. I mean, uh, like, like yeah, before I, I, I stop, I was going to say, so like, yeah, yeah, the phone. so like essentially, in a way, are you uh, uh, kind of like uh, asking like whether... So if we, if we are all collectively, all of us are... Mm-hmm. are Our God. Uh, exactly. Everything, then, the universe, then everything. Then essentially... The necessary existence is the series itself. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But remember, but remember, the remember, guys. remember. Now we said that 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 the series itself cannot be the necessary existence. Yeah, but we're t- we were talking about that in a in a material sense. No, we were speaking about it in a in a in an ontological sense, in a abstract sense, and using a physical sense to make it more easier to understand. To understand. Okay. But if it's impossible in in a, in a physical sense. Mm-hmm then how can it be possible in an ontological sense? I'll give you my point of view. I think of it like this. Well, this is how I heard it. Uh, the guy that I listened to from Paul Chegg, it just, it just made, it just resonated with yeah. me. I am not mar- married to any ideas. That's uh-huh, why yeah. I explore all yeah, the exactly, ideas. Yeah. If I was married to any idea, bro, I, I wouldn't have a podcast. I would uh-huh, just be yeah. preaching, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was trying to say that, like he said that if God, we all know that God is all knowing, right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean God is God has all the experiences. Would you agree? I mean, uh, but how would it, you know? How would you know I something mean, without? I mean, how would you know? So how okay? Uh, if, if he's one who is the creator of all experiences, is he not the knower of all the experiences? Yes, but who is he having the experience through? You, you are well, giving him the no, experience. No, no, but, well, but actually, gotta, no, because because by the way, because 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 like because like in. 
by definition of something being infinite knowledge. Right? Uh-huh. Like if I told you, if you're like, yeah, if I told you, yeah, I know how that thing works. Yeah. I cannot be like, I, I, I can't say I know how that works. Yeah. But me like not actually knowing about it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like a paradox in a way. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, oh, oh, yeah, so, oh, 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 no, I'm saying what gonna... I mean by that. Speak here. Is, oh, so yeah, okay, yeah, I, I keep going it's, it's like a conversation, right? <laughs> what I mean by that is this, right? What I mean by that is if I can simplify it to a very simpler definition mm-hmm. is that uh, that would only be true if God creates the experience and then waits for you to come out of nowhere by yourself and fulfill that experience. But if he makes that experience and, and then makes you and not only does that, but creates the act of you doing it. It's not like it's, it's not that he made the thing and you separately as I remember how, how, how I said that he creates the actual act in itself. So if he creates that, that action itself, mm-hmm. does he not know that action himself? It's, it's, it can, it's, it's deducive to think that A entails B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That by, via him creating that action, you engaging in, in, in that action, as in him decreeing it for it to happen, is, I'd say, the highest form of knowledge. Because, because that, is, that is omniscient, in a sense that that is, that is A, that is A, Whereas yours, like mine, his is a limited experience because you only see it through your own lens. And yeah. yo, I, I have something like that. Instead of instead of strictly seeing it as uh, God experiencing or living mm-hmm. vicariously through us, why can't we see it as God putting us on a specific path and then us experiencing those experiences based on how we set things in motion? But then, yeah. what is that final goal with all this? Like, uh, so essentially, yeah. So, so uh, like, uh, if if if. Let's say I'm going with your point of view, like if, if God is uh, leading us so to something, what's what is the life? essential goal of what's the, everything? Oh, oh, what's the purpose of life? Is yeah, that, is, is that, that's basically my question, okay, yeah. according so, to Islam, let's by say. By the way, like, uh, Allah actually answers this question. Okay, He says, mm-hmm. He says, I have not created man and jinn except to worship me. So what, what, what I mean by that is that, by the way, is that essentially... In Islam, mm-hmm. the biggest wrong that one can commit is known as shirk. Shirk means association, right? What it means is that it's essentially like, for example, uh, if I took, if I, if 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 I, if, if there was someone here, a human being, right, and I took the rights away, mm-hmm. and I mistreated them, yeah, and I violated the rights, and I gave them to someone else instead yeah. of them, that's a very, very, very big. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a atrocious thing. It's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. As in, it's a, it's a thing that. I have taken their rights and violated it and given it to someone else. Yeah. Right? When it's their rights to, to belong. Mm-hmm. In Islam, for example, if me, if me killing them, that's, that's, that's unjust. That's, that's wrong. Yeah. Because I've taken, I, I've taken their rights to life mm-hmm. and I took it away. Yeah, yeah. Right? So the thing is that if that is for this created thing, then shirik, which is association, mm-hmm. what of taking associating partners with God and what I mean by that is essentially taking the rights of God, right? Say it in like a simple sense, because like, in, I, I I'm don't. Sorry, yeah. And so 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 uh, so essentially sharing partners with God. Does that make sense? Sharing partners. Sharing with... par- yeah. So so gi- giving him a partner. You know what I mean? Okay. As in him and someone else in in worship, right? So that's the purpose of life. Essentially taking yeah. Uh, why it's it's the most wrong thing is because you're not just violating the rights of like uh, of like a human being or an animal. Mm-hmm. You're taking the rights of the creator of the heavens on the, on the earth of this necessary existence. Mm-hmm. You're taking that this entity's rights and you're giving it to something else, mm-hmm. like you know, like a, a human or a statue. Okay. Like that, you know what I mean? 
So basically, so, you're transferring power. So you're power. violating the, the rights that that entity has on you. If, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So the reason why Allah says, He says, He says, "Wa ma khalafta jinna wa insa illa liyabudun," that I have not made uh, uh, man and jinn except to worship me. So essentially, what I, what I mean is that the most uh, so this transcendent being that He said beyond something that's beyond me. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is the most appropriate relationship that one can have with this being is that of submission and servitude. Does that make sense? So the, the most appropriate relationship that, that one can have with this entity mm-hmm. is one of servitude, one of serving and submission. You know so basically I mean? the purpose of life is to, the is per- to so, serve? So, so, so essentially what I mean by that is that when someone, uh, as you said, remember how, like if someone is just living a very like uh, shallow life, like right, like they're like you know, like, uh, like saying uh, like one uh, sentence, like what do you? What essentially, are you what to it say? is basically what it is. It's this, right? I'm mm-hmm. gonna say it quickly, right? Yeah, yeah. Human beings, yeah, open up their true natural, their true purpose in life. Yeah, they 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 open up their their, their true reason for be for walking on this path of life mm-hmm. when they acknowledge this entity and submit their will to this entity's will to a higher and power. Worship this entity. That created and worship the, the entity that created them. That is the purpose of of life. That is the purpose and source of truth. But what That's, is the end goal with all this? What, what will happen if I submit myself? Like, is there an end goal? You well, know what I mean? You no. Know, yes, actually. Well, well, well that, that's the thing because because Allah because He is, as I said, He He's by You asked me about being all good. Yes, God's all good, but but, but He's not just all good. Like people mm-hmm. think that oh, God's just all loving. No, mm-hmm. God is all loving and God is all just and God is all wise as well. So what I mean is that the existence of evil does not contradict divine wisdom and divine justice. Why? Okay. Because Allah says that He says He says, and we test you. He says, and we test you as human beings with something of good and evil, so that we may a purify your sins, like purify you, right, and test your faith, test test your character, right. So it's a means of a purification and testing one's resolve. Once it tests, and then He says, and then, and then in the end, unto us He return. So we say, we say, we say, Inna Lillahi. That we say that that we we belong to Allah and to Him we shall return. Okay. Right? So essentially, um, in very very simple terms, because Allah, uh, the existence of evil does not contradict divine wisdom mm-hmm. in the sense that Allah gives you something that might, that may appear worse mm-hmm. and is it can be bad for you, mm-hmm. but He gives you at the end of it something better. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, Allah does not take something except that gives you that He gives you something better in the end after, right? Yeah. So essentially, that Allah is, isn't just all good. He's all knowing. He's all He's all loving, but He's also all just, mm-hmm. all wise. So he's all, all the powerful. positive things. So He has He has many, 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 many attributes. He's not just a one attribute uh, entity. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, is that because He is He is uh, 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 of this very, very, very uh, like case, mm-hmm. um, God has taken it upon Himself to reward His servants. He He has has taken it upon Himself to reward His servants for their servitude. You know what I mean? So in the end, at the end of the goal, that's what the Akhirah is. The, the Akhirah is the eternal life, is the afterlife. So, so after one dies, it's essentially they are returned to Ar-Rujua, ila Allah. They are returned mm-hmm. to Allah, right? To their maker, to their creator, right? I do Soul, believe that, that in a different sense though. Exactly, I do believe yeah. that we go back to earth, let's say. Exactly. So, so essentially, that's my sense so of it. people return to a, a creator mm-hmm. and essentially he gives them the recompense for their life. So that is the purpose of life is to uh, is for one to find their way in life 
and see if they can finally acknowledge this entity. And when they do, then essentially the whole purpose of, of the human being is to submit to that entity. That's, that's, that mm. is the, the, the narrative that I'm trying to convey, yeah, is yeah. submitting one's will to the will of this entity. And that's what Islam, by the way, Islam comes from, uh, from uh, Asenim, right? Mm -hmm. Which means submission. Submission mm -hmm. to do, submission to the will of the creator, mm -hmm. of, the, of this entity, this, this necessary existence, which we, we call God. It's just a name, God, as in the God. Allah means the God, right? Yeah. So that's that's what I that, that's, that's what, what you're basically trying to say, right? Exactly. Well, I was my point of view is a little different. Like yeah. my point of view is that like the meaning or not the meaning the the purpose of life is experience in and of of itself. Like the experience that I'm having right now, like in our well, I'm not really I don't really like believe in my own religion like Hinduism too much. I just take from take from every single religion. Yes. And add on to my own ideology because uh -huh, yeah, yeah. I question everything, man. Exactly, yeah. From yeah, my exactly. childhood, of course, of course, yeah. And that's, 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 and know, all the positive things I've found is like from like from every single different religion. And like, fuck, what was, what was I gonna say? Uh, hold on, I had a big brain fart right now. Uh, oh, the the main purpose of life is the experience in and of itself. Like, do you guys believe in like reincarnations? Uh, so. Like you're born it, it, again? It's because in, in Islam, the prophets taught, uh, instead of reincarnation, they, they taught um, resurrection. However, I do know that in reincarnation, that it, it, it is a concept that essentially one is reincarnation is actually, it's... it's, it's, it's like the soul it, goes into another yeah, body? Yeah, and, and it's, it's like dictated by one's conduct in life, right? So it's like if someone was of a higher standard... And that person would be incarnated into, into, into something of of, uh, of a higher standard. If someone not was, necessarily, I not, don't no, really no, believe in that's that. That's karma, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, is it part of like Hinduism as well? Like, is it? Yeah, like, uh, Hinduism. Yeah. So well, like, you, you, I think. Yeah. Do you, you, you subscribe to the to, to the karma? Like, uh, well, not, the karma. Because, really? bro, I don't really know about karma. Because I think like everything anybody does is justified because God is having that experience. Like, my point of view is way different. Exactly, that's why yes. it's justified because I'm saying that like God is if. If everybody's God, let's say if every single human being is God and if the if the whole universe is God, so basically nobody's superior, nobody's inferior. Nobody's a servant, nobody's a master, right? If everything is God, then that means every single experience is justified. But that that, that begs uh, a, a question, though. Yeah. Is that if you came into existence, mm -hmm. can God come into existence? Can he be created? Uh, why not? He can't, actually. Because by definition of what a God is, is that Creator. he's a necessary existence. Well, he's, a, he, he's an uncreated creator. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Okay. And because and, and if he is created, uh -huh. then you have to find out this infinite regress of causes all over again. Mm -hmm. So the the only logical solution is that there has to be a first cause, but this first cause cannot be created because otherwise you have an infinite regress of causes. Mm -hmm. Remember how, how how we spoke about the in your mind it's impossible and you're it, it, using your reason it's impossible to say that that, that there's an infinite there's yeah. an infinite, uh, uh -huh. regress of causes. So, by definition, this necessary existence cannot be created, otherwise it becomes contingent. So, God cannot become created because otherwise he will become contingent. So, my question is, is that if everyone is God, like all at once, like, collectively, mm -hmm. then essentially, then the, 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 the question is, can, if you were, if we're all God, right, and you didn't exist at one point. I didn't exist at one at point? At one point, you, you didn't exist, right? You know what I mean? Like at one point, I didn't exist. He didn't exist. You didn't exist. Well, right? your ego didn't exist, but you're so. Well, well, I'm, I'm saying your essence collectively, everything, okay. right? Okay. Right. Like you, like because every cell, everything, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Your physical self didn't everything, exist. Everything, right? Or your I'm, essence. I'm, I'm, let's I'm say. talking about, 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 about everything that is on, like everything. Like, everything but how, but you right? we don't really know that though. Well, well, no, but but can you 
can you confidently say that you that like everything right now mm -hmm. existed as it is prior not as it is but exactly, it did exist right? not as it is but uh -huh. remember I, I, I said that that's the th that's the very reason why it's called a, a continuum because it can it could have been any other way okay you know what i mean so essentially can something be necessary and can something be contingent and uh -huh. at the same time yes or no at the same exact time no. it can't be right uh -huh. so what I, so what i'm saying is that can we have could we could we be in contingents mm -hmm. be necessary at the same time because we can be any other way mm -hmm. but necessary cannot be any other way so can we all be necessary if we can all be anything something any other way but bro we're looking at it in a materialistic no, point no, of no, view. No, no. i'm looking at it at an ontological level i'm looking at it from an abstract concept so what i mean to say is that if you could be any other way, so mm -hmm. that means at one point, even if you existed in, in, a, in a different form, I should say, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't exist in this form yet, but in, in a, a different form. Yeah. So essentially, can can something create itself mm -hmm. out of this? Uh, can something create itself? That's that's the question. Well, aren't isn't that what we are? I'm saying I'm saying can something create itself right now? Like just create anything, itself, really. not material. Just 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 take the question at face value, by the way. Yeah, but isn't that what we are at the, at the end of the day? But can, like, but can, we just came out of dust. Well, that's the thing. But can I yeah. create myself? Yes or no? Well, didn't you? How how did you how did you become then? But can I be existent and on? Because if I created myself, mm -hmm. that means I was non-existent mm -hmm. and existent at the same time. In well, that form, in that form, we're talking about forms here. Because uh -huh. at one point in that form, I was existent, yeah. and then at the, and then at the same time, in, in, in the same instant, I was another form. Can that be? So you're so you're saying that you're God, but then at the same time you're Muhammad, like uh, exactly. I'm saying that. Like that, how is that possible? That I'm necessary at one point, yeah, but then I, I'm contingent in the exact same point. Yeah. Can that be? Can I be <sighs> existent and uh, can, can I exist and not yeah. exist at the same time? Well, bro. If God is so mysterious, then it, why not? Sure. If physical laws says no, well, but... Well, that's the thing. God is, is, is like uncreated, right? By the very, by, by, by very nature and definition of that word, it's uncreated. Yeah. Can me, though, like like something that's contingent, can I exist and non-exist? And non it's, it's why Allah says, He says, were they, he says um, were, they made, or were they made out of nothing? Or, or, or were they themselves the creators? Essentially, so... If you were a creator, then you then you were nothing and something at the same time. You know what I mean? Because if I'm the creator of myself, yeah, then at one point I'm not there, but at one point I do make myself. So I'm not there, but I'm there at, at the same time. Can that happen? Well, so, bro, logically speaking, logically speaking, logically no. Logically, so so. But uh, so, for all we so, know, logic may not uh, even so be true. I'm just constructing an argument like yeah. in the head, ontologically, right? Like yeah. I'm just constructing it in the head. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just a thought to think of, right? Yeah. Wait, no, right? Wait, no, no, but okay, yeah, I'm just gonna say basically. By the way, I, yeah, by the you, way if you, you have talking, to go bro, pray, you guys talking? He's yeah. done, but yeah, you guys, uh, you go go talking. I'll, I'll pray. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like pause it a little bit because I gotta go take a piss too. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, go on. Okay, so you know how you you said that, so. Uh, you replied by saying that if God is all mysterious and all knowing, yeah, then why not that? Then then why not can we create ourselves and you know, yeah. So okay, do you believe that if there a God does exist, mm -hmm. that He can exist and not exist at the same time? Because you you, you know how you're, how earlier you said that if He is mysterious and all knowing, then then yes, potentially He could do that, right? Exist and not exist. Yeah, because we don't know that. Yeah. But okay, now I'm gonna ask you. So if God can, if if if, if an entity could potentially exist that can do that, that we refer to as God, mm -hmm. that is separate. So we just we just you know we affir we just you know we affirmed mm -hmm. and we said that that can happen if it okay. was God. Yeah. Now back to us. Can you exist and not exist right now at this moment of time at the same time? You. Maybe not. 
So because you mean physically? No. Yes, I'm talking you strictly. You no. or me? Can we exist right now and not just at the same time? My ego cannot. You no. Know, and because the, ego and soul are, I think, different things. Exactly. Yeah. But now let's go back to the all-knowing and all-mysterious God. Can yeah. he exist with 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 our characteristics of him that we've you know discussed earlier? Do you uh-huh. think he he could exist and not exist at the same yeah. time? Or why not? Or ex- exactly. Or trigger existence when it was you know. When prior to that, it was non-existent. That's what I'm trying to say, okay? Yeah, so okay. he can, but we can't. So that's my point. My point is that you have to have a, a definitive separation between each between each of them. And I, th- I'm, some of the stuff you said, you, you did say, I do agree with you. I, like, I do believe that in the sense that... Uh, give me a second. I'm, I gotta catch go this. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. That we... Pauses are appreciated, so pause. Yeah, I'm t- I want to just click my... Like, think. you know how you were talking about experiences earlier? Yeah. I think that we, yes, our experiences are us living mm-hmm. through the teachings and uh, through the teaching and, 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 through the, and through the morals and ethics that have, have been provided to us, have been pr- provided to us by God. We live through those experiences using those things. Like instinct, in a sense. I, instinct, in a sense, sure, right? yeah. So that's my, like, I'm my, like, like, that's my point. My point is that Again, because in our religion we believe we believe in a definitive, separate God. Yeah. And I, I you know, like we, like we've discussed thirty two seconds ago, mm-hmm. how there can that the all mysteries and all knowing God can trigger existence when prior non existence inhabited, but we individually cannot at this moment in time. So that right there for me just separates any mm-hmm. separates any indication that we could, that that we ourselves are God. There's a difference between us being gods and the difference between God in a way flowing through us. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's there's a distinct difference between the statement I am God, mm-hmm. we are gods, yeah, and the statement of uh maybe, of I live through God. Maybe I come along in a in a in a wrong way. Maybe maybe cuz no cuz yeah. cuz I know that we've had this discussion before and I and yeah. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking yeah. in a way uh, like like the way you mentioned it is that we're uh we're almost you like think of it as a way we're, we're living through God, like all of yeah, us. That's the thing, of, yeah. right? And I know what you mean. And that's why earlier, I knew that you'd like, uh, Mohan probably misunderstood you because you didn't have a talk with you earlier, but I've had yeah. this talk with you many times on the train. I, I gave you an analogy of the ocean, right? Yeah. Water. It's, 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 Imagine, or even a child. If What does a child do when he's bored? He plays with figures. He creates imagination, like characters, and he plays with themselves, right? That's essentially what I'm saying God is. A child who's bored, essentially. So he's like, creating figures and just playing with himself and, and and in a sense i i do agree with part of your saying i do agree mm-hmm. that 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 we like that you know in it's in, in its purest form we are all living through god that's right that's yeah. like like nobody's like, inferior nobody's superior that's my point and 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 i'm um, like on a human basis yes on a human like on a human like just us right now yeah i, I do agree with you on that yeah but i think that in order for that in order, in, in order for that to be set in motion, there had to have been, like Muhammad said, an independent that initially set that in motion. Then, uh, so you're trying to say that there is something separate, entity separate entity that, that is higher that is not linked us. that is not that linked it, to us. Okay, I get that. that. that, is, that I get not, that. You know, like yeah. directly linked to linked us. to us that is separate and it is it's its, its is, own form and it's its own entity. But, but are you trying to say? This. But are you trying to say that he he's a little superior than us? Like he he is basically superior than us. That's what you're trying but, to say, but, right? Okay, but no, but is yes or no? Yes, but you but you're thinking of it. Okay, because superiority. No, no, superiority, I, I agree with that because in this context, yeah, in, in this in, in the context I'm talking about, it's not superior because again, God is uh is faceless. You know, he's bodiless, all that stuff. You, you so, know, I, I, you, you actually have a great, a great 
I said, I, 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 let me finish. Let me. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you, you, you know you know how we're, we're talking about the ter- we're talking about the, uh, the the term of superiority right now. Mm-hmm. Superior. God is faceless, bodiless. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't inhabit a specific place, right? Yeah. So therefore, it's not a vain superi- sense of superiority. Mm-hmm. It is not a it is it is it is not a superiority that a, that is char- uh, it is not a superiority that is set on based off char- char- characteristics or based off features. Yeah, yeah. Based on knowledge, like, yo, you mean? It's, it's strictly yo, based off knowledge and based on all knowledge. That I agree with. Yo, that I agree with. No, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Because it's not like um, like a discriminatory type of like superiority. What I mean by maybe that I is understood that, you the wrong way. That, that's why. Is, is that in the Quran, like Allah says, He says, He says, um, this is a very chapter in Ikhlas. So I'm right, right? First chapter as well. First verse. Which means say Allah is one. Allah Samad. He is the self-subsisting, self-sustaining. Talk a little bit uh-huh. which means that he does he not have birth, yet, nor... so he does not have children nor is he born mm-hmm. right and then he says in the end and there's nothing like him mm-hmm. so in a sense that first of all Allah has he like God is actually is, is incomparable to us anything right so we cannot even even use like like if, if I said this chocolate bar is superior to this uh, to, to this chocolate bar I can compare them because they're of the same type right uh-huh. But God is something that that's incomparable. Okay, I, I get right? your point now. Yeah. So, so I I can't be like, oh, like I, I can't use the same this the the similar frame that yeah. I use for yeah. something. Like, you know what I mean? So like you see, he says in the Quran, he says Allah says, um, Laysa that there's nothing like him, right? Mm-hmm. And he is the 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 the, the ever subtle, ever seeing, right? Mm-hmm. So essentially, uh, as he said, like Allah is like an entity that, as I said, is is outside. Yeah. Like uh, creation, in, in in a sense that it's he's incomparable. You know what I mean? No shape, no okay. size. Okay, I, I definitely no, agree with you now. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. maybe maybe the problem that I'm having is that I understand Mustafa perfectly because he 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 talks like talked about in a before. sense that like, I can understand. But bro, yeah, I, don't get me wrong. You're you're I think way too smart for me. You're way too yeah, fucking talks, smart yeah, for yeah, me. Talks in a very yeah uh, like like you have vocabulary that I've never fucking heard before. Yo, I you know you're what, bro, so yo, smart, bro. Yo, trust me, bro. Yo, like so yo, much. Yo, I have so yo, much like respect for you. Yeah. No, but like, yo, yo, I have a hard time understanding you because, especially like, because I, you think, like, I, I think a level higher than yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, it's, by the way, it's actually, it's, it's my fault. Like, it's by the way, it's a, it's, it, it, I don't it, think it's it, a fault. It's, it's a beautiful like, thing. I'm saying that the detriment, by the way, isn't, isn't, isn't yours or it's, mm-hmm. it's actually mine because, because like sometimes like I, um, like I, I, I tend to like sometimes like use terms that I'm like, yeah, like it's not like the setting for us. So yeah, I, I should use something more common. Right? Like dumb terms, like, let's like, say. Yeah, I, not even dumb terms, but like terms, because by the way, I, I, I'm a firm believer that simple is better. Yeah. Simple is always better, right? Simple is more common. So I feel yeah. like he just, sometimes, yeah, so yeah sometimes I, I just, he, he gets, he gets caught into it. That I, I, I he forgets, tangents, he forgets right? to use comprehens- so, comprehensible yeah, so, terms, right? So, so I think that, that your guys' way is actually the better way because uh-huh. the simpler you get something, the better it is, right? Yeah. The more complex, the more, yeah, uh, like, like think uh, like, deeper yeah, and stuff. But, so yeah, 100%, but, bro. But bro, the world needs people like you. Don't ever change. Please don't ever so change. Because yo, 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 I literally, I literally, I literally took what you said and made it simple. That's that's yeah, the only thing. Yeah, the world needs needs like the most of, of you guys. Like you guys. Should no, the world needs me. complex thinkers, and then we also need people that can simplify the complex yes, thinkers' yes, words. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because, because but dude, the point, the point to take the one we just said is mm-hmm. not is that when you think of superiority in terms of God, never think of it as a discriminatory or a or that, okay, or, that's what I kind of physical or emotional or. Think of it strictly of it as, as superiority as, in the sense of all knowing and knowledge. It's not. It can be. It can be. 
you were not inferior conceived you were not inferior because you were less valuable you were inferior because you were naive and innocent exactly. and because you don't have the, yeah, the, okay. the knowledge, knowledge. Remember, right I, that's I, that's I, that's, I, that's knowledge. It's, it's strictly from a knowledge standpoint okay. it's, it's yeah. not meant to just as a discriminatory thing right it's exactly. like like I'm gonna ask a question. Who do you go to when you when you need help with a with a math question? Do you go with do you teacher. go to your friend or do your teacher? Teacher, yeah. Same exact thing. Who do you go to to the to the truth and to the purpose of life? Do you go to another human being or would you, if you can, go to God? Probably God. Exactly. That's what everybody what tries trying, to do, right? Exactly. With meditation yeah. and stuff. Superiority, not and your yeah. teacher is not like in a sense of superiority in the sense of the all knowing and all knowledgeable type mm-hmm. of thing. Exactly. You know? So yeah. So it's a, no. I, I definitely agree with you now. I know what you mean now. Yeah. yeah. Just like as like he said, a perfect thing. Um. Uh, what's it called? It's essentially that. Because by the way, if if it was like if the, if this concept of like superiority was like a, a prejudice like a, a discriminatory type right uh-huh. then in that case a god wouldn't 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 love each and each each and every single one that of makes the, sense the, the no people. that makes sense and, 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 and he wouldn't like because it, it says that in a hadith that god loves the, the people like mm-hmm. his creation 70 times more than a mother loves her child and a mother's love is intense right so if it was a matter of a superiority like oh like uh, this that uh, then 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 god then it would be a competition mm-hmm. but it's, it, as i said it's he's in terms of knowledge, right? Limited knowledge for us, infinite knowledge for for, for, the, for this entity, right? Uh, he's he's incomparable, and then he, he cannot be compared to to, to anything, anything yeah. uh, like else, right? So mm-hmm. nothing's like him, right? Yeah. Nothing, right? So he so can't be compared, basically. Exactly, he, he can't be compared, and if, uh, because of that, it's a completely different type of paradigm. It's a, it's a different type of uh, yeah. ideal paradigm. And yeah, I because I knew that by the way, like I I, I could tell that that we were actually like on like a, uh, like a similar uh, path. Uh, path. Uh-huh. I just I, I was struggling to like. Uh, Convey uh, what you're trying uh, to say. Like, yeah, because like, it was it was a lack of. Um, of no, it's on because my part, on my part, by the way. No, no, no. Yeah. It's because it, it's not like wrong or anything. I'm I'll just tell you saying why. It's because it's because me, me, me and Sumi have to, we all, we talk all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. we have. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right? The, the tone right. is similar. Yeah. I'm used to the way he talks. Used to the way yeah, I talk. So, that's yeah. why. So, yeah. like, like, you guys probably like catch on to like I guarantee you you like just by by like like staring at each other you guys. Like talk, Muhammad. Like, we have had like, so many like you can deep sit in the class over there, and like he'll stare at you, and like Muhammad, and like of the amount of and, train like, rides. Him, and, like, you, you guys like talk, Muhammad, with, Like think of body language. Think of the amount of train rides that, that occur in a year. We oh, had yeah. a we had a deep talk. Oh, every single I sadly only got every one. single. Uh, well, there's gonna be way more. Trust me. I yes, want to have you on. Like we clicked instantly. I love I love having conversation with you guys, man. It's probably the best podcast episode I've ever had. I swear to God. Yo, I swear to God, bro. If you ask me now, how like how much time passed? It'd be like thirty minutes. Because that's how much. That's, no that's man, how, it's I, that, that's how lovely you're talking to me. Dude, yo, literally I, three I, hours I, now. Yo, and, and honestly, man, I, I I just want to say I feel privileged to be on this podcast today. Yes, very very privileged. Uh, this uh-huh. this like 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 knowing that that it's being recorded. Yeah. It's uh. It's a privilege. No, no. Um, it's it, it adds a, it adds a vibe. It adds it adds a different sense, a different vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes like it, a, like it, it makes it feel it makes it feel more intimate, closer. Like, yeah, exactly. It, yeah, like I like it's, it's almost as if what I'm saying, even though if it even though it, it may not be doing an impact, it feels like what I'm saying can help the world in some exactly. way. Can yeah, way. yeah. And I remember that you made this podcast for this just exact for that reason, exact reason because yeah. you wanted to try to contribute something to the world. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that and that's why I bring people like you guys so that because I believe that even if people are not famous, they have important ideas that the world need to needs 100%. to hear yes you know it's, honestly i think that it's a very noble thing that you're doing and I, I feel extremely honored dude i feel extremely anytime man please and, come and, on again and as you said very very privileged to, to, to have come on this podcast dude like bro you are absolutely the man man like i respect you so i, I look up to you so much bro uh-huh. so dude thank you thank you so much and uh like yo i would I, I, like when you told me like he wants us to, to come on i was actually very happy i'm like dude that's that, that i mean that means a lot to me because like 
like being a part of something so so big that you're doing like you know like something so like I I believe like more people should like sh- like more people should do what you do, and being a part of that is something like thank I can't you even, man. I can't even explain how, how special thank it is. You. So thank you so much, bro. You're out. You're, you're absolutely dude. No problem, man. Indie, bro. I, I, like yo, I love you ass so much, man. I, I love you're you too, man. I love. Bro, I really love you guys too, honestly. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck I ever hate. Like I didn't. I never hated yeah, you, yeah, yeah. but was, there was like a camaraderie was, going on. Just a rivalry, yeah, man. Exactly. It was, yeah. Like, honestly, now that I look back, and it was a healthy rivalry because it brought us together. Yeah. Honestly. I By the way, not. do you guys have to go right now or no? Uh, he, Muhammad's I'm gonna pray. Gonna, I'm, 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 just gonna I'm, pray? I'm still okay. available for three minutes. Sure. Yeah. Let, let me. Let's just talk then. Dude, yo, I just want to say one thing for yeah. all you people who do not know who Ido Portal is. Bro, let's get into that, please. You guys are. that's what I wanted to get onto. Bro, it's, it's yeah, fucking no, night. Yeah, we have to. Like, oh my bro, god, yeah, bro. I remember, like, uh, like, I'm like, bro, I, I told this guy, I'm like, dude, I asked, like, Waji, I asked, like, you know, like, uh, evil, but I want yeah. to listen to music. I want to, like, first Yo, nobody's hearing you, so, like, go no, close to the no, microphone. No. It's on, right? It's off? <laughs> it's not off. Get out of here. Get out of here. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Dude, yo, 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 let me speak on that. Let me speak on that. Let me speak on that. Okay, yo. Dude, Joe. Uh, I think you might have By the way, you guys are phenomenal speakers, man. I hope somebody fucking listens to this podcast and, like, gives you guys a job. Where you can, Dude, just, honestly, do, man, where you yo. can just do the whatever the fuck you want with your life. I hope. Dude, that, I'm like, cur- I currently work for a shoppers. I'm a very happy <laughs> worker there. Oh, by the way, are you getting hours at shoppers? Yes, now? sir. Yes, sir. You're uh, getting hours back again? So you don't want a job at Winners again? I mean, if I can get a job at Winners, I'll just take Dude, both I jobs. Dude, I fucking I fucking texted you. You never no, no, responded. No, 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 but no, but I saw the text and I applied again. Did you? And did you go? Uh, fuck. I man. didn't go in person. If you if you told me, I could have talked to the hiring manager. Dude, Joe, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep applying. I'm just gonna keep. We're applying gonna we're later. gonna apply. Oh, I mean, we're gonna hire again for in a month. Yes, yeah, sir. in a month. So yeah, uh, right now I'm currently working at Shoppers. I love mm-hmm. to do. I love Shoppers. I I've, I always love Shoppers just because I, I yeah. didn't have hours, so I was kind of depressed. Uh-huh. Now I have hours again, and uh, hopefully I can get a job at Winners too. I'll just work mm-hmm. both jobs. They don't mind working two jobs, but yeah. Now let me let me let me educate these these fools. Uh-huh. I'm kidding. Uh, no, you're not fools. I love you guys. For for. Go ahead. Sure, sure. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Just so you don't disturb you. Yeah. yeah. You, you can even pray here if you don't, if you don't like mind us talking. No, no. He when there's noise in the back, oh, okay. he gets sure. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let me just pause it and not like yeah. show you. Yeah, you were gonna talk about Ido Portal, right? Yeah. Go so ahead. I just wanted to educate the people who you know who didn't know who yeah. he is. Uh, this guy. I'm not even. This is not an exaggeration. I swear to God, this is only the truth and nothing but the truth. This like, like the shit that he says and like what he does, it changed my life. Like, I'm not even lying to you, man. Like, uh, I I never, back when I was younger, I, I, the only exposure I had to, like, you know, movement in the sense of just moving around and just, like, you know, adapting to your surrounding stuff was PE, you know, physical education, soccer, soccer or some shit. But, dude, when he started talking about the rings and, like, how it's the most optimal form Upper of body, exercise yeah. and movement, it, dude, I, did, I was like, okay, let me, let me give it a shot. I was like, they, they cost $40. They're cheap. What, might as well try it. Yeah. And prior to him talking about rings and stuff, the only time I ever, anyone has ever, uh, you know. Motivated you to Not motivated it. me, but just talked and, you know, talked to me about yeah. gymnastics was uh-huh. my grade six teacher, Mr. Stretch. Yeah. Shout out to him. Best teacher, best uh-huh. teacher I ever had in my life. He's yeah. a phenomenal guy. Mr. Stretch, thank you
uh, gymnastics mm-hmm. when I was in grade six. I remember because I because I, I wanted to get into working out, and yeah. and he he actually showed me a few tips about on, on how to hand, on how to handstand, because he was he his he could hold a handstand for ages. Oh fuck! Yeah, he's one of those like shredded guys. Dude, he was in excellent shape, and he was he was in he was he was like a he was a pretty was old. Was this in Calgary? He wasn't old. He you know he was he's he's he you know a good looking guy, mm-hmm. uh, but he uh, but obviously he he had kids. He had a wife, right? So he's he's experienced. Yeah, and he was in he was in excellent shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is in Calgary, uh, Woodman, mm-hmm. and yeah, so. He was the he was my first exposure to, to gymnastics. He talked mm-hmm. me about isometric movements and gymnastics, mm-hmm. and he told me about his sons. He uh, his kids had been enrolled in gymnastics for yeah. a while. Yeah, one of his kids was sixteen, and I believe the other one was eighteen or nineteen. I believe yeah. so, right? I think so. Yeah, eighteen, yeah. nineteen, one of those. Uh-huh. So, and he showed me a picture of them, and they yeah. were in excellent peak condition. Dude, at 16 14, year old, six, a 16, 15 year old kid God. and an 18, 19 year old kid who were in peak physical condition. Uh-huh. Like they looked amazing. It looked, they looked sculpted. And for, for a young kid to see that, it's like, oh my gosh. Like it, it's, a, it's such an eye opener to see someone like who's only three, four years older than me who was in that type of shape. I'm yeah. talking in respect to his 16 year old son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back then. And, and I was always intrigued and that mm-hmm. spiked my interest, but I never really took that step. Mm-hmm. And his kids were, I'm telling you, man, they were in excellent shape. It's crazy. And, but uh, he basically put the seed in your mind. The, he planted the seed in my mind about gymnastics. And then, and then Ido Portal just watered it. And he watered so, that bitch. So it grew. Dude, because, yo. Man. When Such I started, analogy. Uh-huh. Dude, it's phenomenal, <laughs> right? It's crazy to think about. Uh-huh. When I started using the rings, the first thing I noticed, man, is... You're weak at it. It is. I am a bitch. I am a pussy. And 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 uh, there is nothing rare or nothing well you were in the level one beginner dude i was a phase level of negative i was dog shit dude i was like dude i almost I, you know how many times i almost died on these bitches like dude like when because okay i'm gonna get to that later so yeah, yeah go ahead they're 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 so unstable there is no sense of safety security when you're using them it is just you moving your body and trying to like the way i like you know mm-hmm. obviously it's not to this extent but the way i see yeah. it's hanging for dear life yeah that's the whole point of it right you're trying mm-hmm. to work on your strength and uh, and it puts you imagine in a very that if you, if you let go, you're dead. Yeah, that's how you gotta imagine it. And it puts you because of the instability, you're already at a disadvantage. Yeah. And no one. He talks about it in the documentary. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. And the reason that the gym is like like the gym is you know it, it's it's good it's effective but the reason the gym is not good for movement and it's stupid is because the, you're never at a disadvantage in the gym. There, if you have a spotter, there's no. It's no, very like linear motions too. Exactly. Like and 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 there's there are things that we've done before. So like we've we've pushed a box up before. We've done the bench press. We've done the fundamental movement before. Yeah. We've squatted. We've squat, when, yeah. we, when we all take a shit, we squat. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like it's a oh, it's a form. No, we've done these movements before. They are yeah. all fundamental movements that mm-hmm. are a part of our life already. Yeah. So we've we're already advantaged in those movements. This puts you at a disadvantage. And where do we grow? In advantages or disadvantages? Disadvantages, it of is. course. And and dude, you can ask anyone I know, anyone who has seen me, mm-hmm. my condition physically. And mm-hmm. my and like and my, my strength and my len like my leniency and my mu- and my my muscular definition when I started doing those it changed. Oh really? Because like, I I already see like your shoulders got broader like and, wider. And the, dude, the way it targets the muscles, it doesn't target them in a stretch uh, type of manner. It targets them in just uh strength or like uh, uh in, in in like a static like yeah you're in static movement and it position uh it every movement you do it's mm-hmm. it's your muscle and it's your willpower that's working. It's okay. My muscles contracted, but how how long can I hold it for? Mm-hmm. The gym is not like that. The gym is okay. My muscles contracted. Now let me relax. No, relax then contract yeah. again. That's you. See what I mean? So it's that that foreign feeling and that foreign movement. Yeah, 
is what shot up my growth in you know strength it's something and different aesthetic wise 100% yeah. cuz one thing simultaneously kind of gets you bored and your body just gets you adaptation basically your body 100%. gets adapted to it dude and and I, and i i i challenge any person who hasn't tried them to try them oh man they're insane it is it's first of all it's 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 it, it humbles the shit out of you second of all it's uh it it gives you another goal to strive for because you know I've benched before, I've I've hit massive numbers, I've squatted, I've, I've squatted massive shit in numbers, here, yeah. but I've reached it and I don't care about it anymore. But this is like a constant incline. You're co- like there's always a new goal. Yeah. Like I'm 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 still at, I'm I'm like at a, still at a beginner level with the rings. Yeah. But they. But you can see the steady progress. Mm-hmm. And you know what's you know what's sad though that that I'm kind of disappointed in. Yeah. Every friend that I've took ring that I've took to the rings, only a few of them like it. A lot of them don't like it because of how hard it is. Man, definitely. And, 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 uh, but, it's the same with the gyms, you know. But, Unless but, someone's really fucked up, they don't like the gym. But dude, this is so like like the the rings are so when you like, like the humbling, simplicity yeah. is so beautiful. Like it's like think of like just two circles. The thought of being able to build muscle and strength using just two circles and and, and calisthenics and, basically. It's phenomenal. No weights, and, and saves it, you money, bro. And it's, dude, I'm telling you that it's so effective. Just yeah. trust me and try it. It, it it will build you muscle like nothing. And you look at all the gymnastics, gymnastics, look at Ido Porta upper bodies. They have the best upper bodies and, and do not like peak. I'm going to use, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to use that right now. I'm going to use another time. So gymnasts are for me personally, Mm. what my opinion, they're the definition of peak human performance. I agree. Because not only are they strong, mm-hmm. not only are they aesthetic, okay, no, not no, only no, are they no, muscular, no, hold on, hold on. but they're also functionally did, fit. Did you say gymnasts are like the best movers in the world? No. I'm just okay. talking from like a, again, movement. Physique is, wise? Move, uh, yeah, no, I'm talking from, uh, from, 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 the, from like, uh, from like just a peak performance. Okay, okay. Movement is different. Movement is something different. I'm talking just from, oh, from performance. an athletic okay. peak performance. Yeah, gymnasts. That makes right? sense. Yeah. Maybe Cause, even, cause, even cause, crossfitters. Because the best movers aren't gymnasts. The best movers are the ones that have, who have done everything. Then, like you can you're, then you can say you're a good mover. When you've done martial arts, when you've done gymnastics, that's how you become the man, best mover. I, wanna, I, I have so many fucking things I can get into you, man. The podcast will never end. But I, one thing I definitely want to get into you get into you about is martial arts. You said you, you took some martial arts, right? Yeah, I took Taekwondo. Me and my brother took Taekwondo at grade, uh, when we were in grade one. And we liked it a lot. But we had to leave ca- ca- uh, Canada for a bit. Uh-huh. So we just dropped out. But we've always had like a lingering, uh, you know, a, like, uh, a lingering passion, you know, for it. passion to, to try it. But we never have. You know, like there's so many martial arts and I definitely want to try it. Like I, before I die, bro, there's certain things I want to do. Martial arts is one of them. Me and you, like uh, like two weeks ago, we were talking about how we wanted to join gymnastics. We wanted to join mixed martial arts. Yeah. And I, t- I still, I still, you know. I still I do. Very, I very much want to love It will never go away stuff. until I do it. But I feel like we just have to take that step. We yeah. just have to, you know, sign up and just take that step. Oh, I, I definitely will. But the thing is like, I'm, I'm just, you know, in that point of my life where I'm kind of like, slowly transitioning from like the the gym gore life to like you know movement i i slowly started doing handstands and shit i'm i'm not even close to being perfect dude yo but not even close to being good at it but the beautiful thing about physical you know about physical fitness and phys- and movement is that you can do everything you can it feels be, good man dude a, a prime example of this is ido portal he's he's a gymnast He's uh, you know, he's a, and he he's he's done capoeira. He's, capoeira, uh-huh. he's, he's he's martial uh, artist. He's a martial artist. He's also he, he can he do bodybuilds. Bodybuilds, uh huh. He, he break dances. Yeah. He like you can he does do all everything. those things. Yeah. You can be functionally fit, and you can be aesthetically fit, and you can be cardiovascularly fit. You can, Yo, you can have all those things. You this know? guy is the only person in this whole fucking planet. This guy and his like followers, I guess. Yeah. Is the only person in this whole planet that can do shit that 
normal humans cannot do. And he can literally do everything with his body. I'm pretty sure he can do every fucking thing you can imagine with his body that is possible humanly. So basically, he took fitness to like a totally different universe. Not even a level, totally different fucking universe. This guy's just something else, bro. His philosophy is beautiful. His fucking body is beautiful. And, yo, like, like, like the reason the reason I really gravitate toward him is because mm-hmm. he 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 doesn't sugarcoat shit. Like he sa- he tells you that he says, and 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 this is coming from a person who pursues bodybuilding. I train mm-hmm. to look to look good. I, I yeah. lift weights, right? Uh, the goal is to build my body. Yeah. And it is very restrictive, and it's very confined. It's not like just because I'm a strong, just because I look muscular, does not mean I'm good at a sport. That's true. However, if you're a good mover, you are more likely to be good at a sport than you are for a good bodybuilder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why right now I started bodybuilding a little bit less and focusing more on stretching, more focusing more on mobility, flexibility, mobility, that type of stuff. Because like I said, bodybuilding is restrictive and confined. And if you stick with it too long, you mm-hmm. will lose your flexibility. You will lose all these things. And it's kind of it kind of gets boring at the end, you know. You're like, bro, I've done the same movement millions of fucking times. Yo, you know? think of how many times you've bench pressed, right? Millions, definitely, definitely hundred percent, fucking millions, man. Like, because what you're 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 doing a. You're I doing started a, uh, four, I think four years ago. And you're doing what five? Typically four or five sets of twelve. Oh yeah. So around sixty reps it, a day. Imagine, times, yeah, it's every fucked. week I'm doing it. Twice, every like week, it's, like and, sometimes even twice. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, it gets boring, and that's why I incorporated the rings. I mean, it's a game changer. It's totally a fucking game. By the way, do you do some of the things that he shows on his YouTube videos? So, like spinal waves and shit? Have you seen that? Uh, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I'm, I don't think I, 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 like, I'm in, I'm in tune with my body and I don't, I don't think I have enough bodily, bodily control to do that stuff. The shit he you does, can do man. A, spi- a spinal, flow, uh, spinal wave. Well, I can't, but like the way he does it, man, like he's it's too fluid. Like, too, he, like it it's, looks it's like water. Flawless. Like he looks like water. Oh, he there's another like guy. Like, have you heard of this guy named Roy Gold? His uh, his uh, his one of his students, bro. This guy looks. I swear to God, he has the body structure like you. He looks fucking phenomenal. I'm pretty sure he doesn't work out with weights, of course, because he's with Edo Port Edo Portal. Yeah. But the shit he fucking does, bro. Oh my God, is he's, crazy. He's, he's, he's a white guy with a uh, beard. Huge I think beard. I think Huge beard, and he, his body's phenomenal, man. Like fucking, oh man, like the epitome of fucking physiques. He's not big or anything, but he's shredded yeah. as fuck. Yeah, like 100%. you look at him, you're like, bro, this guy could fuck you up, or 100%. this guy could survive, you know, in the wild or some shit. Hundred percent, dude. And I, like, I mean, and at the end of the day, everything should. The whole is the, the whole purpose of like the train and everything is to, is to make is to make you is is to make use, of your body and make and make it more practical for your life, right? So basically, again, becoming the yeah strongest meant, version uh, of yourself. That's, that's what it. I that's what I live for. To become the strongest version of myself. And that's what I preach too. If there's any message that I'm trying to get through this podcast. And yo, and that, and, 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 but, and honestly, that's why I kind of like, that's what's kind of sad because not a lot of people, a lot of people will like listen to this or they'll either watch Edo Portal, they'll watch that stuff, but they, they, after, you know, even after, you know, seeing what it can do, they still refuse. To like do it the first or step is always the hardest you know and it's like i'm telling you man just buy a set of rings they are literally 40 dollars. it will not affect your bank in any way i guess in some, in some situations 40 dollars can be a lot but i'm saying if you can afford it and you would like to do it take that fucking step and just do it because dude i'm telling yeah. you these will put on muscle these will make you stronger it will work i'm doing it right now and i can tell you it will work and you know you know what blows my mind away like in quarantine i didn't have any weights right yeah when i first started but my muscle mass didn't fucking change at all, man. In the beginning, 
You know, I was like, bro, what the fuck is happening? Like, I thought for all these years that I have to lift heavy ass weights to keep my muscle mass to 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 remain strong. Yo, it's all false. I'll tell you why that's bullshit. Because why do we go to the gym? What, what do the weights do for us? The weights, the weights are form resistance. of stimulus. Yeah, that is all it is. You can replicate. You can replicate any stimulus. A forty pound bag of rice is the same as a forty pound dumbbell. Not even that. Have you heard of Eugene, uh, Eugene Sandow? No, sir. I the the father of of bodybuilding. Oh yeah, no, no. Now I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I know you're talking about. Yeah. The he used to live in UK. Apparently, he used to work out with ten pound dumbbells. He was like basically like Ido Portal. You want to? You want to? He shredded as fuck, man. The, uh, you know Dennis? Uh, Dennis James? No, I haven't heard he's of that. A, guy. I think that's his name, Dennis James. He's a, he's a I he's a I pro trainer. He's a he's he's been on the Olympia stage. This guy's phenomenal. This guy's mm. knowledgeable. He's yeah. sure he's a trustworthy source of information. He said that uh, in this day and age, because as uh, for all the bodybuilders who are at that elite level where they're you know they they're they're in open body they're in open bodybuilding they're in 212 they're in the yeah. really heavy weights yeah it gets to a point where the weight you have yeah. to lift yeah in order to attain stimulus has to is so heavy that you risk injury and he, so his solution was how do i eliminate the risk injury. of injury uh-huh. and then he you know he came to the conclusion he said he said that you can replicate the stimulus you get with heavy weights by picking a lighter weight and slowing the rep down and also imagine you have no weight i've tried this on my own like you're just doing a push-up but then you're imagining that you're pushing a 250 pound uh weight right the same stimulus you you can recreate that same stimulus just by imagining it can i ask a question what is the difference uh what is the difference between what sorry what is the difference between benching 135 Mm -hmm. and benching 225 what is the only thing that changes the weight no no but what does the weight change what do you mean what does the weight change Okay, so from 135, so I want you to look at my reps right now and tell me yeah. what changed. So this is 135. Okay. Yeah. This is 225. The, the tempo. And what is tempo? The how fast you do it. Duration of the mm-hmm. rep, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if the key is in the duration of the rep and not necessarily the weight of the rep, then can't I make a push-up, a bodyweight push-up as hard as a 225 by making the range of motion last as long as a 225 bench would last? That makes sense, yeah. You, you can replicate the same stimulus. Your mind doesn't know that that's iron, that that's steel. Your mind does not, that's, your mind just sees your mind doesn't give a stimulus. shit. Yeah. It doesn't give a shit at, at, if it's, if it's, you know, if it's uh, uh, a Nike pounds. brand weight. Yeah, it exactly. Fuck. No, your body doesn't even give a shit if you're holding a weight or not. I've, I've noticed that myself. Like, if you... If I'm doing a bicep curl right now, right, I'm imagining that I'm holding a 20 pound dumbbell and I'm like doing it as as hard as I can. If you it's replicating the motion, yeah, the duration, you know the, what I mean, right? Yeah, it's I hard to describe. I know exactly what you mean. You can make a weightless curl feel the same as a 40 pound curl, right? Just by, and I can get sore the next day, yeah, and by extending the duration of it going up. Have you seen that video with like Arnold and Lou Ferrigno training with a towel? And he's like, he, uh, Louis Ferrigno, not Lou Ferrigno, uh. Franco Colombo, my bad. Franco Colombo, yeah. I know, Frank I, Colombo. I know, the, I know the exact thing you're talking about. The, he, he's doing this and yeah, then Arnold's c- curling up. Yep. Fuck, man, that's phenomenal because that just shows you that you don't really need weights for fucking huge muscles. And uh, Eugene Sandow basically had the same idea. The, the only hard thing is that in order for you to do that, to replicate mm-hmm. the same stimulus that weight gives you yeah. with, with no weight, you have to have a, a very, 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 very good and perfect... Sense of- connection embodiment a mind muscle connection you have to have a very 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 specific and perfect mind muscle connection if you don't it's going to be hard to replicate it yeah but if you, i agree I, but, I absolutely agree but if, if you have a good mind muscle connection and mm-hmm. you and you're able to contract your muscle fully 
and 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 you know apply stress to it then you can then it's doable it, it is doable but that's where weights comes in weight is is universal anyone can touch a weight and get bigger not everyone can do a push up and replicate it and 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 in some cases Very a beginner point. a beginner is it's easier for him to bench a plate than it is for him to do a, a 30 second push up push up uh-huh. you know what i mean that's why people gravitate toward weights and there's nothing wrong with that but i'm saying uh it gets At to the, point in the long where, term yeah it gets to the point where is like let's say i get to 200 pounds and i'm lean 5% body fat how much heavier do I have to lift to get bigger? And then I have to ask myself as, you know, as, as, as an athlete, is it mm. worth injuring myself? Exactly. For two With pounds heavy of ass weight. Right. It's, it's, you know, bro, you know what I think? Like if you can basically replicate the same stimulus without any, without, a, let's say a lower weight by just squeezing your muscle by that mind muscle connection, if you can do that, then you, you can, you can get over that risk of injury and also build muscle at the same time that's basically what Eugene Sandow was teaching at that time and nobody believed him well they did believe him but it's gone and nobody practices that anymore like in the beginning the practice was you know you start from the bottom you go slowly up nowadays what do you see in the gym people don't do the basic shit anymore they don't know how to do push up but they're doing they're benching I have friends who ask me to train them and I'm like bro go do a fucking push up but they don't want to do that you know why they want to impress the ladies they want and they want the ladies to see that they're they're fucking curling twenty pounds, and I tell them, bro, they don't give a fuck about that. And they don't give a shit. Tagging on what you just said, I want you all to know that don't get it wrong. I will outbench any of you motherfuckers. Exactly. I will outbench any of you, and I don't He's even a ferocious flat bench. motherfucker. You know what I mean? I don't even I don't believe in flat bench press. I don't like it. I used to I used to be a big fan of it. I don't mm. like it as much anymore. But you're and strong I, and, as and I will fuck still outbench these guys that were that were talking shit. Mm. And it's not because. It's uh, it's it's not necessarily because uh, you know obviously it's not necessarily because of uh, I'm not gonna say it's because of my calisthenic stuff but I think that it's because mind muscle connection it's it's because of mind muscle connection and it's because you have the will it's power because kinda. of training it's because of how I've been training I've been training in a mature safe weight yeah you can't progress you can't lift heavy weights if you're constantly getting injured due to heavy lifting you have to lower the weight sometimes and you have to how do you some days. I can't bench 225 for eight. I literally can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I bring it down to 205 and I do that yeah. for eight, but I make it feel the same way as 225. By squeezing the muscles the same way. And that's why I, I was talking to Nigel, one mm-hmm. of my good friends. Uh, yeah. He, I was talking to him today and I was like, I was like, yo, I don't, recently I stopped training to a specific set range. Yeah. I just trained to exhaust, I just trained to exhaust, exhaustion. Because mm-hmm. how, because, because your body, is, it's hard to quantify the effect of, of, of a rep range with your body. However, your body can understand exhaustion. When you're exhausted, you're done. You can't lift anymore. So that's why people have to stop worrying about the numbers and start, start training to exhaustion or to fatigue and then stop. Okay, I, 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 I kind of disagree with you because I've done that myself. I've practiced it myself, like training to exhaustion. And you know what happens? Like, I believe that training to exhaustion exhaustion kind of gets rid of all of your energy. So like you can't really do anything after that. Like you can't even focus on let's say studying or like cooking or any other shit. So you have no energy for anything else. I know, but no I'm, reserves left. But I'm right now I'm I'm neglecting all that. I am okay. with you on that. It's training to exhaustion is not sustainable. Oh, but you're to, saying training to exhaustion is not sustainable. No, 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 I'm 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 saying it's I'm I'm saying I'm saying it is the best for building muscle, but okay. it's not sustainable. Oh, yeah. I'm talking from a mus- just just from a okay, body yeah, yeah. for people who want to build muscle. And are wondering, oh, how do I do it? Is that when you first start, don't re- don't count your sets and reps. It, it doesn't mean anything. On your okay, first of all, on your bench press and on your squat, yes, it's important to count your sets and reps because how do you progress? You on your main compound lifts, you have to count your sets and reps. 
However, on isolation movements, isolation movements should be done to failure. You should not. Why? Why are you counting a tricep pull down, push down? Why mm-hmm. are you counting the reps? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a tricep push down. There's no. It, it's not a compound. It's not a main compound lift. Mm-hmm. That that it, it doesn't symbolize strength. Mm-hmm. There's ways to cheat a push down. I can use my momentum. Yeah, exactly. But I don't care what anyone says. If uh, there's no way to cheat, there, there, there maybe is ways to make it easier. Mm-hmm. But if you take an average person, he will never be able to lift through fifteen. He has to train to get there. But you can take an average person. He can. He can. He can push a lot and try to push down. Because because there's certain levers you can use, certain ways you can push the weight down, but that's why I'm with you on that. It is not sustainable to train to exhaustion, but it is for it, long term. For long term, but it but it's it's the best, it's it's the best way to build muscle or to excel in that specific sport. Muhammad Ali said it himself. He said, "I don't count my reps till it starts hurting." I was gonna say that. Uh huh. He see what he says, and and why would he lie? Look, you look at his resume. You don't have to see. Look, don't don't look further than his resume. Yeah. It says it right there. He literally says he says he says I don't count reps till mm-hmm. failure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't count reps so it starts hurting because and I'll tell you why I said that I'll tell you why it makes sense mm-hmm. when the average human let's say a person who has never touched a weight before in their life joins the gym yeah is their threshold for growth low or high when, when, when the average person joins the gym yeah is their threshold for growth yeah. low or high is their threshold for weights low or high no is their threshold for growth muscular growth is oh. it low or high when they first join the gym like is the threshold that they need to reach to get jacked low or high high Right? No, no, no. When they first start, like, oh, it's low to yeah. see progress. Yeah. It's low, Easy. right? Quickly, you find progress it, yeah. because the threshold is so low. Because it, yeah. because at that at that point in time, like mm-hmm. when you're at, when you're at that level of of when you're at that novice level, mm-hmm. you can just you can walk past the gym and you'll and you'll build muscle just yeah. walking yeah. past the gym. Metaphorically, yeah. Yeah. So now, when a person now let's say the the person comes in his first day and his threshold is so low, he you know he he just does two sets of each and he builds muscle. Mm-hmm. What about the next week he comes in? What happened to the threshold? It's increased. So now he has to reach that level mm-hmm. and then he has to do even more. Yeah. Because just reaching that level is no longer enough. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. has to hit that and then surpass it to get it to see results. We shouldn't impose on seeing family too, too much. I, I, I really want to continue this conversation. So oh, shit. No, <laughs> Yo, but I, like, are you guys going to leave right now? Or like, yeah, yo, I will finish what I'm talking. Yeah, yeah next sure, time go I ahead. come, go ahead. I really want to talk about, about this. Like, like I was hearing that, and like, bro, there were so many facts, like <laughs> about like how lifting like is, is so bad for like your like movement, like just like uh-huh. like uh, like pure like bodybuilding, and how like I've been really getting interested in, in like movement stuff, bro. Like, um, have you listened to like Yield Portal and like? Yes, yes, you, exactly, do yeah. do you like that guy he's, personally? Bro, I'm, you know, I'm telling you right now, he's he's the closest we have right now. Don't to, wrap it up. Though, a, so. a, a really like Bruce Wayne, dude. Batman. Yo, right, let me. Batman, dude. He's really, yeah, he okay. really is. Okay, so I'm gonna wrap this up real quick. Just yeah, go like, ahead. Just because the boy Sumi has to go to bed, his family has to go to bed. I'm sorry. You know, no, no, for... no, no, no. I, I don't have to go to bed because my mom has uh, work tomorrow. But it's okay. Yeah. We can continue this conversation any other time, bro. Hundred percent. Okay, so go- I just wanted to say some quick things. Yeah, it go is, ahead. Uh, it is a Shout privilege <laughs> for Sumi Das to have me, Mustafa Ali, and my brother Muhammad Ali on this podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. Second of all, I wanted to say. I promised a shout out to three of my three of my boys. Uh, shout out to Daniel Huang. He just hit three fifteen on bench. I'm proud of you. Uh, shout out to Fasib, the OG, great guy, great man. Shout out to Waji, the Brody for seven years, eight years, and you know. Last but not least, shout out to Sumi, the man, the myth, the legend, for letting us, you know, for even allowing us to enter his household. Yo, if you guys do not watch this. His podcast and like and subscribe. I'm gonna come and and hunt you down and kill you. Just, just so you know that. I'm gonna burn your house if you don't listen to this fucking episode.
Anyways, thank you very much, guys, for coming at my house and yes, being being my guests today. Honored, please, bro, please Yo, come I again w- later. Thank you. Yeah, by the way, we're done. Thank you, guys.